to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, July 17th, 6 o'clock Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. It's a good time tonight. Going to have a good time. My great and fantastic co-host right here. Not here yet. Jake Weimer, everybody. He'll, he will be here. He's on route. Had some flying issues, and uh, he will be here shortly. And uh, we thank uh, uh, Jake for coming in. Also, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, uh, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, Ride Engineering, and Grandstone Boots all on board with us uh, tonight. We are going to give away a Fly Racing F2 Carbon Helmet tonight. We're going to give away a set of graphics from the folks at Roost MX as well, 702-586-7857. And uh, we really appreciate you guys um, listening and uh, getting it on the app or getting it on iTunes or getting it on Stitcher. Uh, however you do it, uh, we would really appreciate you doing it and continue to uh, do it. Downloads are up, uh, listens are up, and uh, it's great, man. The Pulp Mix app as well works fine for uh, you people, and uh, we've been getting a lot of uh, great compliments from that. Off weekend in the Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championships, but not an off weekend for this show. We're, we're, we're coming in hot all night. Uh, besides Weimer, who's not here yet, but he will be here, uh, for now we have the Fly Racing Wacko uh, Butt Patch Pants sitting in for Jake Weimer. Uh, also, Ryan Villapoto will be on. Nine-time Supercross and Motocross champion, uh, Ryan Villapoto will be on, uh, as well as Filthy Phil Nicoletti from FMF, Donnie Emler Jr. as well will join us. We'll do a BTOsports.com Tweet at Travis segment. We'll do an X-Brand Goggles tear-offs. We will do a NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in, most likely with Phil. Truck Hero question of the day, race tech emails, and, of course, uh, the Gear Alloy cold call. And uh, we'll try to figure that out uh, You know, as we, as we do it. I really don't care. And uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Tits. Appreciate it. Congrats to our own uh, Thursday producer, Tits Legendary, on the uh, birth of uh, a new child uh, last week. So uh, we'll be in this week on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show to, uh, to talk to him about that a little bit. So, again, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, covering for Jake, stepping in off the bench, the Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? What's happening? I'm just waiting on Weimer, stuck in Vegas traffic somewhere. Did you ever find out what happened with his flight? Uh, he wasn't in Boulder City. He was in Bullhead. and <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he, he got that confused. But uh, anyways, um, he flew huh. from Orange County to Bullhead, then 14 minutes there to Vegas. So, um, Producing the show, holding things down, taking your calls. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? What's up, Mathis? How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, uh, are you um, very happy now that I stocked you up with Red Bull? Yes. Courtesy of the folks at Red Bull? Yes. Yeah. My fridge is colorful and fruitful and tasty. Oh, good Good to hear. I like that. Uh, all right, JT. So first off, right off the bat, JT, because like we got this, this actually applies to you. 
uh, on the Race Tech email segment. Let's get right into that. Since founded in 1984 by Paul Thied, the folks at Race Tech who helped Mike Alessi last uh, weekend, two weeks ago, to win Gopher Dunes. This week he shot off into the bush off the start. I don't know if you saw that, JT, but... Uh, was entertaining. Uh, I saw a picture. Yes, saw a picture. Yeah, yeah. He was about third and uh, hit something and hung a ninety-degree right turn into the bush. So, um, Race Tech has been an innovator in motorcycle suspension technology, breaking through the limitations of the OEM designs. Race Tech specializes in high-performance suspension parts, service, and setups, modifying the stock stuff to perform at a highest level. Racetech.com motors and suspension. Uh, Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech as well, and and many other top privateers. Brandon Shear uh, doing well in the 450 Motocross series. Uh, Pulpamex 17 is the code to save at Race Tech. So this email is for UJT from Nicholas. Uh, my name is Nicholas, the guy from France who learned English thanks to you and Watson, if you remember. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Huh? Love this guy That's right here. Uh, here's a question for JT the next time he is on the show. Back in the early 2000s when I started riding, Husky was quite popular in my area. I remember riding a friend's Husky 125CR. Honestly, the bike was not that terrible compared to my YZ. What really was the performance of JT's Husky compared to the riding buddies' bikes from that time, like Tortelli's Works Honda? For instance, <laughs> engine suspension handling. I always find those era Huskies cool looking. Sorry if the question has been asked a billion times. Congrats on the 300th show. Um, I will give Nicholas this, JT. I did also think those Huskies that you rode um, were cool uh, looking. But um, that's about as far as I went. So how was it? Well, he's not wrong because the 125 was – it was decent. That's how they got Lampson to do that, you know, to sign on to that team. That's how they got Chris Gossler and Travis Preston. And they, had, you know, they had a lot of guys. Uh, they were winning world titles with uh, Kiko Coyote on the 125. So it was kind of a different conversation uh, when you talked about the 125 and then the 250 because they really didn't have a 250 world championship effort at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't put any R&D money, no development. Uh, it was They basically handed us the 252 stroke and kind of like, uh, yeah, here you go. And it was really outdated. It was just old, and the frame was completely different than the 125, and they hadn't put any R&D dollars into it at all. Uh, so as far as a 125YZ versus that CR125, the Husky CR125, they, mm-hmm. pro- they probably weren't much different. Um, the biggest thing I would think would be in reliability. But uh, but performance wise, yeah, that 125 was good. My bike was just a dinosaur. That was the biggest problem. Uh, Lammy told me one time though that they got him to sign. I think Lammy told me they gave him basically a works bike, and then he got on a production bike, and it was like, wait, what happened to the works bike? Yeah, and he even got so when he first tested, he tested the 252 stroke, and they gave him a really good bike, and then they had Mitch do a motor for him, um, and there were there were a lot of doors open at that point. Uh, even, you know, works equipment on the 252 stroke. And then once we all signed, basically, I don't know what happened there, but we never saw any of that equipment. <laughs> and then right. basically they wouldn't let Mitch do an engine because, you know, Araldo had, you know, he thought he could do it. And there was some ego, I think, there with Mitch. So it just, a lot of things changed. Um, it was just difficult. I know that on my bike, it was just tough to compete. Um, I did a lot better the year before and a lot better the year after. Uh, and I was on the Yamaha both times. So I kind of knew what I went from and to. And comparing, like, Tortelli's works Honda 252 stroke to my bike, I mean, it's yeah. apples and oranges. <laughs> They're not even the same thing. I mean, it's right. a completely different deal, you know. Let alone, I, I, was on a bad, I was on a bad bike against the stock 
like YZ250, you know? Mm-hmm. Forget about a factory Honda 250, so. Um, so there you uh, go, he, Nicholas. He's not wrong. Yeah. The, the 125s are good. Yeah, the 125s are good, I think. Yeah, there you go, Nicholas. Uh, chance ability that Kiko Kiyote rode a production bike when he came over for those Supercrosses and that Nationals were probably zero. <laughs> oh, yeah, not even close. I mean, right. literally, we started our program. We had all road race technicians, and they had no idea what we were telling them. We were telling them, you know, the, the shock was packing. or we, we, You know, we had all these lingo terms that any normal suspension guys were like, okay, let's, you know, yeah. Let's speed up the bound or whatever. Right. They have no idea. You know, they're they're they came straight from like Laguna Seca into Anaheim and they just have no clue what you're telling them. <laughs> they don't know any direction. You know, they're they're basically they're building your suspension off a build sheet, but they don't have any idea what's right. you know, what's supposed to be what or how to make adjustments. It it was a mess. There you go, Nicholas. Straight from the horse's mouth, JT about his time at uh, Husqvarna, where you did make good money, but uh you did not get good results. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, they, they threw a lot of money at the program. Resources yeah. weren't the problem. It was just, uh, you, you know, trying to put road race guys on a motocross team and expect success is not going to be and, always an easy deal. And never once got any stitch of DKNY clothing. <laughs> no. No, that was just uh, Araldo's buddy was Donna Karen's husband. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just uh, just a friendship deal, and we never we never got anything. I'm assuming they paid him something, but we never saw anything. Right, right. Uh, also from Randy uh, Shane Watts podcast. Please get that guy back on. What a character! It was also fun for me, being I am fairly new to hair scrambles, and the local guys we run into all the time, the Garahans were mentioned. I heard they were the shit back in the day, so that was cool. I would suggest when you get Watts back on the phone, get the Garahans on the phone, because I bet they could tell some cool stories. Shane was one of the best podcasts I've heard. Since I started listening over six months ago. Great job, guys. You there, JT? Sound like your phone hung up. Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, Sorry. I'm good. Um, also from Brian Pierce. Uh, hey, Steve, Brian Pierce from Sea Time. Whenever you have an off-road guest on, your listeners respond saying they want more off-road chatter. Knowing that isn't your thing, could you direct them to the, our off-road podcast, Seat Time? Thanks for the fun, pun ca- fun podcast. There you go. Brian Pierce from Sea Time. You check it out if you, if you off-road guys. You know, I always get hit up, JT, after I do one of these things with, with Rodney Smith or Shane Watts or whatever. These guys are all, oh, God, yep. I love you. Um, yeah, I'm busy. Uh, beat it. Um, so go, go yeah, listen to I think it's important because I think it's important because there's so we have to remember there's so many guys that, yeah, they love the show and it's motorcycle and all that, but maybe, you know, they ride in the woods. They like racing GNCCs yeah, and yeah. hair scrambles. And so yeah, I, I actually am, yeah. I'm a big fan of you, Brant. Even though it's not my passion, I'm a big fan of you branching out. I, I'm okay with it. I don't know enough about it and don't follow it closely enough to talk intelligently about it. Although some people would say I don't follow Supercross and Motocross enough to talk yeah, intelligently about it. but I don't it. think you necessarily so, have to be an expert. You just right. kind of lead them into areas, and they have the stories to tell. You know? yeah. um, I'm busy with pulp hockey. Wide open with pulp hockey. <laughs> That's something oh, I'm not fine. <laughs> you want to you find stuff that I'm not a fan of? Uh, We're there. What is cracking at flyracing.com these days? What's happening? Wide open. Uh, we're about to launch 18. So yeah. The embargo is uh, your your favorite embargo is uh, just over a week a week away from lifting and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's a lot of work that we have to do on the back end to get retailers ready, loading images and info, and make sure dealer you know all the orders get processed and just a lot of back end work that's so not a lot of fun. That you know it's it's just the real work behind uh, what we do. So it's all landed in the warehouse and orders are being picked now, or is that still not happening? Um. Uh, most of it, yes. Yeah, okay. Some of it still, like, there are containers that are being unloaded as we speak right now, probably. Okay. So um, yeah. it just depends on what we're talking about, yeah. Right. Um, all right. The weekend off from um, 
from the uh, motocross national series. So do we just talk about the uh, sleigh ground link logo wombat controversy from X Games? Is that what we do? Is that... I know you do. That's your favorite topic, right? Oh, I did get hit up a bunch about it. And Marks, we have questions about it, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. First of all, though. Hot commodity. First of all, though, honestly, has anything fallen faster besides the stock tip that my dad gave me for this oil sands company back in the day? Has there anything fallen faster than X Games? Uh, what is going on? Like, what's happened to X Games? And is it just, is, it can't be as big as ever for all the skateboard dudes that once was. It just can't be. I don't see anything about it. Um, obviously there's no Moto X, there's no Super X, there's no Super Moto, so I'm not into it, and a lot of listeners aren't into it, but I think, I don't know what's going on with X Games. I know they lost a ton of money trying to do X Games Dubai and X Games uh, Germany or Australia or whatever. Um, man, JT, did you watch any of it? I watched a little bit, but it was it was just from flipping through channels. I didn't say, I didn't actually try to watch any of it, which, you know, X Games used to be such a big deal. I, I loved it before. Yep. And I don't know if it's just run its course. I don't know. You know, obviously, viewership is what drives the whole thing. Yet, you know, if they get big viewership, then they're going to, you know, ESPN is going to divert money into it, and then it's going to get big, you know. Um, but I think yeah. I think the show is reflective of how many people are actually watching or not watching in this case, and then sponsorship dollars and all those things yeah. kind of follow. So it can't be I, as I big as it once was. Question of where it's at. I, it can't be as big as it once was, just based on what the dot com site of ESPN is promoting it and how Sports Center and that kind of stuff. Like it's just not as prevalent as it once was. So that tells me it's not getting it what, what yeah you, i mean they could you know. they could make it that big if if you know someone a program director got in there and said hey we're gonna blow x games up again we're going yeah. every platform yeah everywhere you know scott van pelt at midnight yeah, everyone's talking about it it would grow a lot i just don't think that their priority is there i think yeah. they're you know they have billions of dollars invested in basketball football season's right around the corner I, I just think they have a lot different interests than they did maybe 10 years ago yeah i agree and uh and and i think the baseball is going to run its course at that network they laid off a lot of the baseball people they constantly they're, they're, they canceled their nightly baseball show um they're going with what yep. with what baseball tonight was a staple yeah and i think they're going with 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 nfl and nba because that's what people want year round all the time it well, didn't they, used to be like that yeah but. i mean you look at how much money they have invested, and we're way off topic, but you look at they literally have multi-billion dollar television deals with these guys. They have to. Yep. They have to make those hugely successful. Their their whole financial future is wrapped around those things. So I don't think it's like you know, the talent is less or any of that. I just think it's ESPN, and you know that's a completely ESPN-driven event. Got it. Owned by ESPN. Yeah. And yeah. God, it used they to don't be, want to put uh, money into it, you know? It used to be such must-see TV, Pastrana and Moto X and Supermoto. God, it was like, I got to watch it. I got to watch X Games. And now I just did a podcast with Mad Mike Jones coming up soon on Racer X. And Mike's like, yeah, they're too good. Everyone's got it down so pat. They're doing double backflips like it's it's nothing. There's no new stars. And maybe he's on to something because we used to see progression and tricks and People were excited, and you know, and, and I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think I think it's a. I think people are unfamiliar too, because if you look at like we had Pastrana, we had you know Hart even going way back. We had Dave Mira, we had Jamie Beswick, we had all these big names that even if you were not even a fan, you knew who they were yeah. just because they were they they were you know mainstream culture yeah. celebrities, you know, and and I couldn't tell you anybody anymore. 
Seriously, like, well, I don't, is that us? Is that just there? is that because we're too old though? Is that us? No, I don't. I don't think they get the promotion that they used to. Right. Okay. I don't. You know that right. all the Toyota stuff that used to go on with Bestwick, like cross promotion. Right. Right. There was, you know, Pastrana was in mainstream ads. He was racing NASCAR. Like they were all over the place. All these guys were. Dave Mira was a huge, like, you know, uh, I, I think he had like a beverage deal. Like th- these guys were mainstream. Yeah. stars and as x games has lost popularity so is all their dollars supporting them. So you, i don't know who any, any of the new guys are um, like there were guys winning medals and stuff I, I don't even know who they are never even heard of them well you know, there's no, only one of us I think, in this group that did a backflip you know so maybe we should ask him that's true that's true marks what do you think what's your take on x games and everything i think it's garbage <laughs> thank you i didn't get an invite Strong. I did a, <laughs> I did a backflip. I didn't get an invite. Hot take. This is, this is unbelievable. Did you used to watch it? Oh yeah, for and sure. And now? Yeah, it used to. It used to be like I would make sure I had it on my schedule, set aside time. Uh huh. Don't bug me. I'm watching X Games. And even Step Up. I didn't. I Step Up was a must watch. I didn't watch it this year. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch any of it. I don't. I was gonna try to watch Best Whip. Yeah. And I heard even that was kind of a crapshoot, but. And by the way, I think you can see, and I tweeted about this, you can see what ESPN thinks of, of their athletes by doing a text vote or a Twitter vote That's for ridiculous. best whip. These guys, from last I heard, JT, I don't know if you've ever any fly guys doing it, but it was uh, 30 to 40 grand to win an X Games gold medal bonus for these sponsors, for these riders. Yep. And, yeah, I think, and, and it's I think a lot of money. was telling me it was 50. Yeah. yeah okay, it's is. a lot of money. And so, and it comes down to a Twitter vote. So these athletes work their balls off. They 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 practice. They practice. They risk their lives. Really, realistically, they do. They risk their lives doing this. And then it's just all their work comes down to a popularity vote on Twitter. Like tells you what ESPN thinks of it, right? Yeah, it's just a gimmick for them, you know. Yeah. So pretty, pretty sad, but yeah. it's it's all reflective of what we're saying. It's just nothing like it used to be. You know, it's just a sad you know just shadow of what it was so are you team dirt shark or team wombat where we stand (laughs) on this yeah i don't think i'm on anybody's team i don't i don't know the whole story and i don't i mean i saw a bike that got ridden with a sharpie Um, and you saw somebody saying that there was comments right yeah (laughs) yeah i haven't heard any comment from from ash or anybody on that side so i just am like yeah i doesn't look like anything i need to be a part of how old are we right now with that stuff, right? Like, what's, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. Um, yeah, well, the whole thing to me is like, I don't know. They're talking about sellouts, and I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not cool enough to know what's a sellout and what's not, and you yeah, know, who's yeah. core and who's not. I don't know, man. I'm still, I shouldn't even be talking about it. If somebody knows the Wombat, give them a call in. Take it the, somebody put the Wombat signal out, like a bat signal. Put the a giant wombat up in the air, and then have wombat call in seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven, and we can hear what 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 he has to say uh, uh, about this. But uh, in the meantime, RV, Phil Nicoletti, Donnie Emler Jr. all in the show tonight. Uh, Papa Mech show presented by BTOSports.com and the folks at Fly Racing. We are giving away a Fly Racing F two carbon helmet tonight uh, to somebody, and uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining in. Appreciate it. Um, all right, JT. So. Uh, weekend off in the series, like we said. Do you think, and I wrote about this this week uh, for MX Vice Guys, the Desnations thing, I could 100% see this thumb injury holding Blake out of the MXDM? I think it could. Uh, I talked to some relevant people about it this week, and as of right now, there's no plan to get it fixed. Oh, okay. Um, Davey, Mil- Davey Millsaps has the same injury as Blake is going through now. He had the same injury and never got it fixed. 
and he doesn't even know that it bothers him now. So it's something where if it just continues to progress, then you don't necessarily need that, that ligament. So I think they're playing it by ear right now. If it's something where it's just nagging and nagging, then sure, mm-hmm. I, I would assume they're going to, you know, take that and that would change lots of plans, including, you know, possibly Monster Cup and Motocross the Nations and all kinds of stuff. But as of right now, if it keeps progressing the way it did, I know he rode, uh, I want to see either this weekend or mm-hmm. maybe Friday and was basically back on his race pace, you know, from yeah. earlier in the season. So I don't think they have an answer for it. I know for Forrest and, and Blake, I'm sure they really want to go. I mean, that's a marquee event and the Forrest has never been a part of it. He's got a lot of sponsors that would want to be a part of it. But if you can't go, you can't go. So we'll have, just have to see. Yeah, I uh, from talking to Blake, where he said every every hit was like a knife, and every thing, every bump was a pain, and um, and then knowing guys in the past that have had that, um, you know, I I don't understand how he would not need surgery because one one little misstep and you're stretching it and you're right back to to zero again. You know what I mean? Like if you never get it fixed. But yeah. but again, Millsaps, he's probably hurt everything in his body at one point or another. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing about it is if you don't have to get something fixed, you don't want to, you know, so yeah, he's going to have to make a decision. He's the only one that's going to know how it feels, yeah. but I, yeah, you for know, sure. I always, I think people always defer to not having surgery unless yeah. you need it. So if he gets surgery, he obviously needs it because nobody wants to take that step back Yeah, because you, you know, yeah. it's hard to keep coming back from injury and rebuilding your base and all that stuff. Yep. If he can go into the season healthy, the off season healthy, it just puts you so much further ahead come mm-hmm. Anaheim. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. I, I really think it would affect him, but maybe not, you know, maybe not. I, I also, I'd be a little wary of going off Millsap's medical advice, you know, because he's, <laughs> right. you yeah. know, but, but who knows? But yeah, I, th- I think uh, they, yeah, I think that from what I've been told, it's basically one of those things where it's just like my knee, you know, I, and Marvin's meniscus right now, you know, it's, yeah. sometimes it gets better. Sometimes it doesn't. I had one knee that I had to get fixed. You no, know, it was just, it never got better. And then my right one, I found a way to live with it, and now I don't even know it's injured. You know, So mm-hmm. uh, I don't think in, any injury is ever the same, and it's going to affect different people a different way. Um, and I, I honestly think in Blake's heart right now, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how it's going to turn out. He's just playing it by ear just like we are. Do you think Southwick was an indication that Cooper Webb is better now? Or are you more like me where you're like, ah, I think it was just the sand? I think the sand yeah. mask, mask the way that he felt about that bike or the way the bike works, and, and we'll we'll see what happens when the eighteen when he gets under the eighteen. I don't know if I'm looking at this weekend in Millville to uh, for Coop to rebound to be tied for third overall. Yeah, I think Millville will still be pretty good because it's soft um, and there's lots of traction. But I, you can go back even to a Supercross. You know, he he was really really off all the way through, and then he shows up in Oakland, and it's soft, and he, he runs up front and leads the race and battling for a podium, you know, gets on the podium. And then he struggles again right mm-hmm. away, and then we don't see him pop up again until he gets soft. And, and that same trend has carried through the outdoors too, and you could almost predict it. You know, we go into Southwick, and I go, oh, he was good here last year. He's been good in the sand, and he's running third, you know, in both motos till he crashes. So, I think Millville will still be okay, uh, but the bigger issue is you're not going to be relevant in any series. You know, hopefully the 18 fixes that, but we'll know. I think we'll really, really know when we go to Washougal. If he's way off the pace of Washougal, I think that's a dead giveaway that you know he's got some sort of yeah. problem with the bike or his setup or his riding or something going on on hard pack if he still struggles at Washougal. Yeah, I almost think he's not going to get that on that 18 until uh, the last three. Dilla, Buds, and, and uh, Indiana. I don't think he'll be on it this weekend or Washougal. So, 
So yeah, I mean, trying. I'm sure he's. Yeah. I'm sure he's. Uh, he's got a tracker on the container ships of bikes, <laughs> probably <laughs> every day. Looking, wake up, see where they are. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no doubt. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We're giving away Fly Race and F two carbon helmet later to a lucky caller. We're also giving away a set of Roost graphics. The folks, uh, folks at Roost MX, they have a whole pulp section on their uh, site. They're also running a thirty five percent off sale for all Loretta graphics graphics for Loretta's through the end of the month. Code is LL seventeen to save thirty five percent. Great time to order t shirts, hats uh, to support riders going to Loretta's. You can get the banners. And all that kind of stuff, pitch shirts and that kind of stuff for Loretta's is coming up. Uh, JT, I know nothing about Loretta's. It is coming up. I do want to watch these vet classes because of Kiefer and Parabinos and Lars and and uh, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some people. Uh, Seth Rarick and these guys, buddies of ours. But uh, do you have any idea who's the hot guy in, in Loretta's? Who's, who, who's, who's coming out of Loretta's into pros? Do we know? Um, it's a good question. I mean, there are some guys... Um... Carson Brown is one. He's a team green kid. That's he's on the way up. Uh, I'm trying to think of the the guys I was at. I was at Daytona watching RCSX, and I'm trying to remember who was. Uh, would that kid go right into Mitch's truck, or what's he gonna? What would he do? No, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know how it is. A lot of it's going to depend on how these kids perform at uh, yeah. at Loretta. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, Dylan Epstein told us, you know, he had a deal when he was there. If he won both classes, he would get a ride. He didn't win both classes, and his literally his whole career, yep. his whole career has changed. You know. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's a lot of pressure on these kids. I mean, he puts uh, he basically puts it out there for him, and you know, sink or swim in yeah. that situation. You yeah. know, so um, obviously, there's a lot of kids, and I'm. I, completely drawn a blank on who the fast kids were but um i can tell you this they were cruising lance kobush is one mm-hmm. um that's one um garrett marchbanks there's a lot of kids that are coming through the ranks right now that are really really talented yeah. it's just going to be who takes the next step you so, know some of these kids you know they when, don't they don't make it happen when do all these bakersfields kids hit the scene like i'm mean, how many years styles oh, and rider and Joe, Joe Mercified and, and Jeremiah and these dudes. I don't know their names, but who <laughs> they got weird names. And when do they um, hit the scene? Four to five years. Oh, that long. Oh my. Okay. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. They're, okay. they're, well, some of, you know, they're not all the same age, you know, um, Ryder D Francesco and Jet Reynolds and, um, who else is in that group? Uh, Styles Robertson, Styles, uh, and, you know, they're all yeah, kind of those guys, right? Different ages, but yeah, anywhere from three to five years, depending on how old they are. I mean, oh, they're going to be okay. they're going to be relevant when they're you know fifteen or whatever. Yeah, but until they're actually racing, you know, it's going to be a uh, minute. I, th- I thought they were a little older than that, to be honest. I thought it was two to three years, and it'd be you know going going to Loretta's for their final time. But no, no, still, still, still not. Um, yeah, it is coming up, Loretta Lens. Uh, also, to the best track of the Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championships, Millville, this weekend, the best track, JT. Hands down, Millville. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you're not going. What a letdown. Oh, yeah. Well, first time I'm, I'll be missing Millville in God knows whatever. I mean, my first year there was 1988. First time ever, Bradshaw turned pro. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think I might have missed one since 88. One or two, maybe, since 88. And then I'm missing this weekend. So, um, Best track in the series, though. Don't you agree? Uh, I think it's, yeah, it's arguable. Um, I liked it, but I, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't argue against it. It wasn't my absolute favorite, but it was right up right. there. Well, you, one of the most fun tracks. 
See, you're an ex-pro racer, so your like of tracks is what you did good on. So, like, Buds is high up for you. Now, I don't know if Buds would make the list for anybody, you know, but because you did really well there over the years, you like Buds. So you're yep. almost – it's almost – you're too biased towards your results. Well, it was <laughs> it was really close to what I practiced on as a kid, too. Um, so I just – I really liked the dirt there. But I, I really enjoyed Millville. I wrote uh, – started my column today, and – a big part of it was it was one of the tracks that you actually enjoy riding on because there's, there's a bunch of tracks in the series that you're really not having a lot of fun. Like it's your job and you need to worry about going fast, but you're really not enjoying it, you know, in practice or anything. But Millville, I always actually had fun like riding. I would be like, especially back when we had Saturday practices yeah, where it was just a seated practice and it didn't matter. I had so much fun riding. Like the jumps are fun and like the dirt, there was so much traction. You could be aggressive. So that has it has that going for it for you know a series that's so stressful and tense and these kids have so much pressure. It's cool to be on a track where you're actually enjoying it. Sand whips have changed quite a bit over the years. Man, they used to be just be so big. And I hate to sound like one of those guys that walked uphill to school both ways, but they were they were huge. Yeah, they're. I mean, it, the weird thing about them though is they change every year. You know, it's you go one year and they're super fast. And you're basically just upshifting and getting on top of them. And then uh-huh. the next year, they're slow and doubling all the way through them and tripling. And so they're a little different every year. Uh, I saw a ton of dirt being brought in this year. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Just in a, just in a picture. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that changes them, if they're big and rolly or if they're real fast. You know, go back and if you ever are bored, go back and watch like 2005 and six when Stu and RC, they were hitting those things. You know, when they would have, yeah. they had the radar gun there. Yeah. Know? Those guys were going so damn fast through them. And then you go to other years, and I remember years where you, all you could do was double. They were so tall and so yeah. big, you were basically yep. just doubling through the whole section. So when I, when I raced there, it was just keep the back tire down and front end up, and just rah, 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 roll the way through them, you know? There was no getting on top yep. of them. And, yeah, I, I'd like to see – screw Red Bull straight with them. Stu and RC line up 450s and, and attack the, sand, the Millville Sandwhips back and forth. Seriously, I think RC was doing like 47 miles an hour or something through him that year. It was. I remember racing, and I knew how you know. I kind of know how you you can picture yourself how you would look. And then I watched RC because I didn't see him all day. You yeah. Know? yeah. I saw the race on. You know, I got home and watched it, and I was like, "Oh dear God!" It was like a different sport. Yeah. What he was doing through there from what I was doing. It's it a different was, sport. It blew my mind. It blew my mind. How fast they were going. Uh, it was funny, and it's all in, I mean, obviously you know this, but I, I would go and I watched the, the Sand Whoops the last few years. I would go and watch a whole practice set, session in there, and it was all entirely how fast you came into them and if you got the first double or not. You know what I mean? Like, And then you just started picking up speed. And obviously you know that, but it's and it's harder. It's easier to say than and harder to do. But uh, you watch the guys that were just killing it through there, and that's what they did. They would, they would come in a gear higher, a double the first one, and they were on their way. You know? Yeah, I was I was always scared to go too fast and just get out of control. I mean, we've seen some big crashes. Nick Way got hurt bad there. Yeah. Um, kid from Australia, Jamie Brockman. Uh, what was his, Brockman. I remember yep. his last Brockman. Yeah, yep. he got hurt there. So we, I mean, it's it's a section you really have to respect. You know, you can talk about going as fast as you want, but for me, <laughs> I felt like I could go a lot faster. But I I was scared I was going to wad it up. So I, it's one of those things where those guys were 
supremely confident about their ability to go through there. Uh, waiting on Jake Weimer still coming in the studio for the show tonight. Uh, our, uh, RV is on Filthyville Filthy Negaletti, Donnie Emler Jr. All on Jason Thomas on the line now. Uh, RoostMX LL17 is the code. Uh, on sale, 35% off uh, all for Loretta's through the end of the month. Uh, LL17 is the code at RoostMX.net. And pick up some pulp stuff while you're there. Why, why not? You may as well, right? Um, and JT, too, you know who's coming in the studio soon, is uh, the great Randy Richardson. He'll be in next month. Uh, he's from Michelin, and Michelin's got the Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, no matter the conditions or terrain. Four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5 can contain a completely redesigned casing, more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet flexible sidewall, more pliable bead package for easier mounting. Easier mounting, always a good feature. That's David Pingree from last week, everybody. <laughs> MichelinMotorcycle.com, wherever motorcycle tires are sold. JT, we'll let you go. Thanks for our pitch hitting. Uh, Phil Nicoletti is on the line, and uh, Weimarill should be back. But we have the X-Brand questions for you, and we got some uh, BTO Sports tweeted questions for you as well. So um, All right. come back on. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Like that. All right. See you. Uh, N-Fab.com, JGR Suzuki check-in. We do it each and every week. Uh, probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. N-Fab.com. All your Jeep, truck, and SUV needs. Also, too, big part of the Ampro at Yamaha Off-Road Team. And uh, the Rocky Mountain ATV MC KTM guys run NFAB uh, butt patches on there as well. And, of course, Thomas and the boys from uh, NFAB, big parts of our shows, whether it's this one or whether it's the Thursday show or whether it's uh, the NFAB Fantasy Moto Show, whatever it is, they're big parts of it. And uh, we want to welcome in uh, JGR Suzuki check-in guy, Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? How are you? What's up, Steve? What are you doing? Waiting on Weimer. Yeah, he's late, huh? F- flight delays of some sort. Um, uh, fashionably late. You Poor know what? Guy. Maybe, or maybe he's just gonna like. Uh, he's just gonna forget it. He's just he's he's um he's bailing on the show. Yeah, go hit the strip. Right. I don't. I don't blame him. <laughs> Why would I want to? <laughs> Go to the strip or sit in the studio for four and a half hours. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm, go Sounds figure. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's a bummer. I was looking forward to talking to Jake. Well, hopefully honestly, he'll get here. But hopefully he'll be here by the time you get here. I hope. I, I, nah, okay. You know what? Honestly, I mean, maybe the cabbie kidnapped him because at, uh, at, um, hold on. Um, hold on. He should be, I'm he going should to be there. At 541, he was in the cab. <laughs> So that's like an, almost an hour ago. Uh, they're giving them the runaround. Yeah. Not that cab fee. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know? Huh? Um, okay. Yeah. So what's up with you? How's the riding going? Oh, well, you know, it's going okay. Been on the bike, man, was it three weeks? So basically really two weeks because the first week doesn't count because I was just putt-putting. Right. You know, but um, I actually started testing last week. Um you know, did some chassis stuff. So that was pretty cool to kind of get back into the swing. And I actually finally uh, just got a, um, a rocket ship motor today because I had just been on a stalker because no point in wearing out no. uh, a good one when I'm just cruising, you know. So right. that's cool. So I'll actually be the first day on a on a race engine tomorrow, basically. And then, um, yeah, just putting on the final touches. I was really, really hoping to try and make Washougal, but uh, it just wasn't possible. And getting race bikes ready and right. stuff like that because they'd have to go on the truck for Millville and, the Mill- and then from Millville the truck goes straight to Washougal. So, you know, I'll take the extra week and a half because um, there's a weekend off after Washougal and yep. then just uh, do the last three. So 
Um, Dilla. So, That's, yeah, uh, make it, better make, be, make better your, be my hang town. Make your debut in front of your hometown fans. Yeah, which I don't know if I'm really <laughs> a fan of that, but. <laughs> you don't have a choice. It is what it is. Cause, yeah, I have enough stuff going on, then I have to, you know, see all the people and everything. Yeah, I just kind of want to. I want to do Washugo first just to kind of get the bugs out. And then if I needed a test, I could. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it'll, you know, Unadilla, you know, it's fun, but it kind of throws a wrench, you know, in that, you know, daily race day program with yeah. talking to everybody. So it's still okay. I'm, um, I'm looking forward to be back at the races. I mean, I guess it, as far as expectations, well, first let's deal with this. Any soreness or any uh, issues with the with the ankle? The, 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 anything? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're icing it I every mean, time. Not, yeah, I mean, it's icing in. You know, I'm fortunate enough to have an awesome uh, physical therapist up at the cup shop, and I see her, you know, twice, three times a week in between riding and training, and it's just hard. I mean, there's a lot, there's a ton of trauma done to the to the ankle joint and. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll ever be the same again. Yeah, I mean, I still might limp every day for the rest of my life. But really, you know, yeah, yeah, you think so? Yeah, it's just, I mean, I think so. It's kind of, man, it's kind of hard. Uh, it's hard. I mean, I know people say try and stay positive about it, but it's really kind of hard too. Because uh, <laughs> I mean, it still kind of feels like there's a wedge in there. So to get wow. that out, I just don't know how how right. it's possible. But you know, um, oh, you never know. Yeah. Um, did, yeah. you have to, did you have to kinda change weird. your boots or anything or anything like that to, to, to account for that? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it it takes a little while. You know, I'd like to maybe try some things with uh, with CD, but yep, it's hard. Like, you know, I'm not going to try and have them do the runaround just for three races. You know what I mean? I'd like to try and get through the three races and then um, try and adjust stuff for next year. You know, during the off season. Yeah. Everyone's kind of got some downtime and stuff. So you got to go to like a booty boot. Uh, is that what you got? Hopefully, do? The, but the issue is with the CDs are super narrow and thin, so yep. that's their claim thing. Yep. So there's not really much room for a booty in there. So okay. I get my ankle taped right now as it is. Um, so that's kind of all I can really do. Um, I mean, the good good guys get custom boots, but I don't know if I'm good enough for that. But he <laughs> um, has been awesome with me, so it didn't. You know, people ask me all the time, with, you know, boots and stuff, and I mean, the way the crash was, I don't care what boot no. you're in or what type oh, of yeah. knee brace. You know, it's you know, shit was going to happen. So, right. Um, I'm just lucky it wasn't anything worse. So I'm cool. Do you do you it's feel you know you're coming back for the JGR guys on a 450? Yeah, and uh, so. You're basically booting Matt Bichelia to the RCH guys because Bichelia is going to jump in for tickle on the 450 over there, because as J Bone said, the truck's just too full. So I hope you yeah, hope you feel yeah. feel good about that. <laughs> I could I could care less to be honest. <laughs> you know, I mean it's I, I don't know how it's kind of hard because the truck's built mm-hmm. really only for two and a half guys. You know, because we got a new trailer this year, so they kind of make it made it a little you know, quadrant area for me in the back. That's kind of like a half bay, you know, rider bay. So <laughs> now, and to have, to have what well, we're going to have four or five guys on there. What I don't even yeah. know how many people are on our team anymore, but yeah, it just would have been too packed and it's not suitable. Like the light trucks are like packed in there, like sardines, like it's made to carry four or five guys with yeah. lockers and stuff. So 450 trucks, not really meant for that but, I, and i don't know um, like uh yeah and even outside the truck the mechanics area like how are they going to fit more bikes in there it's something people don't really think about it's 
you know? Yeah, like it's it's gnarly. And then, you know, you got to think about weight and stuff like that because I think the electric trailer can only be like 80,000 pounds or something like that. So, I mean, it's everything, you know, in there and extra boots and motors and this and that. Like, it's it's crazy. It's it's really a lot to a lot to think about. And I know it drives our truck driver, Mr. John, crazy. So, yeah. trying to figure it out every weekend if he's going to, yeah. you know, be blown away on the scale. So, um but yeah, so yeah, we'll have four um, now. Now that uh, Maddie B's gone, so um, good. Beat it, Maddie. <laughs> hasn't yeah, hasn't raced all year, poor guy. Yeah, man, he's kind of he's had some bum luck, right? I mean, so, um, uh, hey, so rate rate Amart and Jmart's outdoor series so far. Uh. On like a scale of what? Whatever you think. Whatever you think. <laughs> well, how, how are they been doing? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard at, at at the moment. You know, I have to say Alex is outperforming Germa at the moment. You know, um, even though Germa's got a win, but um, yeah, I'd say eight. You know, you think they're solid? Oh, well, I thought you. I thought you said Amart's outperforming Jmart. Yeah, he is. I'll put. Jeremy to seven, okay. Alex at an eight, Zacho at Zacho at a ten. Zacho's unbelievable. Zacho's, yeah, he's beast mode right now. So, um, but I mean, I talk to Alex three times a week and every day, you know, every Sunday after racing, kind of talking about the weekend and should have done. You know, obviously Red Buddy blew it. Southwick, he should have done better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just uh, little bits and pieces, and to have him, you know, be so consistent and be on the box and yeah. go, you know. Two two or two three or three three, and then still lose seven points a week in the Zach. You know, it's like man, <laughs> you really have to be on your game. You know, I mean, because it's not like Alex is really screwing up so bad. No, you know, no. Zach is just so on point. So, yeah, I don't know. I know that Zach and uh, Alex actually had dinner the other night. Oh so, wow, check it uh, out. Yeah, I think yeah, I went over there eyeing up the competition. Um, you know, have you so. made up with Jmart yet? No, I haven't talked to Germa. No. Wow. Uh, this thing's going to just keep on yeah. going. Ah, uh, yeah. We'll this get drunk gonna... at Alex's wedding and sort it out. <laughs> this thing's going to just keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. I might punch his teeth out, but, you know, <laughs> it'd be okay. Not, nothing alcohol can't fix, you know? Uh, yeah. So. No, good point. Good point. 702-586-7857. You have a question for Filthy Phil Nicoletti, the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in is with Phil and coming back at uh, Unadilla, which will be uh, super sweet to uh, to have you back on the track. And uh, man, your national number is really going to suffer this year, Phil. Oh, I know. It's funny because someone from the AMA keeps calling me <laughs> to get my credentials or get my credential figured out. I don't know. What? Subtitles, like AMA, like... Yeah, she's emailing me because she wants to know what my number is going to be for, you know, the nationals this well, year, you know, for my credential. And I'm like, you guys assigned me a number. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I'm not even replying back to this lady. That is so you. Like, um, only you would have the AMA not know you're 37. Yeah, I'm like, you guys <laughs> apply a number for the top 100 <laughs> in the sport, and you're not going to know what number you assign. I'm sorry, but I am not responding to that email. You know? I wouldn't either. Go, That's ridiculous. No, I'm just going to, I'll be running the number X at you. It's, a, it's another, yeah, I don't it's another show of disrespect. 
for for Phil Nicoletti. It really yeah, is. I know, and I'm I'm not even in the outdoor program. Can you believe that? No, too? that was that you. Yeah. Uh, no, because um, I was I'm Dude. not involved in that, but I'm I'm at Racer X does the program, you know, and uh, Dude, I mean, no, Shelly is in it. Yeah, but he was supposed to be back. Remember, he hurt his foot again. Um, Dude, that was like midway through Supercross. No, nah, he was supposed to be back, and then no. you were never. You were no. not. You were talking about being out for the year. No. Well, Dunn's retired. Dunn's just still in it. Well, we didn't know that either. He retired the week before the Outdoor Nationals. You can't believe oh, Racer here we go. Here we go. I just can't believe you don't have someone that's on a team, or even regardless, not on a team. Not in the program. That's ridiculous. Well, there's a limited amount of space, and some guys don't make the cut, Phil, and we thought you were out for the okay, year. Okay, well, bump somebody else out that's worse than 37. Yeah, but you weren't supposed to race. You're making a, an yeah, amazing recovery to, to no, race. I'm not making an amazing recovery. I mean, it's just... Nobody knew you were racing. Like, I'm sorry, Phil. I'm, I'm, that's a crock of shit. That is... <laughs> Well, I, I'm I'm not letting that go. Oh, we got a call for you here, Enrique. What's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? How you doing? Good. How are you, man? Uh, good. No. Man. Hey, uh, I just had a question, Phil. A couple of years ago at a freestyle national, he gave you his jersey when he ran for KTM. He was wondering uh, if you would want it back. Do you, do if you I, want? If do, I want it back, do you want the jersey yeah, back? No. No. Help it to start your wood stove in the winter or something. <laughs> You can use it to light your wood stove. Hold on. What's that, Enrique? Can I trade you for one of your current jerseys? No, I don't want that one. <laughs> I don't want that <laughs> one back. You can have it. Those are from bad years. Come on, you know, Enrique. I'll give you a new one if I see you. If he sees you, he'll give you a new one. But come on. Uh, I've been a fan of him since since he started with KTN. I was like, yeah, that guy sucks. Well, then come by. Tell him you're Enrique. He'll give you a new Moose one. He's got plenty of gear from Moose Racing. It's pl- God bless. So, all right. Thanks, Enrique. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, yeah. look who's in studio. 250 Supercross past champion, member of the JGR team in Supercross, Jake Weimer. What's up, buddy? It's nice to be here. What? I had a rough time getting what here. What was with that cab ride? <laughs> Dude. That dude should not be behind a wheel, for one. Yeah. He punched in the wrong address, so we were somewhere else doing circles. And I'm like, dude, you got to punch, you got to retry it again. But my phone was dead. Oh. He didn't have a USB port, so I couldn't plug my phone in. The, the only way I got your address is, thankfully, to give it to him again is I pulled it up on my watch. Oh. So, yeah, it was not good. <laughs> Where were you? How far uh, off were you? Uh, 11 miles from here. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Jakey, I was going to be pissed. Yeah, I, I came up here and I saw Filthy was on the phone. I didn't want to miss this. He he did not yeah. want to uh, He did not want to talk to me. He said just you. Oh, so. That makes sense. Yeah, coming back at Unadilla, <laughs> Phil is. Oh, nice. When yeah. is that? Like, how long is that? <laughs> Real fan of Are the outdoor series. Me, Dude, I, <laughs> <laughs> I am. I just don't have the schedule printed out and posted <laughs> on my refrigerator. Uh, two weeks. Okay. No. Geez. Three weeks. Three, three weeks. Because isn't four it, weeks. Is yeah, it Millville, yeah. Washougal? Millville, Washougal, week off. Okay. Three three weeks. Three th- Whatever. Three and a half weeks. Okay. So, nice. uh, yeah. so we- Weimer, um, but Tickle got hurt, and uh, Kyle Bentley at RCH, I said, who's going to fill in? I'm like, are you going to call Weimer? 
And he said, I called Jake. And Jake said, nope. If you can't find anyone else, I will, ju- I will do it. Confirm it or deny. Some, it was something like that. It was something like that. Like if, if there's absolutely no one who wants a factory RMZ, I will do it. Yeah, but it's it, nothing to do with outdoors, just the situation. Well, you haven't ridden, or have you? Uh, I started last week, yeah. Oh, okay. And even started training, too. Oh, boy. You hear that? <laughs> I went on yeah. a mountain bike ride with Tickle at 5 o'clock this morning. Oh, wow. Why? Yeah. Uh, did you go with Renee, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i seen the boys out on Strava getting it. Yep, I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, How'd you hang in? Were you, feel, you feeling strong after your Nope, you know, three I didn't feel strong, And you know he lives down on the beach now, right? So, like... Yeah. Like nothing's going on down there. I was like, actually fine. It was just obviously you're climbing, you know, and yeah. like as so- if I got over a certain spot, I would just redline. So if I kept her mellow, I was fine, but I I I had didn't have much now. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey Phil, we got a call from you from uh, Bob. Bob, what's up? How are you? What's up, dude? I, I kind of is bullshit that Phil is not in the program. I mean, the dude finished fifth last year. You know, get yeah, the bro, he was supposed to be out all year. He's he's making an yeah, incredible recovery. Really, I mean, even if he was out for the whole year, you just let no dudes that are there. Like, there's a dude who should be here, finished fifth, but he wasn't supposed he to race, Bob. I I got a dude. Bob on that. He should. They should. That's the crack of shit. <laughs> He should have been in the program, dude. That's kind of bullshit. I think Wygant did it because yeah. Phil refused to rent his house. No, that's messed. That was way before that deal came about. Oh, okay. Jake, Jake, do you not think it's BS that I'm not in the outdoor program? Yeah, that's retarded. He was supposed to not. He it was, doesn't he matter. It does not matter. It doesn't matter. Part of the program is like giving people information. Hey, this guy exactly. got fifth, and this this guy. He's did not this. on the track today, everybody. You it doesn't can't matter. See him. He's a, he has a current run, contract. Marks, run a poll. Run a poll. You fucked up, dude. You fucked up. Run a right, poll, so, Marks. All right. So wait. So wait. So Ken, is Ken Roxon in the program? I just want to make sure. You know, you know what? Well I don't know if he is. Uh, he probably is, though. He's the defending what about champion. Dungy? Oh, Dungy, we didn't oh, know. Okay. Dungy, we didn't oh, know. Because he wins a championship, he gets in the program. Hold That's on. Cool. Okay, you know what? Screw this. I'm calling Wygant right now. Yeah. Holy, oh, get... he's not going to answer. He's going to see the 702 number and completely red button your ass. He's not going to Let's see. Let's see what. Let's see. Bye, Bob. By the way, I hung up on Bob by accident. <laughs> I feel like Bob. Bob, we got it, Bob. We 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 understand it. We just not answering this phone call. Hello. Why again? Uh, yeah. It's I Matthew. have to assume. Yes. I have to assume this is Pulp Show. <laughs> I, I am getting attacked by Bob on the line and Phil on the phone and Weimer here in studio. Uh, wow. They all say it's complete bullshit that Phil was not in the podium or podium in the uh, in the program in the uh, outdoor national program. Has he raced? No, he has not raced. No, nope, no, not at all. No, we don't even don't even bring up the fact that I'm not racing. That's why you're not in it, Phil. Okay, so that's a non-factor. Non-racing that's is a cool. non-factor. Weimer says that you should highlight the, you know, the 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 stars of the sport and put them in there. That's not what I said, but kind of. I'll go for that. <laughs> no, basically, no. That that sounds good. What Jake said for sure. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I consider in, in myself case, a star. Well, yeah. In that case, Weimer is correct. 
And now my apologies to Jake for also not putting him in the program, even though he's not racing also. Because yeah. we need to put the stars on the sport in there. You're right. Yeah, we never put Weimer in yeah. there. So, Phil? But in Jake's defense, he hasn't rode outdoors since 2013. 14. 14. <laughs> I mean, but I may 13. as well not have been there, so it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. why again, we only have a number of limited number of pages, and we want to show the fans. It's, it's not – we didn't know if Phil was going to make a superhuman recovery. Phil's number 37. He should be in the program. Okay, I literally have so typically, yeah. I have exactly. nothing to do with the program, but I should have. Yeah. Wait, what, what do you mean you have nothing to do with year? the program? So why are we calling you? I don't know. I'm just racer. I can blame it all. Everything on me. I don't I, 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 <laughs> You did finish fifth last year in the points, right? That's what Bob said. That's why Bob's mad. Yeah, that's what Bob said. Oh, this is not Phil angry. This is Bob angry. No, Phil's angry too. Oh yeah. No, I was well, angry too. Shocker. Is Sue in the book? Who? What? Stewart. James Stewart. Is he in the book? I don't know. I, I, mean, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. We need to be highlighting the stars of the sport, not running. Either way, what about Chad Reed? Is he in there? Oh, what do you know? Some solid points by Wygant coming back at you guys. That's why I called him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mine was stated because I was, I was injured. Okay. Well, I just want to know if Kenny's in the book, too. I don't know. Kenny was injured well before me. Does anyone have this book? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Wait. I don't know. Wait. Hey, I'll tell you what. You go to an autograph signing, you'll see people there with the book. And when they bring oh. it up and be like, oh, yeah, sign your picture in the book, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not in it. Sorry. <laughs> Keep on going. I'm going to get my hands on one of these books in Millville. And if I see Roxon, Stu, Reed, Jake Weimer, and Phil Nicoletti in this book, I'm going to be very upset that we had this phone call because I don't even know what's true anymore. Yeah, well, Unadilla, you're going to see a massing, massive like uh, bonfire, and it's just going to be programs lit up. I'm going to burn. I'm going to burn. Honestly, everyone. like, like I, we didn't know that you would make this superhuman recovery, and I feel like it's it's you know it's good for you to come back racing, but you can't get mad because limited That's number the worst excuse I've ever heard. Hey, Weege, you know what else? This is also uh, hashtag Phil Life. The AMA is emailing Phil to find out what number he's going to run at Unadilla. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. He said he will not reply to them. You know why? Because he's not God. in the book. They don't know what number he is. <laughs> the AMA, only Nicoletti, only Phil would have someone from the AMA not knowing what number he was. Exactly. I don't know. Her name's Sharon. And I'm sure the she's the sweetest lady. Yeah. Her name's Sharon. I'm sure she's the sweetest lady ever, but... I'm sorry, she's not getting her reply. <laughs> no. Oh my God! Oh, it's great. Hey, one time, how did this happen? By the way, I went to the Charlotte uh, USGP last year, Phil, and somebody had a yep. New York Yankees away jersey. You know, the uh, Yankee road grays. But yep. the back of the jersey was Nicoletti forty nine. Yeah. Uh, so Shane from Fuel made me like uh, back in two thousand thirteen like some filthy Phil t-shirts and they were kind of like uh like a yankee theme thing um Amazing. and we put my number yeah. and nicoletti on the back or filthy phil on the back i think they okay. looked actually pretty badass okay the early poll results are eight to four that phil should be in the program so look it's just superhuman man I, I don't know is tyler bowers in there i, I can't no, I don't know. Hey, it's, it's, it's Weimer, 
Listen, it's Weimer stick, Weim, the riders stick together. Well, That's what happens. I feel like Phil's a yeah, little bit of a different scenario because he got fifth in points in the 450 class. Sharon, Sharon doesn't know. <laughs> I guess Sharon doesn't know that, but maybe if he was in the book, maybe she would know that. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> or there is a website that's like AMA. <laughs> I don't know. You know. All right. Well, again, uh, we want to get to the bottom of this with you. So um, thanks for picking up. We, I don't even think we got to hey, the weeds. bottom. Weeds. Have you been, yeah. Weeds, have you been practicing your cornhole? Uh, well, dude, it's already flawless at this point. Like, there's nowhere to go but down. Oh, um. Hey, how pissed are, is Wygant because you didn't rent his house out, Phil? That's bullshit. Uh, it's bullshit. Oh, dude. He told me he was going to give me a bomb-ass price, and then two months later he's like, oh, well, we're going to have to change the price anyway, and I was going to have to up it quite a bit. I'm like, I would have killed you. <laughs> <laughs> Phil says, so. dude, I give Phil an offer he could not refuse, and Phil says he basically refused it. And he's like, we'll have to talk about this. <laughs> and then he gets mad at me later on for like taking another deal. Like you had the offer was there. The offer was there. Two of the cheapest humans alive trying to out cheap each other. Good God. I can just imagine. We even yeah. in third party. It was trying to get J Bone to kick in. So when guys like Weimer have to come into town, right. they could share the house with Phil, but actually somehow Phil would make money off of this practically. Yep. But it still wasn't a good enough deal. <laughs> Hey, hold on a second. Breaking breaking news here. Harold, are you there? Hey, Steve, how's it going? Good. What you said Phil is in the program? I'm looking at it right now, yeah. <laughs> oh what the hell, Phil? Yeah. Phil. There we go. What Phil. do you mean I'm in the program? <laughs> what do you mean I'm uh, Harold. Oh, Phil's in it. Uh Chad Reed is not. James Stewart is not. Who else? Uh Roxon, I didn't see him. We didn't put Roxon in the program? That's ballsy. Really? Wow, yeah, defending champion. Yeah, I didn't see Roxon. Uh, so where is Phil? Where is Phil? Is he in the JGR page? Or I don't even know how it goes. But well, I mean, there's a section, uh, what's it called? <laughs> For it's losers or something? The riders. Oh, okay. Huh? Nothing. Go yeah, ahead. It's just the riders. Okay. And it gives, like, their, it shows their picture, and it's got four stats, birthplace, hometown, height, weight, and mechanic. Well, there you go, Phil. And, uh Wait, and in their standing. What, what, number, Here, what, what number is it, just to make sure? 37. <laughs> Dang. Well, let's see what you're, how they put your standings here. Oh, someone no, just don't tw- read the standings. Hey, someone just tweeted it to me also. Okay. You're on a page yeah. with Chisholm and A-Rod and Aldridge yeah, yeah, and Je- yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse Wentland, Heath Harrison, yeah. Nick Schmidt, yeah. and Phil Nicoletti, and you're not smiling. Of course, it's your mugshot where you're not happy. So you're in the program, Phil. I don't know about that. <laughs> might have made, they might have made new ones. It's page 64. Oh, jeez. All right, thanks, I want to be reimbursed for my time on the phone. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Harold. All right, Phil. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Wygant. We we, he was really upset with you because I kind of blamed it on you. And now hey, you well, what, what about the pain and suffering that I just had to go through? My reputation just got slandered. <laughs> yeah, that's Ridiculous. Phil. I still, don't, I, I still don't believe I'm in it. Oh, okay, all right, Phil. I don't know what to tell you. Of course. All right. Of course the fans just, he's in there, but the fans just couldn't find it. Tell Sharon. Harold, Harold tell Sharon. Send that to the AMA. Yes. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Not in order. Thanks, Weege. Thank order. you. Hey. What? Hey, you're welcome, Phil. You're welcome. There you go. You <laughs> right. That's the voice of the Nationals, Jason Wygan, everybody. So you're in the program. That's so, classic. okay, we're good. Hey, um, oh, Phil's gone. Phil hung up. <laughs> 
get, get Phil back on the, or maybe I, oh, you know what? I hung up on Phil. He was on five. Yeah, Phil was on five. Way to go. I hung up on After Phil. After all that, you hung up on him? And then we oh, hung up. he's going to be pissed. Get him back on the line. <laughs> all right, Weimer, you're in studio. Thank you for coming by. Really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, a, <laughs> it was a little rough entrance, like so, flight delay or a, a pit stop along what from, like, from Orange County to Vegas. <laughs> we had to make a pit stop. <laughs> it's a 40-minute flight. <laughs> I dozed off it for, I don't know, like five minutes, and I woke up and we're like landing and they said, sorry, folks, we got to make a, a, I don't know if they said emergency. We got to make a landing in Bullhead. And I'm like, what? What happened? But I must have missed something in that five minutes. So then later they explained that some, there was, must have been weather. There was that the, storm that yeah, rolled in. So yeah. they weren't grounding planes. So they're like, we, ha- we would have had to fly around for 20 minutes and we didn't have enough fuel. So we couldn't God, do it. They- we had to. 20 minutes they cut it that close like, I, that's what i'm like right? what are you doing like we just came from orange county like <laughs> it's a pretty short flight all right phil welcome back sorry for hanging up on you i hey, apologize now it's okay um, it's understandable okay so uh weimer you early on you got the ride the the fill-in ride with the uh, jgr guys and uh and then phil was on the team and you told me you never really spoke to phil before not not until then, yeah, no. Right. I mean, maybe like high, high or, yeah, well, yeah but, but no. I'd never... <laughs> and no. isn't he just a beauty? <laughs> isn't he just... Awesome. Isn't he just... Uh, it was actually funny because like Anaheim won or what, whatever, the first few rounds, like Phil and I actually have some similarities. Like I okay. come in the truck, you know, after a qualifier or whatever, I'm like, God, I suck and this. And Phil's like, no, man, you're good. You're good. And then Phil comes in, man, I suck. I'm like, no, Phil, you're fine. <laughs> like, it's like a big like, group therapy yeah, session. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And Barsha's there, and he never says, Barsha never says, like, I suck. Like, it's always, you're not getting that from Barsha or Pike, right? Like, you're not getting that same no. attitude. <laughs> no, Pike just gets mad. Right. And, yeah, Barsha just. I don't know. Does his thing? He doesn't. He just sits there and stews. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't. I wasn't around. Yeah, because he was hurt. Barsha right. as much, yeah. So I didn't spend as much time with him as I did Phil right. and Weston. And almost honestly, you two guys are almost hurt by the fact that you're smarter guys in real in the real life in real world. You're both smarter guys, and I think you overthink things and. You know what I mean, Phil? Like you guys are almost like uh, I don't say you're too smart to be professional motocross racers, but you guys uh, too stupid to do anything else, but yeah. a little too smart. To, <laughs> I, I think you got to be yeah. a little like I don't remember that race. I got to block that out. Yeah, and you guys, yeah, or or you have to almost rationalize bad races by putting excuses on other riders or other. I don't know how Jake falls into that category. I mean. He's got a title, he's got race wins, and he's got podiums. I have none of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> true. That is true. Weimer has three 450 Supercross podiums? Or five. Two, five? Okay. Five. And a, and a 250 yeah. Supercross title. No, wait. Yeah. yeah. And, ha- and how many wins? You know? I think. And how many outdoor wins? I mean, Jesus, I think I'm the real loser. 13 lights wins, I think. Yeah, 13 lights wins and three yeah. lights nationals wins? That's included, and, I think. Oh, okay. Anyways, I'd, I'd have yeah. to count. So, anyways, Phil, you're right. Maybe, maybe, never mind, Phil. Yeah. So, just Jake can be yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and for you, Phil, riding with and getting and so you didn't know Jake. So, riding with him was that fun? Did you Did you enjoy it? 
No, yeah, it was cool. I mean, when I was obviously kind of trying to make it and survive in the sport, Jake was right. killing it, you know. He was the number one uh, seed pick. So, um, no, so it was cool. I mean, he's super mellow. You know what I mean? Yeah. You wouldn't really think that. But, no, we had we had some good times. So. Yeah. We did. Um, we had fun. Quite a bit of laps together. It's a fun you know. team, Johnny and, yeah. and J-Bone and – uh, Glenn is cool. Like yeah. the team is a really cool guy. Dean Baker's a great guy. You yeah, know? no, it is. Yeah. I I had a. I mean, you know, aside from the racing part, right. I mean, I had a great time. Um, because I didn't really know any of them. Yeah. I'd never worked with any of that crew before. I mean, I'd spoke to J Bone a few times, you know, throughout the years or whatever, but right. uh, I'd never de- you know worked with any of them. And yeah, it was. I mean, I had a ton of fun. It was great, and and then with yeah, Phil and Weston, and yeah, I mean, we we had a good time, and yeah, good good dude, good group of guys. They you know do a good job, and they've definitely had some bad luck and or you know whatever you want to call it injuries it's, and have yeah. been a little rough for them, right? A little yeah. bit, hey, man. Uh, Phil, is your deal for eighteen done? Are you are you back for sure or no? No idea. Um, not for sure yet, but hopefully. Are you riding to the Supercross again? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's uh, that, and then fork of the outdoor. Why don't yeah. you like that, Steve? Uh, Did you see how this year went? Well, yeah, but oh, dude, it's... I was coming into my own. <laughs> I, you got a you got a sixth or something in Glendale when you were coming into your own. He'll I mean, be fine. I got a fifth. Sorry, dude. bro. I I don't see where you were coming onto your own. I just don't. Well, I don't. I don't think they had a lot of time with the bike either. I I don't even. How long yeah. have you been ride the bike, Phil? Just not too long before I was supposed to race. Yeah. 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 Because before that, got, when the yeah. Suzuki deal I mean, started, yeah, really but I got thrown into it. Yeah, you know? when the Suzuki deal started for them, you guys were just riding basically like stock bikes. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then. Yeah, and I mean. Yeah, the bike now outdoors compared to Supercross is a lot better. You know what I mean? It just took some time. Mm. And just like anything, Steve, you just can't badmouth everything right off the get-go. Where do you stand, you know? uh, Phil, on the Dirt Shark versus the Wombat controversy? Who's Wombat? Larry Linklogel. Uh, yeah, Linklogel or whatever. I don't know. I thought it was actually pretty funny. but I didn't hear about I mean, it. I have. I don't know anything about it. I just seen what was written on the frame. Right. You know, I mean, it's just permanent marker, right? I guess. Uh, contact cleaner, you think, would take that right away. But what happened? <laughs> at the X Games, yeah. apparently. I don't know the whole details because I'm not in with Dirt Shark or Linkloggle. You're not? No. <laughs> what? I know. I'm shocked, too. Uh, I thought Jake. you were in the militia this whole time. <laughs> nope. Um, uh, Larry Linkloggle wrote on, on, on Axel Hodge's bike metal militia and then apparently the dirt shark guys or dirt shark or axel or someone called the cops on larry for like vandalism no i think it was no it was metal militia and then i think it was like you know a couple letters you know fck okay you know yeah yeah poser right okay so huh but big controversy it's an off weekend weimer we're looking for news (laughs) i I guess there's something there um so um yeah i just want to see where you stand on that um so phil so yeah so 18 jgr 250 supercross it's looking like right correct 
Are we going to yeah. get get you in yeah. some fly racing? Do you think? Or do we need to work on that deal? Because I'm working on the seven deuce deuces deal as we speak. I'm trying to, you know, move things around and everything <laughs> else. So. Yeah, I don't know if you're a good agent. Oh no! Great. I'd be fantastic. Mm, I don't know. Weimer and I, I have negotiated a couple of the deals. You, yeah, a couple of deals you tried to put together didn't work out so well. <laughs> you know, win some, you lose some. <laughs> hey, listen, I got uh, I got Noof, all expenses paid trip to go race Finland Supercross. I mean, yeah, that's something. It's something. I got A Ray. Yeah. I got A Ray. The same deal. Just expensive. Yeah, is there money involved? No, just I just got them expenses. Doing this for fun? Or? <laughs> well, they got purse money, but I just okay. got I just got them okay. expenses. You got them there, right? Thank you. All right. Uh, Brandon has a story about you, Phil. Phil uh, Brandon, welcome to the show. What's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Um, Yo. Yeah. So, uh, a little story about Phil. Uh, first time I'd seen him, I think we were at. Uh, the Broom Tioga um, New York State Championship race, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been to Loretta's on 50s, 60s, so uh, I'm I'm here on 80s, and I'm thinking, and you know, everything's going to go pretty good. And I see this kid come around on a KX80, no graphics on the bike, electrical tape numbers, missing half his levers, wearing mismatched gear, and a, like a one of those beefy helmets, I think they were called. Mm-hmm. Yep, beefy. So so this kid, yep. So this kid comes around, hauls right by me. I'm like, who is this? I get back, and I'm like, dude, this kid looks like he just came straight riding from his grandpa's field out to a dirt bike track. I'm like, there's no way this kid's out he here. He didn't really me. have electrical tape numbers, though. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm no, not kidding. And he takes his helmet and off, and he's it. got his curly hair and his glasses, <laughs> and, you know, ends up being one of the nicest kids I've met, but just has that, um, that, that resting bitch face look. And, you know, I end yeah. up meeting his dad and end up being good friends throughout. But uh, that story constantly sticks in my head every time i hear you guys talk about phil or or uh you know see him on um, tv or at the nationals or whatnot phil electrical tape yeah yeah my old man was too cheap to buy me numbers <laughs> well, that's and awesome that's the only reason i was number 71 because you could write you know 71 <laughs> <with electrical> tape. <laughs> super easy <laughs> hey, to be it, 71 right it di- it didn't matter what he had he, he made it work so oh did he was, ever uh, did he yeah, ever? That was that was my story. I just wanted to share that. No, thanks, and, uh, Brandon. That's awesome. Thank you. Right, appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Oh, that's good. All right. Yeah. Good times. Uh, seventy-one, real easy to make. Let's yeah. take, right? Yeah. It's either number one yeah. or seventy-one. You pick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, NFAB JGR Suzuki check in with uh, JGR Suzuki's uh, filthy Phil Nicoletti on the line. And I guess I mean, are you JGR Suzuki's Jake Weimer? What are you? No, I'm you're just, not, just, just Jake Weimer. You're not no. RCH. No, I'm just Jake Weimer. I just no, no. Jake's JGR. Is it? Is it until, true that until Indiana ends, right. He's part of the team. <laughs> so Kyle Bentley just calls you to fill in, and you just go, nope. Well, basically, <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. Yeah, right. Um, RV's on the, coming on the show in a little bit. Yep. Uh, Donnie Emler, who said he lives right by you. Yep. Little Donnie, mm-hmm. Beach Buddies. Yep, I did not know that. Uh, Jake Weimer in studio here. Uh, we have a uh, mm. couple more phone calls on the line, but Phil, uh, we'll let you go, man. Thank you for uh, coming on, and I can't wait to see I you at Unadilla. It. That's going to be great. Yeah, Unadilla. good luck, bro. And yeah, Steve, wait. What? I, I get, what do you? What's your prediction? What do you think? Yeah, we need to just get in on this. On uh, we did this with um, Nick Way when he came back from Redbud, and I actually 
proved to be real close when with Way. Way went 22-20 at Redbud. Ah, the old dog still gets points. Huh? Weimer's looking at me so, confused. But. Well, no, I yeah. don't know exactly what yeah. it was, but it was something um, like that. Okay. I'm going to say in the pro section, you're, you like Unadilla. Um, you're going to be ready for it because, you you know, you almost could race what Shugel, but so you're not, you know, coming straight off the couch. You're actually going to test and everything. That's a good part. Bad part, you haven't raced since February. Uh, bad part. You said your ankle still hurts. Um, I will go. I think the second moto's worse, so let's go fourteen eighteen. Whoa! I might as well. I'm not even showing up now. I mean, is that fourteen eighteen? Run a poll, Marks. Run a poll on how on how <laughs> cancel the poll on the on the, on the uh, program. I mean, the geez, last one Jake, would you show up? For fourteen eighteen, you haven't ridden since yeah. February. No, I wouldn't. Which is part no, of like the Kyle Bentley either. thing is, <laughs> it just wasn't the right situation. I mean, I, I like working with that group of guys too, and, yeah. but yeah, it just what the situation just wasn't. But yeah, if someone said you can go get fourteen eighteen at Washougal, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll sit at home. And yeah, watch I'll watch it on, it on TV. Package. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hold on. Uh, hold on. I'm calling. Damn, Steve. Hold on. I'm calling. Fourteen eighteen. We're calling JT right now, and then we're gonna call Weege, and we're gonna uh, get 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 uh, real world results. Weimer, go ahead. What give, am us, I? give us a prediction for Phil. Um, I mean, it would help if I talked to him a little bit more, right. but JT, real quick, <laughs> we're gonna get you back on here, but real quick, what's your prediction for Phil's moto scores at Unadilla? On a 250? 450. 450, all right. Now we're talking. Uh, how much you been riding, Phil? Uh, what's it, about three, four weeks now? This will be my fourth week. Fourth week, got a few more weeks. I'm going to say 8, 12. Okay. Yeah, all right. All I right. can deal with that. That's, that's <laughs> can deal, like I can deal with 18. that. 1418 JT is what I said. No, come on. There's, I mean, there's not many guys I, out there I, right now. Canard, I know. I mean, dude, be, Wait, is Canard not coming back? Did you just drop us a hint? Because well, I don't have, I don't have any idea. I'm just saying, look at the field right now. There's, no, there's a lot of guys out. Dude, there's, there's, thirteen really good guys. You think so? Yeah. Really? You don't think Phil so can beat Henry Miller? Henry rode great. Tell me? Henry rode great. Phil can beat Henry Miller, but I mean Henry rode really well. Okay, well, he just went thirteen nine. Yeah, that's true. Henry did get ninth overall. I, he hasn't raced forever, but all right, JT. Well, I I didn't want to bug you too much. We got your prediction. We'll call you back later. All right, all right, see. All right. Are you are you in shape, Phil? Like like legit? Like mm, you're good? I mean, you know the deal. Well, right. Shape that's, what I'm asking. that's what I'm saying. That's what I think. I think it's different. It's a lot different. You guys don't I was know gonna, this. I was going to say he'll, I think for sure. I mean, the race is over after, you know, 25 minutes yeah. in. I mean, I'm sure kind of be tired, but you only got 10 minutes to go after that. Just ride wow. it home. Weege. Weege. <laughs> <laughs> we got to call you back. What? Give us Phil's moto scores at Unadilla. Did he come back at Millville or is Unadilla the debut? Unadilla. Unadilla is the debut. 
for six. Six, six, six. <laughs> It's getting better. It's getting better. You're such an ass kisser. You, yeah, are, we, six, six, six. you do not think he really goes 666. You're just saying that. I know you are. I tried to come up with the most hard luck style numbers I could. So I, I, I yeah. think 13, 13. That's exactly 13. what I need to come back for. I, but I thought 666 six, six, six would be perfect. evil. Or... Thanks, Weed. <laughs> I said 1418, and Phil is really upset at me. Uh, I'd say somewhere around 11th. All right. Yeah, I can take that. All right, fine. Yeah. I mean, that's the, I said a little 14, so whatever. Second moto, maybe a tip 14. over. <laughs> Track's rough. <laughs> You're back this weekend. I'd be able 14, to work. I mean, yeah, I'm not even going to be able to sleep tonight. All right, Weege. Thanks for, thanks for picking up again. Thank you. Uh, 13, 13 for 13. Yeah. About that. All right, there we go. There's a Phil result. Yeah. Uh, what does Sharon <laughs> from the AMA think? Call her. Um, yeah. <laughs> Marks, Phil's moto scores in Dilla. I'm going to go 11-8. Oh, God. These guys are such ass-kissers. He's going better yeah, in the second moto. That, better that in the second moto. Watch. Yeah, why not after being off for eight months with a badly broken ankle and Achilles and femur and everything else? Why I, for not? one, have faith in the Philip. <laughs> why not? All right. Uh, thanks, Phil. Appreciate it. We're going to run a poll, and uh, we're going to check it out and see how it goes throughout the show. All right, sounds good. See you, Jakey Boy. All nice right, good luck, buddy. All right, see ya. Filthy Phil Nicoletti, the NFAB, JGR Suzuki check-in. You're just in time to go to a commercial break. Do Perfect. our first commercial break of the I night. I need a break. I'm worked. <laughs> RV's coming up. Uh, Donnie Emler Jr. is coming up. Uh, we got to do a cold call. Uh, we got some more uh, uh, promos to give away. We got a Fly F2 carbon helmet uh, along with some Roost MX graphics. More Travis Marks, too. Stick around. We'll be right back after this, everybody. I'm Weston Pike, I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet, it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? 
Enfab offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative high quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. Enfab's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike and Filthy Phil are all Enfab users and fans. Visit Enfab.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. Enfab. Get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi. 
Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting is always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. 
Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch, through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check Check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. The word of the day is bling. Bling. 
Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique Tack Hour Meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild, whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years in business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support.
everybody. Pump Back Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Jumping Jake Weimer in studio. Idaho Zone. 250 Supercross champion, 1999. <laughs> what year? 98. Okay, thanks. 98 Supercross champion <laughs> here in studio. What Jake Weimer. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. RV still coming up. Donnie Emmer Jr., your neighbor down in the beach cities, will be on. Uh, don't forget Patreon, Amazon link, Fly Race and Moto 60 show, Kiefer Inc. Uh, tested podcast brought to you uh, by the folks at Rocky Mountain. That's all on. Uh, also on coming up, and uh, shows are coming up all the time. So thanks, everybody. And the app seems to be working well. So, What's up, Sam? How are you? Welcome to the show. You want to talk about a vintage bike? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I have to give a shout-out to Jake. I've always been a big fan of him. Whenever he was riding, I got to say hi to him at Dallas at a couple of times. So always been a long-time fan of Jake. Thank and you. glad he's on the show. Thank what you. about what about uh, Phil? I actually, my sister went to school in the same grade with, uh, with Filthy Phil's girlfriend, Mackenzie. Oh, yeah, Mackenzie. Yeah, the girlfriend that he refuses to acknowledge or fly out or move in with right. or anything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, Phil's cool. I like him. All right. What's up, buddy? Uh, I, I'm in. I have some little cash running the hole in my pocket. And I've been wanting to pick up a Project Vintage bike. And since you're the guru of vintage bikes, I figured I'd get your uh, knowledge know. of what the, to get or what to look for, I guess. I'm, not the I'm guru. in a whole new world. I'm not the guru of it. A lot of guys do better jobs than me, and, and a lot of guys are more uh, into it than me. But, I mean, honestly, dude, no, like, do whatever you want. Like, that's the beauty of vintage bike stuff, right? Like, I always wanted a 90 Cowie when I raced because I thought they looked so bitching and so cool. I had 1990 Hondas. Uh, so that was my first one. I'm like, yeah, cool. Honestly, I love this bike. I'm going to try and build it. Um, I built an 88 Yamaha because I thought they looked really good, um, but it wasn't my number one choice. But I got a great deal on it. So uh, right. a, a guy named Oliver gave it to me, a listener. Um, and then I always wanted to build late 80, 80s Hondas because those are just so classic. So that was my yeah. newest one. So, like, they all had different, like, one of them I got a great deal on, i.e. free. I just had to pay for shipping. One of them was a bike I wanted when I was a kid. And one of them is the most popular kind of bike to build, which is the late 80s Hondas. So you know what I mean? Like... Whatever works, yeah. man. Whatever works. Just, you know, whatever's cheap, whatever's in your budget, whatever you feel like, just just do it, man. Is there anything you really look for, like, in the frame just being that old or? Um, uh, well, Cowies, Suzuki's are garbage uh, quality control. So uh, those, okay. w- those will always, uh, you need to check those frames over for weld breakages and things like that and, and, uh, and foot pegs drooping and everything else. Hondas are pretty good. They hold up well. Yamahas hold up well. Um, so, yeah, come Always check uh, Cowies and Suzuki's. Um, okay. My hardest one to get parts for was this Honda, surprisingly. Uh, the late, really? I, huh. I built an 89 Honda, and I had a hard time getting um, uh, OEM parts for it. I had a great, easy time getting the Cowie parts, a little less of a time getting the, the um, Yamaha parts, and a real hard time to get the um, get to get the uh, Honda parts. So, yeah, kind of weird. Huh. Okay. Well, cool so, deal. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Great show, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Awesome. Uh, what's up, Kyle? How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, that last caller there, I I just went to Vintage Days in Columbus, Ohio, uh, not this past weekend, but the week before last. Uh-huh. And if he's looking for anything vintage, whether it's street bikes, dirt bikes, mm-hmm. trials bike, anything, that place is the place to go next year. And uh, they have everything for... You know, yeah, but you're, bu- you're buying. But aren't you buying restored stuff for top dollar? No, I mean they, they have everything from frames all the way, oh, okay. all the way to you know 
basically showroom floor quality. Okay. And for good prices. My dad almost bought a 73 Penton. 125 for uh, which is the bike he had back in his day. Oh wow! Okay. For like three grand, but um, also had a star, uh, yeah. Michelin Starcross Five uh, promo for you. Yeah, the uh, easiest tire I've ever changed. Yeah, I usually usually average popping at least one tube. No oh, boy for front and rear. Mm-hmm. Did it clean as clean as could be. Didn't pop anything, and uh, I've also had that tire on my bike. I'm I'm a 30 plus Sea uh, Rider. You know, just mm-hmm. kind of ride for fun and things. But I've had that bike on um, my bike for since January first of 2016. Oh, jeez! Oh, wow! First time I rode it, I got third in my home hometown arena cross on it, and uh, it's just a killer tire. And good to I, hear. I would recommend it to anybody. Thank you. Yeah, so. they've been good, man. I got one on my project bike right now. I got my one on my 89. Looking forward to trying yeah. it out. And uh, so. they've been doing well. They get good re- reviews. So thanks for the call, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I've got the soft terrain too, and I mean, okay. it's held up. The soft train is held up great. So, all cool. right, just figured I'd call in. Thanks, man. That guy out. Yeah, thank you. Right, Appreciate man, it. All right, Trey, what's going on? How are you? How's it going, guys? Good. What's up? So, I actually got two questions. Uh, the first one I know you're going to hate it's about Stu. Um, oh boy. I guess like a year or two ago, you had Swap on your Instagram live, and he sounded pretty confident that Stu was coming back. Just wondering if you know if you've heard anything new. If there's any legitimacy to that one. How's your phone, Jake? Everything good with the phone? Mm-hmm. Okay, just checking. Yep. Um, Stu, what do we know? What do I we don't know? know. I know he has a bike, yeah. and he's ridden. I don't know. Oh, he's ridden? I don't know if that means he rode 15 minutes or if he's ridden a couple days a week. Or, I don't uh, know. The Showa guys told me that they, he bought some suspension, but they've yet to send it out to him. Huh. So I think Monster Cup, uh, um, Trey. Awesome. Yep. All right, cool. So. Second question, who do you guys think would win in the fight between the grilled cheese sandwich and the taco? Hmm. What do you think, Jake? I mean, I'd have to think about this one. Is this a soft shell taco or a hard, yeah. hard shell? Yeah, that matters. No, nah, man, this is hard shell, crunchy as can be. Huh. I, I feel like the taco would break. and That's why I yeah, feel like that's cheese, why. That grilled cheese is solid. like Heavy. Heavy. Like a, yeah, like an immovable, like a tank. Kind of like a rock on scissors. Yeah, yeah, rock, exactly. Right, rock on scissors. Going, yeah. going grilled cheese? Yep. All right, sweet. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Nash. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. What's up, Nash? Weimer. What's up? What's Good going to hear on, Nash? Weimer, Steve. Always, always a pleasure. Not going to talk to you about Stu. That's like whipping a dead horse. I'm not no, even yeah, going. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Stu. When we it see won't. him, we see him. I mean, you know. I like it when Weimer gets going. He's like a, a locomotive. It takes a little bit to get the machine going about conversation issues. I think I got something here. Can okay. Mark him. Go ahead. Weimer, what is your least favorite and and area that you feel that you're most successful at in testing? Like testing bikes. Where, take us through that. I mean, you're a pretty methodical guy, pretty intelligent guy, pretty funny guy. What are you good at doing that, and how do you break it down, and, and, and uh, what areas do you struggle in? I don't know. I think testing is something that you kind of, for me, well, I think for everybody, you, I think you learn how to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And just, I mean, because when I first started, when I got my first deal, I didn't know what I was doing. That You know, I didn't mm-hmm. really do much before that. So it was kind of just I rode what I had. But I think you just learn along the years and what different parts do and what to, you know, feel for. And um, I don't do know. You- 
do you personally have an order of operations on like all right, I want to get the I want to get known chassis areas dialed and then like is it like a hierarchy of needs like motor and then chassis or no 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 and that's usually i mean i've only been able to dictate that so much because you know teams just have stuff that come in as as they get it so usually it's you know kind of whatever comes first whatever whatever's available and needs to be tested is what gets tested so I mean, I, no, there's no particular order that it has to be done. But, I mean, as far as suspension or chassis, you'd you'd probably want to get a pretty good setup with your chassis before you start trying to fine-tune suspension. Because mm-hmm. um, once you start changing chassis parts, then everything kind of changes. So mm-hmm. you want to have a mm-hmm. good chassis, you know, before you start getting too crazy with suspension. Um is there a bike that you really felt you clicked with naturally? I will never ask you to say, is there a bike that you didn't click with? Because I know that the industry is small, and you would never want to disrespect anyone um, or any machine. I mean, like just out of everything I've ever ridden? Yes. Um, I always felt good. I mean, it, everything was going well at the time, but my PC days was, was always good. Um, mm-hmm. I always liked the bike and, and what about 2012 when you got on that 450 at Unadilla and the bike was new and you and RV were running that and that was 2011. Oh yes. Yes. Yep. Summer 2011. Correct. Yep. 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 Um, but, w- yeah, I mean, we struggled with some stuff. Um, but the, when we, when that change was made, it, it definitely helped. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I do I do like the Suzuki bike. It's just real comfortable and easy to ride, so I've always I enjoy riding it. Um but I, I really I haven't ridden like I haven't ridden a new Honda, I haven't ridden a new Yamaha, you know, that I haven't ridden a lot of different bikes, but definitely as soon as I got on the Suzuki, I enjoyed that bike and I got a chance to uh test the new 18 and Nice. That yeah, was, we're going to talk about that. I got that, a whole section yeah, to talk right. to you about that. Well, Nash will have to listen in. But, yeah, that was cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I haven't ridden, you know, especially because you kind of end up with commitments and whatever, so I can't mm-hmm. just go ride mm-hmm. any bike, you know, I get on. Well, that secretly does happen from time to time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure it does. <laughs> uh, Nash, uh, where does Weimar rank in your favorite co-host? Uh, Jake, first of all, as a fan of this show for quite a long time, I love Weimer's honesty. His thought—he's very methodical in his thoughts and his answers, which is awesome to hear. Uh, I would say he's—he's he's infrequent. He needs to increase his exposure rate, yeah, but that's okay. understandable because yeah. he is a professional racer. I think uh, if and when he retires, I think that he could be in the top three caliber. He's okay. solid, All right. very solid. Uh, what about you? Know, you know, you know who would be number one? Factory Phil. Factory Phil. Yeah. We'll, we'll, get, we'll work on that. Hey, Weimer, you got any Factory Phil stories? You ever cross paths? That's so funny, dude. Oh, yeah. I got a pretty good story when Phil. Well, yeah. it's not funny because he got hurt, but when he oh, when he good. crashed. When? Well, where were we? We were at Dallas. When he got hurt this year in Supercross, press day. No, uh, Phil Lawrence. Oh, Factory I, Phil. I was thinking Filthy, filthy Phil. Phil. Yeah. Factory Phil. No, I've only met. Uh, factory Phil a couple times. Um, obviously, I worked with Randy Lawrence for years, mm. and so I'd met. For some reason, we went to Factory Phil's house one time, so I met him there, and then um, 
couple other times here and there. Went on a mountain bike ride with him one time. You got to talk slower when you super, talk to Nash Super about solid factory, dude. Factory Phil, so. get, get very excited. I'm sure Phil. Yeah, you like that? Mountain bike. All right, all right, Nash. We got to go. See you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks. All right, JT. What's up? Sorry to make you wait for factory Phil stories. Really apologize. Yeah, Nash just drooling over right. Phil. Honestly, he's probably not going to sleep tonight because <laughs> Weimer was blowing off Phil Lawrence because he thought he was Phil Nicoletti. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that's who he was talking gap there. To. Right. Um, that's that's how you know you're old is when you there are you know right. Phils have been replaced and the new guys don't even know who you're talking about. Oh, uh, I know. Um, by the way, there's probably. I don't know what the number would be, but there's very limited amount of people in the world that have ridden the 2018 RMZ 450, and I have two of them right here. Jason Thomas? Oh, yeah. Jake Weimer. Yeah. JT rode a, the, the race bike, but, yep. but still. So. Yep. Yep. All right, good talk, guys. Thanks. There. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, both yeah. of you interacting. Yeah, How about that? that? Sure. Great radio, bros. Well, I feel like in a, in a radio medium, you know, words are overrated. All right, okay, fantastic. Let's go right into the X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Goggles is a choice of champions everywhere. Brock Tickle, where's X-Brand? Out for the summer. Not right now, he does it. <laughs> but not out for summer due to the X-Brands. Probably because he had such clear vision, he could see for miles, and he probably missed a bump right in front of him. And uh, also Fast Freddy Norn, X-Brand rider. Kyle Chisholm, X-Brand. Ricky Brabeck, X-Brand. One of these guys that f- wins flat trackers wears X-Brand, and we'll talk to RV about flat tracking. Oh, now, dude, he's Now he wants it. to race it. He says oh, he's going to race, and he's the best ever, and, <laughs> and, and everything else. X-Brand goggles. Pulpamex17 is the code to check them out. EKSbrand.com. Uh, new goggle out this year. It's been killing it everywhere. Uh, no coincidence that uh, uh, when you wear X-Brand, you win all the time. So thanks to uh, X-Brand goggles for coming on. These questions are submitted by uh, Corey Moser. Do you know who that is? Moser. Yeah. Yeah. Not familiar. I, I, yeah. I'm not familiar with him. All right. Wait. Hmm? Are you tricking me? No. Is it? Hmm? Go on. All right. You have 30 seconds to answer. This guy just did a step up on a YZ450? Yeah. Why don't you just put a boat anchor around? <laughs> put a boat he anchor won. around. He won. Good God. How did he do that? Yeah, but I think he crashed the next day and dislocated his hip. Oh, McNeil? Mm-hmm. Jerry McNeil? I'm pretty sure. On a YZ450? That'd be the last no, bike I think I'd pick. he I think he rode a 250 right. two-stroke when he was... Okay. Anyway. All right, let's go. Steve, should Moser wrench for A-Ray at Washougal, and what tips or words of wisdom would you have for him? Uh, yes, he should wrench for A-Ray, and don't do anything, like, too difficult. Just righty-tighty, lefty-loosey. JC, how many fly helmets do you think WPS gives away in a year? Uh, oh man, I don't know. It's a lot between riders and janky radio shows. And yeah, uh, I would say thousands. I would, if I'd guess a thousand, maybe more. I I don't know. I could find out, but I don't know off the top of my head. It's a lot. 18 seconds. We give, I mean, we're giving away, we're giving one away tonight just to give you an idea. Fly racing F2 carbon helmet, the best helmet out there. We're giving it away to a lucky caller tonight. I just haven't determined who the lucky caller is. All right. Weimer, I will turn this TV off. I will turn it off. I'm paying attention. He's waiting, the, for, he's waiting the for his question. And the TV. I'm paying attention. Uh, Jake, which brand of bike would you like to race in Supercross next year? Really? That's a question? That's, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. Moser. 
<laughs> well, a gas, a gas fueled one. <laughs> Not an Alta. No. Although I would like to ride one. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, I feel like, I mean, there's rumors that Alta's trying to get in racing, like get it homologated. Yeah. AMA's looking at it and trying to figure out what do we do with this thing. I haven't ridden one. Yeah. <clears throat> Jake will ride for whoever pays him, and he will perform very well on what whoever pays him. You don't have a ride right now for 18? No, I didn't miss a press release no. or anything? No. Right, okay. Uh-uh. All right. Steve, whose abrupt retirement was more awkward, RV or Dungey? Um, that's a good question. Like, RV went out with an injury, right? Like, hurt his tailbone and then said, I'm done. Uh-huh. And he didn't say it till the end of the year, correct me? Right? He didn't I say it right so, away. Yeah. He waited, right? I think. Um, I'm going to go RVs because Ryan, at the, after winning a title... You know, he wrapped up one title, and it was announced, and it was quick, and it was painless, and he was out. I don't know. Yeah, RV, I guess. I don't know. 30 seconds. Right. Got to be RV, because he didn't want to race, but then they're like, well, you owe us money. Yeah. Like, all right, well, where can I race? What series is there out there? Oh, yeah, there's that Europe one. I'll, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. And then and then he really wasn't that into it. Yeah, it was. When he looped know. out, you know? Yep. Yeah. All right, RV. JT, what off-season races would you rec- would you recommend that Weimer race? Uh, any ones that pay a lot of money, which I'm sure he can do. I can get you First to Finland. Knee. I can get you to Finland. For all expenses paid. All expenses paid. Yeah. Yeah. Australia. There, are, the number of races that have serious budgets are are decreasing by the year. But Geneva, yeah. Bercy, Australia, <clears throat> Genoa. Do you have anything lined yeah, up? Those are the ones. Mm-mm. You want to go to Finland? For expenses? No. Okay. <laughs> to race, or you'd send me there for vacation expenses? If you babe. win both nights, which you are very capable of against the competition, you will take home uh, about five grand. No, less than that. Yeah, I'm out. I think it was, one I think last year? A-Ray. <laughs> and it's just a good chance that Weimer would win? You never know. Harry may step his game up. Noof. He, he ain't gonna. It's not gonna be five grand if he wins. Just to, just I to think it was. Wasn't it uh, two grand a night? No. Two thousand euros? No. Huh? Yeah, that. Sorry. It's not gonna be five grand to win. I thought it was two thousand a night euros to win. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Uh, Weimer, who is the best test rider you've worked with? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not the one spinning the wrenches and making the parts, but from Moses what I've question, seen, yeah. probably, uh, probably Ryan Morris. All right. 20.1 seconds. Steve, what is the chance ability of ever getting that Larry Ward podcast? Uh, zero, I think. Yep. Zero. I talked to him this week. He just laughed and laughed and told me, talked to me for half an hour about a story I'm doing. And, uh, and then I said, yeah, we should do the podcast, and he just laughed some more. So, not going to happen. Really? Yeah. He'll cave one day. He'll cave. You think? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think he cares. Never. Well, I don't know if, like, well, I, I'll probably forget, and won't, like, I don't bug him anymore about it at all. Like, I don't even care. I just... Nah, never's a long time, bro. Okay. JT, how does Benny Bloss do in his first race back? Oh, God. Don't insult him. Ooh, like, insult yeah, I don't know. Phil. When is that? Um, Better or worse when's than When's he Phil? coming back? This weekend. Okay. Noville. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say with the depth of the class not being the greatest, I'll say somewhere around 
12, 14. It's, it's, it's tough coming back. I mean, he hasn't oh. raced since February. According to it's Phil, difficult. it's no problem. According <laughs> to Phil, he would not even wake up in the morning if he was going to go there to get my, my, my prediction. Well, I gave Phil his home track, too. That's why I gave him an A12. I mean, that's Unadilla. He's great there. So, hey, what, you know, real quick, what, what happened to Bloss? He crashed in Supercross and hurt his shoulder. And that was it. Oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, he just so, tore everything. Yeah, yeah okay. it was, I mean, it was bad, though. Yeah, labor okay. and all that good stuff. So it was pretty gnarly. Got it's it. It's tough, though. That's, a, that's not a great injury. What did so, he do exactly? Just uh-huh. tore everything up? I think I think labrum, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Jake, last question. What has been your best and worst investment in your career thus far? Best and worst? <clears throat> well, I've really kind of only invested in one thing. So, which they tell you you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> but I bought <laughs> I bought uh, farmland uh, back home in Idaho. So that's really... I was just there. I was in Rupert on Thursday. Oh, yeah? How was it? Pretty uh, awesome? Uh, How big is Rupert? Uh, it's pretty epic. It's about 100 degrees. Uh, and, uh, awesome. How big is Rupert? <laughs> not real big. 100,000? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, not even? Like 10. Oh. 10,000. What the hell? Is there a dealer there, JT? A really good dealer or something? Uh, yep, I was at Let's Ride. Huh? Yep. Hanging out with all Jake's boys. Yep. Is there, a Weimar, is there a Weimar jersey on the wall? About 100. X Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere, everybody. If you don't wear X Brand, you won't win. Maybe next year, Weimar, we can finally do the Weimar X Brand deal that we have talked about for so long. Maybe. You know? Maybe. <laughs> you can try again. <laughs> I, I will do Money that. Talks. You're not good to deal with. I'm fine to deal with. He's not. No. He's difficult. Yeah. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, BTOsports.com, whether it's uh, floating through the air on a dirt bike or blasting a sand berm in a UTV, BTOsports.com has got passion, and its foundation is built around family, which offers allows, allows them to offer unparalleled customer service. Uh, free three-day express on orders over 85 bucks. BTOsports.com, BTOsports.com, BTOsports.com. Uh, use the code PulpMX on the uh, note section online to save uh, just or call and mention PulpMX, and you can save also through those guys. Uh, great Discounts. We've got a lot of listeners taking advantage of anything BTO sells, uh, getting a great deal on that. So, uh, with that, these are the BTOsports.com Tweet at Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. These are tweets submitted to at Pulpamex Show, and Travis Marks, the guy in the corner there, goes through, picks the best ones. Here we go. This one's from Spags. Did Jake know he was going to be in the MXGP3 video game SMX download add-on when he signed up to do the race? And are there any benefits from it? I, I, well, yes, I did know. There's no benefits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't know exactly what it was for. All they told me it was for a video game. And so they, you know, took all the pictures of, you know, me with all my gear on and different angles and 360 and whatever. So I knew, but I just didn't know exactly what it was for. Um, Matt Jordan wants to know, Steve, any silly season updates? It seems pretty quiet this year. JT, what do you got? I don't know. I haven't heard much of anything, to be honest with you. Um, it's, it is. Yeah, who's up? Tickles up. Around, but it's pretty damn quiet. I asked somebody at RCH I mean, if they're going to have a team, and they said 
they think so. They think they'll find sponsors. But that wasn't like, stamp it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, the, you know, the guys in, que- in play are Reed, Barsha, you know, can, what is Kennard going to do? There's, there's more questions than answers right now. Nothing's really happening. Yeah. Um, Brayton, it sounds like Brayton is going back to MCR Honda. They'll do that deal again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. What's Justin Hill going to do? You know, there, there are there are lots of questions. I don't. I just don't think anybody has answers yet. Like in, no one's moving on anything. In talking yet. to the Cowie guys, I think JT they are really close or really confident in bringing the exact same team back next year across the whole board. So, I think that I think that's what they want to do. Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's their goal. What I would you guess. know, Justin Hill has other plans, but I I think that's their best play. Uh, so JG will stay at Factory, the 450 team, and the Pro Circuit guys will be exactly the same. I know AC's deal is pretty much wrapped up. He'll be back at PC. I think Barsha go. I heard KTM was after Tickle. Did you hear that, Weimer? I didn't yeah, hear that you, they were. Did, you, I've heard they've talked. Okay. You probably know more than what you're letting on. No, not really. Okay. Uh, I could see Barsha at KTM. I really could. I've, I've had other industry people tell me, no chance Roger hires him. Like, no chance. Roger hates him, would never put... And I'm like, he picked him for this nation's team. I mean... I, you can't go off that, though. you got to pick whether you like him or not. Well, you're going to pick the best Dude, I'm with guy. you. Yeah, like, I, that's why... I, but I've had, like, smart industry people tell me, like, no way. And I'm like, oh, okay. I haven't heard much either, honestly. I see Chad at JGR, but then what do they do for outdoors? What do you mean? Chad will just ride Supergoss. So Pike will be back. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It could work out if Phil rides a 250 and Supercross, and then if Chad was on a 450, I don't know. And then Phil goes on a 450 for outdoors, you know, so then they've got, I don't know. JT, zero chance that Chad rides outdoors for JGR if he does that? I don't say zero chance. Uh, I don't think he really wants to. Right. Um, Honestly, I think the right situation and – the money was right, and he really likes the bike. I think having the right bike and where he's happy is the biggest factor. Uh, but I don't think he's in any hurry to. So I'd say unlikely. So if Chad left, where would Yamaha pick up another guy? Or would they just stick with Webb? Would they, pick they were trying to get Plessinger to go up. Right. But I don't know. I, it sounds like that's not happening. Um, I don't think they go racing with one guy. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of guys with one of them sitting on the other end of the phone right now that are uh, – I could, you know, yeah. be right there on a brand new bike. So, Weimer, Weimer's problem is that, yeah, your problem is is you're you're not like you're probably not aggressive enough in calling these guys. I would bet. Well, maybe, but <laughs> the real problem is is <laughs> I didn't get any results. Is I sucked. That's well, the real problem. See, you, you did get results. I mean, they were they weren't awesome, but they're something. Uh, I know. I just it's hard to call when you don't really have a leg to stand on. You know. Yeah, but the one thing for sure is they won't call you if you don't call them. Yeah, I know. So, what's wrong? I don't know. My gum's swollen. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it is quiet. It is a quiet, silly season for sure. So, um, Barsha, Kennard, Chad, you know, see what happens. Tickle. Bowl. Doesn't it seem like it seems like it seems like KTM has all the leverage right now for some reason? Like everyone's yeah. waiting for KTM to decide what they're doing, and yeah. then I think things are going to start moving. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. All right. Todd Martin would like to know, do you think any format changes for 2018 Supercross will actually stop someone from racing, or will they just complain and keep racing? No, they're going to race, yeah. And they're going to complain? 
Yeah. yeah, and they're going and they're going to complain. Um, another one from Todd for Weimer. Is there something you would have done differently coming up through the amateur ranks? And don't say not do it unless it's true. No, I mean honestly, I don't. You probably shouldn't have headed to Canada. I, yeah, no, that didn't go. No, well. Canadian no. guys just. That didn't go putting well. the smackdown on Weimer. No, but honestly, looking back, I mean, I don't, I can't really say that. You know, I shouldn't have done this or I should have done that. I mean, I don't know. We tried hard like everybody else and did the best we could. So, uh, I, I don't really have a good answer for that. Nothing stands out to me. I would have won more. <laughs> or I would have liked to have. Uh, this one's from Fries Above. Oh, hold on a second. When you raced amateurs, what what were you? Were you a Suzuki guy? Like, who supported you the last uh, few years? Amateurs? I had the child. I had very <laughs> small help from Honda Houston oh, okay. when I was fourteen and fifteen, and then sixteen and seventeen, I was Suzuki kid. So Cole Grass, or was yeah. he? Yeah. The first year when I was sixteen, it was just kind of a support deal. Mm -hmm. Through Let's Ride helped me the dealership. JT was talking JT about. JT was talking fly racing at? Mm-hmm. And then the, my last year amateur, I was like the full A-ride Suzuki amateur. And what year was this? Oh, oh, five was my last amateur year. And those bikes were terrible. They weren't that bad, I didn't think. No? I mean, okay. I mean, people had a lot of problems with them, but I wasn't revving the piss out of it and... I really, I think I only blew one up, and that's because the clutch cover wasn't tight and all the oil. Oh, yeah. Okay. Drained out. Um, and JT was a hot Team Green kid. 377. Forever, JT? The whole time? 377? Yeah. No. I wasn't 377. What number were you? Damn it. I was 371. I was 371 my first pro year. 371. But in amateurs too, were you not three seventy one? Because uh, no, I was number seven. I believe always. I saw a photo of you in a Team Green magazine back in the day, and you were three seventy one, rocking it with. Uh, uh, I was I was one seventy one at Mini Olympics, my first or my last amateur year, and I won a lot at Mini Olympics that year. But I was uh, I was always number seven, and then one seventy one, and I couldn't oh. get that, so three seventy one. Uh, maybe that was it then. Maybe it was a mini O's and you were 71. Yeah. You were, you got a, like a real big photo. Remember those team green magazines? They were pretty cool. Vaguely. Team green news. Yeah. Team green news. They were cool. Yeah. All right. Mathis, would you rather a producer go on another podcast or try doing their own with minimal for forethought and subject us to a one hour train wreck? I mean, could the round tables get any worse than what they were? We did two of them, three of them. I don't know. Why not? Epic train wreck. Marks and Darkside are going to do a, uh, a roundtable podcast. I'm announcing it now. Right? Well, I guess that just got official. That's official. Okay. You and Darkside are going to figure out, they're going to do a roundtable about the show, Weimer. Would it explain more? Uh, it's, it's, you're not going to listen to it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, JT, if a goat... No, never mind. What? Uh, it was. I read it and it was stupid. If or when Jeremy Martin wins at Millville, <laughs> does Filthy Phil congratulate him or continue not talking to him? Can we work in a goat somewhere? <laughs> Ricky Carmichael? Huh? 
if Jeremy Martin wins Millville, does Phil congratulate him? Is that the question? Yeah. Yeah. That's a terrible question. I don't know. Probably not. I mean, I'm just going to be happy for him, but I don't know. They're, they're, they're fighting, feuding, right? Yeah, they're fighting. Yeah, in case you didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if you were up to date. He's going to be happy for him. Even if you're feuding with somebody, you're still happy for him. Right. Whatever. The one about the goat was, if I goat Mathis, I would rather Google, have will he find it funny? I don't know. What is that? What does that mean? If he goats you? Yeah. It's like a ball sack thing or yeah, something? Yeah, you're going to see ball and wieners. Balls and wiener. No, I'm not. No, no I would kick him right in the goat. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> Um, could this one's from Trevor? Could Amart be considered this year as the fastest Martin brother? Ooh, any motos yet? So I'm going to go with no. Jmart's got two moto wins. Amart's got one. Correct. Uh, did he win a moto? Yeah, uh, he did. Colorado. Yeah, he won he Colorado. Did. Okay, I take it back. Yeah. I'm uh, still giving Ross. Yeah. He's obviously been more consistent. Yeah, I'm giving Ross speed to Jmart. Yeah, I think I agree. I would agree with that. Weimer? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Amart's had a couple motos he should have won that he was just not fast enough. Mount Morris, second moto, mm-hmm. he just didn't. He just wasn't quite fast enough. South or Jamar was just South talking too. away. Ferrandis yeah. fell and still beat him. And yeah, yeah. Jamart would have won motos like that. He just either hasn't had it or the motos he's, you know, like mm-hmm. Glen Helen and the moto, he just tossed it away. Red Bud. Uh, this one's from Chase. Do KTM slash Husky consult with Alden Baker at all on free agents to sign? I would think not, Jake. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a conversation because yeah. they're they're going to be working with him, right? That's part of the deal, no? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how that works. I mean, I know he's exclusive, but, you know, like a Dean Wilson. I don't Wilson, think you have to because yeah, Trey's not there. Right. Oh, uh, Okay. And Dean Wilson's not, although he's kind of there, but not. Yeah, true. Trained by Holden. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if, I don't know. I could see there being a conversation, but I don't know how serious that. Right. JT, what do you think? Are you on Weimer's side? Uh, I don't, I don't think so because I don't think it's necessarily you have to do one or the other. You know, maybe they tell him ahead of time, this is what we're going to do. But there, there is an opening with Alden Baker because of Dunn's retirement. So. All right. Next question. JT, if Carmichael and McGrath lined up one last time for a race, who would win? Right now? Yes. RC. You got to figure McGrath. Hold on, hold on. 71. He's 40. McGrath's 46 years old. McGrath is in a little better shape than RC right now. I've seen RC ride. I was just with him in Japan. RC can still go very fast. You don't think so, McGrath can go very yeah. fast right now? Not at 46 years old. He's not going to go as fast as RC can right now. Why am I break this tie? How long's the race? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, think about what we're arguing about. It's just so yeah, stupid. Right? It's so stupid. But uh-huh. I'm not a fan of Ricky. But I'm not. I'm being objective here. I think MC rides more than Ricky. He's in better shape than Ricky. He's 46 to RC's 35? I mean, I've seen... 37. 37? Yeah. The age becomes too big of a factor right now. If it was... If MC was 40 and Ricky was, you know, 30 or whatever mm-hmm. the number is, yeah. 29, yeah. I don't think it's as big of a deal. Yeah. But, I mean, you start talking 46, you start getting, you know, it's, it's hard to go that fast or are you willing to go as fast? I just watched Ricky ride. I'm telling you, he's 
he hauls ass. No, I'm going. He's I'm not going, slow. I'm, I'm, I believe it, but I'm going. I'm going MC. Okay, well, you just be wrong. It's okay. I understand. You just be wrong. I mean, it's like saying what's better, a unicorn or a Loch Ness monster battling. I mean, it's almost the same thing. Who would win in a battle? It, the, the age is the age is too much of a factor at this point. A taco or a grilled cheese. A taco or a grilled cheese. Exactly. Yeah. Who wins a fight? Did what? you see RC race? I mean, RC was not a small dude at the Legends race a couple years ago. Do you guys watch that by any chance? But this is. But you again. You're going. I believe. Yeah. He hauled ass. He he looked good, but. When's the last time we saw MC line up? We haven't really, but he still rides a lot. But. You think our, you think MC would have won that race? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Weimer, right. are you gonna are you gonna can... chime in here? <laughs> yeah, but you gotta let me explain a little. Oh, bit. here we go. Okay. It crushed me when Ricky started beating Jeremy when I was a kid. <laughs> but yeah, I think at this point, Ricky, because I've seen him ride too, and he'll <laughs> he goes for it still. Okay. Like pretty well, good. Can we run a poll? We can run a poll. But again, let's yeah, run a poll. It's yeah, the night yeah. of polls. Let's run a poll. I'll do that in just a second. Yep. Uh, Derek Akers wants to know, for Steve, who do you think has the best chance of stealing a 450 moto win away from Baggett and Tomac this weekend? It has to be this weekend? Uh, I assume Anderson is probably healed up. I mean, he was just banged up. Nothing, you know, nothing serious. So I will go with the 21. Right? I mean, riding pretty well. Marv rode well, too, at Southwick. Um, but I think Jason Anderson. I mean, I don't know, not not that crazy, you know, if you think about Yeah. Uh, JT, what do you think? It was Baggett in there too or just Yeah, Baggett and Tomac, who's going to yeah. but who's going to steal from those two? Uh, I think Baggett's going to get better quickly, so I'll go with Baggett. <laughs> no, JT. The question was, who's going to steal a moto other than Tomac or Baggett? Oh, sorry. I thought it was. I thought who right. between Marvin, right. no, no. Baggett, and Anderson was going to. No, sorry. no. Um, Assuming Baggett and, and, and Tomac I, I are right. See, I kind of see Marvin and Anderson as the same guy right now. Both of them can win. Both of them, you know, I think it's kind of tip or tat. I, you know, if I have to pick one, I guess I'll go Marv. Right. But okay. I don't know. They're kind of the same. I mean, they ride together, train together, they're on the same program. Like, sure. they're pretty interchangeable. Right. All right. Anything else? JT. With four manufacturers in Japan, how come there aren't more top-level Japanese riders coming to America? Is the moto scene that small over there? Uh, I, you know, I think it's just a, a matter of the amount of riders too. You know, you, there's look at how many riders are in the USA. You know, thousands and thousands, right? I mean, you go to an amateur national. It's just as far as you can see, there's motorhomes with families that are giving everything for their kids to make it. We go to Japan. You've got so many, so many less riders. Whether the manufacturers there or not, that doesn't mean that you know there's a lot of people riding. I just think it's a numbers game. You know, that many less people and that many less people are going to have the talent and actually be able to make it. Um, yeah, I just think it's a population of number of riders doing it. All right, everybody, that's the BTOSports.com. Tweet at Travis segment at BTOSports.com. Please support them and uh, put Pulpamex in the uh, in the coupon code and uh, save with BTOSports.com. We thank those guys as well, and we thank you, JT. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, if, no you're, if you're still up and you and you want and you and Weimer want to talk about 18 RMZ 450, we'll get you back on. So, but if not, thanks. Yeah, sir. hit me up, uh, okay. Jake. I hope if I don't talk to you, I hope you make it home and don't have to go to Bullhead, which I, I yeah. didn't even know they had an airport. I didn't either. Um, I woke what, up what and they said happened? we're in Did Bullhead, we and I'm like, what? It's a, it was a storm. The storm. We had a storm come in. I guess that. But storm in uh, Vegas. But the the airline wow. said we don't have enough fuel for 20 minutes extra. 
because they had to fly around for 20 minutes to wait for the storm to and land. And apparently <clears throat> they didn't have enough fuel to fly around, so we landed in Bullhead. Mind you, I left from Orange County. Like, But cutting it 20 minutes close is That's weird. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's weird. Right. So, anyway, that was with the LJT. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. We'll try to call you back. All right, guys. All right, that's Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. Uh, Next up uh, on the show, uh, brought to you by the folks at FMF, of course. He's uh, one and only marketing guru down there, Uh, and he's also Jake Weimer's neighbor. Donnie Emler Jr., what's up, man? How are you? Jake, come back home. Huntington Beach is so much nicer. (laughs) Oh, dude, I bet it is. It's hot as balls here. It is so hot in Vegas. It's nicer than here, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, does it ever get get above 90? Yeah, it will, but not. Not often. Not often. It, it will, and then, and then you can see all the Huntington Beach locals are just complaining because it's, like, humid out, and we're like, what do we do? Like, do we open our windows all the way? Do we try to find some AC real quick? It's, uh, like, it's like people freak out. I lived in Newport, a friend of Ferries, for about mm, three or four months uh, back in 99, uh, right by right off PCH, not far, and, and it was – I still – it's glorious. Yeah. It was glorious with the window open and the ocean smell and the, the vibe. And it's, I love it down there. And the, and the traffic, you know, you got to love the traffic. Um, how is that commute for you, Donnie? Is it bad or no? Uh, it, it sucks, but I've been doing it for 18 years now. So I yeah, literally yeah. feel like I'm just on autopilot going down the 405 every day. You right. Know, you got your little your tricks, your tricks, your off camps that you can get off at and secret lines. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, when you do it for that long, it's just like a normal part of your regiment, you know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, you're just 55 to 91, right? And then all your tips and tricks and stuff? No, dude, I'm not in freaking IE, man. I'm, in, I'm holding it down for L.A. Come on, man. No, I said 55. 55 to the 91? Yeah, no way. That'd be going the wrong direction. But aren't you? FMF is in is in uh, oh it's four oh five. I'm thinking four oh five. Never yeah. mind. I'm sorry. There you go. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Don't well, let me, don't let me in. Over no, here. no, no, no. I, I thought you would head. Real. I thought you would head west on the ninety one. But I, uh, yeah, I got it confused. No. I mixed up where FMF was. Um, you, you could, but you're just going to look far away. If you go west on the ninety one from the beach, you're going to end up in the middle of the ocean. Well, yeah, eventually. But um, anyways, enough enough geography talk on the show. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, FMF, the uh, PowerCore 2.1, the PowerCore Aluminum One or Titanium, the big two-stroke re- revival lately. Donnie, you guys are running the 125 Dream Race by FMF. Uh, that's something, Weimer, you could do. Yeah. 125 of Washougal. Yeah, Let's get it going. Uh, it's a little late for that. Now. <laughs> Come on, man. Twists and throttles. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's it's been cool. You know, we've done two rounds so far. Um, Washu will be our third round. And, uh, you know, it's been great turnout. It's, you know, 40, 40 entries every round, and it's free. Um, and they get to ride before the pros on, uh, on Moto mm-hmm. 1, which yep. is killer. I mean, the crowd goes nuts for them. People are uh, mixing gas and hauling ass out there and loving the smell of the two-stroke. And we're, uh, we're really excited because, you know, Husky came on board, KTM came on board to uh, to support with uh, – we're doing contingency for, for each round. And then uh, yeah. the coolest thing is Husky's donated uh, a 2018 TC 1.5 that we're giving away at Washougal. And who's so, in the lead for that? Do we know? Do you know who's – Well, it's, yeah, so instead of doing points, what we did was uh, we – we basically said if you go to all three rounds, your name gets entered into basically a hat, okay. and uh, we're going to draw at Watchugal. 
Um, we're going to have Zach Osborne. He doesn't know this yet, but who cares? You know, we're, telling him, <laughs> right. we're telling him now in pulp. So he's going to be the one responsible for, for pulling a name out of a hat. And uh, I think we have around, out of, I think we have 10 guys that are going to all three, which is pretty good. You know, you made your commitment to, to yeah. drive up to Washington, Lakewood, yeah. and they have a chance to win uh, a TC125 from Husqvarna, decked out with uh, Grafix and uh, obviously an FF5 and Silencer. So, you know, we're just having fun with it, and, yeah. you know, people seem to really enjoy it. I mean, you get to you see, like, like how pumped, like, not only the fans, but just the riders, like, at Hangtown, they, they literally rode, like, right before Moto 1, and the track had been kind of prepped before Moto 1, but, you know, they leave it still be rough and, yeah. and hang down the, the rest were gnarly and they came back and they're like oh my gosh this place is so like sleeter was even like well this is gnarly i can't believe i used to race here yeah yeah especially so. that yeah that first the first couple were gnarly they were not much fun at all yeah. you know um so, no it's been it's been cool for w- sure weimer were you Something different you know some fresh were you 125s at all jake mm-hmm. anything oh yeah yeah oh yeah okay i didn't know if you'd pass them by then no 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 I rode them for a couple years. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Suzuki's? Honda one year and then Suzuki the next year. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, you understand it. Oh, yeah. Um, Jake's uh, one of the only guys that's never ridden for me. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, maybe like way, way far back. Like yeah. I mean, even yeah. maybe before you were Cowies. When I was an amateur, actually, when I was like 10 or 11 or something, I think I had like a 50% off deal through FMF and I ran that for a while. Oh, yeah, it was sweet. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, just about everybody's run through FMF at one point or another. Uh, yeah, I've yeah, had. I mean, it's, it's weird. I've, go ahead. Uh, that, like, yeah, when I was a kid, I, you know, oh, oh, there was wait. times here. You wrote there, for him, FMF well, that's, Monster Cowie. That's Cali. why I said, well, kind of. <laughs> Monster Cowie. Little D. Oh, that's right. What oh. am I thinking, man? Holy crap. Who can forget yeah. about that? that uh, <laughs> but they weren't <laughs> advertising it. Am I right? There was uh, no badges. No, they were at some point. No, we were. were all year until just until Vegas Supercross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but so at the beginning, your, your, at yeah. the beginning, you weren't because no, I didn't ride were. Supercross. Um, I only rode the last. Things got two. weird. Oh, that's right. Things, things got yeah, weird. I got you broke hurt. your wrist. I, I blew my yeah. arm up. Yeah. So Weimer, I actually still have your Cowie pipe off of that bike. They that's sent it funny. Back. <laughs> like this. This one's no good, and it was like literally like folded, folded into a top up when half yeah. your bike just went went over end, and we kept it. It was pretty funny. I actually meant to get you to sign it. That's I'll funny. Do that one day. Yeah, just yeah, bring yeah. it over to the house. What? What? what I'll one just drop it on your doorstep. I don't know exactly where he lives, but I like he. You're what, probably like a mile from where I live. Not not even. You're the not next even. neighborhood over. Yeah. Okay, oh wow. So, so yeah, if the surf's down, then you're not not doing anything. Then go go over there. You know. <laughs> I even well, I'm running one day. I was like, "What are you doing over here?" <laughs> yeah. like, I'm training. I'm like, I live over here. I'm like, whoa, sweet. You're like the uh, the surfers in Point Break. Get out of here, kid. You're not. You're yeah. not. <laughs> um. Hey, Donnie. Uh, thanks again for the support of the show. FMF's been on the Pulp Show for a number of years. Thank you as always. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad business is going well. Uh, what's have you noticed an uptick in two-stroke stuff? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, the, the the amount of bikes I think that people buy off Craigslist, there's a lot of buying two-strokes right now, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see, like, a lot of that in, like, KX500 sales, uh, CR500 sales. I mean, it's, yep. it's pretty crazy that, you know, like, those type of bikes, you know, still have, like, so, I mean, you see, like, you know, Collier in the driving the KX500, so it's kind of yeah. got, like, this little cool revival but you know then you all 
obviously have KTM and Husky that are just crushing it with every two stroke that they make for, for off-road kind, kind of guy. Yeah. That's actually what I ride is a, a KTM 300 for, for my off-road fun is because it's so much lighter and easier and nimble. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. You know, people are really like able to, you know, especially these new KTMs and I mean, the, the power on them is just so unbelievable. And next year, obviously they're coming with fuel injection. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of, it's cool to, that, that people are still putting an effort in, into it and people mm-hmm. are going riding them. So that's good. Yeah. And uh, always innovative, uh, whether it's two stroke or the four stroke stuff. And man, you got some teams that are killing it right now too. Like just absolutely crushing it. Outdoor nationals. Yeah, the outdoors have been great. I mean, super exciting, obviously, because you got some winners, and uh, you know, hope, hopefully, keep our guys keep it up. I mean, it was great to see Dean on the podium last, last weekend, and um, you know, Zacho and Alex Martin. I saw you guys talking about uh, yeah. Alex a little bit, but you know, it's just been good racing. Uh, I hope uh, AP should be back this weekend for Millville, so yeah. I want to see him get up and get get one. But uh, I don't know, what are you guys thinking for Millville? Who, who do you think? Um, are you thinking? Wow, dude, Zach was on. The, I mean, uh, Weimer just said it. It's a phenomenal um, ride by him this year. Phenomenal, like just Supercross, Motocross, and everything. He's a beast right now. If he gets a bad start, he moves to the front. If he gets out in front, it's over. Um, so I, yeah. hard to pick. Hard to pick against Zacho. But I mean, Martin Brothers live there. But I don't know. I mean, I honestly think Zacho can win. Beat them both. I really do. Yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah, I mean, I think. Go ahead, Jake. He's definitely in beast mode at the moment, so uh, he's tough to beat for sure. But, yeah, I mean, there's a few guys that I think are capable, but uh, they better pack a lunch because he's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's on it right now. Yeah. Um, it's scary, too. And, and then also on the other end of things, uh, Tomac looks like he's figured it out, too. Mm. Like, we all kind of waiting, waiting, yeah. waiting, and, yeah, might be, might be over soon. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's funny. Like everyone always just claims right away that oh, the Martins are from there; it's their home. But like you know, Jake knows. I mean, you guys have ridden yeah. this track so many years now that everyone goes fast. There's no. Yeah. There's, I mean, yeah, the Martin brothers definitely know the track and and up riding there. But still, I mean, at this point, everyone's ridden there so many times. So yeah, it's. Uh, well, I feel like it's just kind of up in the air for for a couple of those guys. Well, last year Cooper Webb just walked in and beat them both. Mm. Yeah. yeah, just take this. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hey, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Donnie Emler Jr. from FMF. Uh, please give us a call and uh, ask him a question. Uh, we've got uh, we got him on the line for a little while longer. So uh, I was talking to you a little bit today, Donnie. Uh, you're just up filming a video for uh, an enduro riding series video you're doing. Then you're going to Loretta's, and then you're going to Lomo. Busy guy. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was a great weekend. I mean, uh, we went up to the mountains, did a did a really cool photo shoot with uh, the Wolf Enduro guys, and uh, yeah. So now I'm just planning on uh, my 18th year, I believe, going to Loretta's. Uh, never yet to miss a year. I uh, love going back there. Hate the heat. Um, <laughs> going to sweat. I call it Sweatville. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's always great to catch up with sure uh, guys and see you know obviously who's coming through the the ranks and. You know, I've, uh, so many of these kids that are racing now and winning, I've all come through there. So it's always great to go there. I'm flying straight from, from there to go to Lommel, which I'm really, really excited about. It's one of the, the only races I haven't been to over in, over in Europe. And I've just heard, you know, obviously how gnarly it is. I've seen it 
obviously on TV, but I heard being there in person is just a whole different ball game, and I'm really excited to go see these guys just wide open in the sand for 40 minutes. Yeah, uh, I've been there like three times. It's not very good to watch from, but you walk around, you can find the odd corner and everything, and you'll be a VIP with the best passes and stuff, but it is something else, man, to watch these guys uh, go through there. You're just like, wow. Although everybody talks about hurlings. I saw him get beat straight up by Kenny there. I'm like, huh, okay, well, I thought he was the best center out in the world, and Kenny beat him. You know, I don't know. Like, I'm just yeah. like, these guys are hauling ass. Well, but, yeah, and, you know. and then you got Caroli this year. Right. Know, the oldest guy out there and just working everyone. So, mm-hmm. um, no, I, but I I mean, I don't know. Aren't they like the sand whips like as tall as me, and I'm 6'4", yeah. so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty gnarly. They're they're insane. They're nuts. Just I walked the track one race afterwards, and I just took these photos, and even the photos you can't really tell. You look at the photo and you're like, yeah. yeah, it doesn't look as deep as it was, you know, and you're just like, holy shit. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, no, definitely. It should be fun. And uh, I can't believe you're going straight from Loretta's to there. How's, how's the wife think about that? Jeez. <laughs> she, she's not too happy. No, no. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm only going to Loretta's for like four days and mm-hmm. flying straight from there. And so I'm only in, I land on a Friday and I come home Monday. So I'm really only for three days. So, yeah, yeah, that's probably the way to do it, right? But, you know, you got to do what you got to do, and uh, now that me and Jake are both our our dad life in it over here, it, it is definitely hard to uh, leave the wife and kid at home. And um, but you know, work uh, work yeah. is also important. You know, so um, what are you working on that's really cool at shop? Anything you can tell us about, or anything that uh, you can let us know about a new product that's coming out, or that you're excited about? I mean, you guys are always doing something. It um, seems like yeah. I- I'm excited about the 2018 YZ450. You know, it's all it's uh, it's new exhaust, and we've been working on it uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, being that we work with a lot of the teams, yep. um, we've uh, we've been working on that. And then, um, you know, uh, he's coming out with the new 2018-85, so we've been cranking on that. It's just you, you think you slow down a little bit, and, yeah. and it seems like the, it seems like they start dropping bikes earlier and earlier. I, I know, right? Why is the already in dealers and KTM's coming out with theirs already? It's like, man. So by the time you just get kind of going, yep. You know, new bikes are coming out, um, but no, just you know, having fun. I've been trying to ride a little bit. I want to ride ride more and uh, get back into the spot. And I don't know. It's just uh, it's, it's a fun time right now in the sport. I mean, the racing's good. I love riding. You know, I can't wait. I uh, got got the little family now, so it's good. Life is good. So, when would you? Oh, by the way, the 450. Yeah, whole new mid pipe on that 450 Yamaha, right? They've changed all that. Correct. Muffler, every everything. Everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, when would you get an 18 RMZ 450? Like, when would that happen? That's tough. I mean, because we don't really work with any Suzuki teams, so okay. you know that. That's definitely that's definitely hard. You know, when we when you work with a team or a program, you you tend to get you know product or bikes uh, earlier because yeah. you know they want you to develop stuff. But sure. So uh, unfortunately, it's gonna you know probably be like when they maybe right before they hit the dealers. You know, we'll, maybe we'll buy one. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah. we you know sometimes we just buy them just so we can you know sure. utilize them and, and get them so much. And um, that's what we did with the Honda this year. You know, we even though we you know last year we got the, the specs and everything early. Working with uh, the HRC team in yep. Europe, you know, we still have to go buy a bike because, you know, there was still a lot of work to do. You can't, you can only do so much in a couple little, you know, little yep. amount of time. So it was better to, to you know, overdevelop the thing than than to rush it. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's always it's a constant yeah. battle, man. We're I like, bet. sometimes we have to bother We're calling <laughs> calling magazines. We're calling the you know manufacturers, seeing if we can buy one. So yeah. Uh, 
Maybe I'll go to maybe I'll go to Yosh and see if they can let me borrow one. Yeah, walk on down there. Just be like, "What's up, guys? Got you, bring your jigs and everything. You know, bring everything you need. And just walk over there." Yeah. Um, question sure. from Joe here. What's up, Joe? Thanks for the call on the show. What's your question for uh, Donnie Elmer Jr. from FMF? Hey, Steve. Hey, Donnie. Hey, I wanted to ask about the FMF energy drink that was around several years ago and kind of how that all went down. I know that there was some friction with some competing uh, energy drink sponsors on other teams. And I just wanted to hear whatever happened to that. Yeah, good question. Yeah, so that Thank was uh, the worst years of my life. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, sorry to bring that you know, up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I, I like it. It actually probably made me a, a better person. But, uh, um, yeah, for some reason we thought it would be a good idea to uh, to get in, into that. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was, it was going decent, but I knew the blowback was yeah. going to happen. And I, I was – somewhat ready for it but you're never ready for to basically lose just about everything from you know supercross to you know internationals to you know factory kawasaki was using our product and then had to take the logo off pipe and that's what jake was referring uh, to earlier because yeah. he came back for outdoors and, and there was no uh, mm-hmm. logos but you know what there was a there was we got so much free marketing from, from the press and from having to peel the stickers off the bikes and stuff that it, we kind of flipped and it was it was actually pretty interesting the way like you can make bad things <laughs> make them better <laughs> so yeah. it was definitely a learning experience um we're gonna just stick to uh making exhaust pipes <laughs> and and some t-shirts and hats from now on uh, t-shirts hats and pipes can't get in trouble yeah. with that it sucks though man because like you guys were the sponsor of the outdoor series it wasn't it wasn't fmf energy drink sponsoring the outdoor series it was fmf the pipes and so it was like nobody allowed to expand their business because these other guys act like dicks i i hate that part of our industry you know what i mean i just I, I get it. You're not trying to advertise. You're not putting an energy. You're not putting an FNF energy drink uh, cutout anywhere near the track or anything, and you're not even promoting it. But nope, no good. You got to be. You got to be a pariah and banished from the industry. I hate that. It's it, it's like a double sword, right? Because if you're the company, like a GoPro or whatever, you're like holding it locked down. Like we're not allowing any other cameras, but at the same time, you're holding back the sport from possibly getting other outside, you know, involvement. So. Instead, what we're doing is we're just really hurting the sport. You know, everyone always says, we need more TV time. We need NASCAR. Well, look at NASCAR. They have every single sponsor you can possibly think of. And, you know, but I'm the same way. It's like if I'm an exclusive exhaust sponsor, I don't want – I don't want other people sponsoring the series that are competing brands, but I'm not also not going to complain that, oh, there's a pro circuit or Yosh pipe being raced with. Of course like, not. So right. it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? So I, I can understand both sides of the spectrum, but I think at the end of the day, it really ends up hurting our sport more than helping it. Because, I absolutely agree. Yep. Yeah. So. I, I, uh, the GoPro thing was ridiculous or the, the, the GoPro, th- yeah, the GoPro thing was ridiculous. you, you have a helmet camera on your helmet. No one can see what it is. There's GoPro banners and advertisements everywhere. People will just assume it's a GoPro, but you can't have it. Like, yeah, let's hurt the teams and everything. Yeah. And, you know, Daniel Blair's been on this show, and Kenny Watson's been on this show, and Darkside, this guy Darkside was calling in a couple weeks ago promoting his own podcast show. There's lots of other Moto podcasts. I'm not going to ban them from this show. I don't care. I produce mine. I have, yeah. you know, everything's good. Uh, make your own podcast show, be successful, great. Like, I, I just, ah, it bugs the shit out of me. So, anyways. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, competition's what makes you better, man. I, people always ask me, like, oh, you know, 
you're, you know, you guys be, you know, way bigger than the other competitors and it's whatever. That's awesome. But at the same time, I need those guys around, I need them pumping money into the industry. I need them competing. Yeah. It's going to make us better. You know what I mean? So you got to have competition bottom, bottom and a, line. You and know, then, and you, you're writing a check for FMF to put up banners and promote videos of FMF on a certain series. And you're getting exactly that. And that's what you paid for. And to complain about anything else is stupid. It, it, they're not putting a pro circuit video and banner up, then great. You're happy. You're getting what you're paid for. All the other stuff is just, yeah. just, uh, I, I don't, uh, I can go on for an hour. About but, but like it. I said, I, it, it ended up, it makes you think differently and outside the box of normally what you, because everything basically gets taken away. So sure. then all of a sudden yeah. you're okay. Like how can we, how can we be a little craftier here? So like I said, I mean, as hard as it was, and there's so much at that time, I mean, it literally like, made me a better thinker and a business person, I think. Right. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you this. Is there still FNF energy drinks in the warehouse somewhere? <laughs> there is, actually. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm claiming it now that literally I'm, I'm, I give a lot at Red Bull a hard time all the time because I'm pretty sure that people copied our yellow energy drink with their summer edition. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving up hope on that, 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 you know, I actually had, we actually had a pretty decent product. So it's cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, question for you about Honda Thomas. What's up? Thanks for calling the show. What's your question? Hey guys, for? How's your night going? Good. Thanks for calling. What's your question, man? Hey, I saw, I'm not familiar with uh, freestyle riders, but I saw a single sided, uh, FMF pipe on the 17, uh, Honda 450. And I was just wondering, um, if you guys are producing that or is that just just for that uh just for that rider so that's uh that's a great question i'm stoked that you saw that that was actually josh sheehan um and he literally we sent him our dual system and he's so used to the single on his 16 that we made that he really wanted the single for this because the, the bike's not as wide in the back and uh so he actually took our team single and like welded them up and welded himself like cut the titanium like literally welded wow. the titanium back and and like fit, fit it back his own on oh wow exhaust but you know i can tell you guys that we are um we are getting to launch our single system for the cr450 so we have the full off-road single comes with a single side panel um so yeah we're we're excited about that because uh as cool as the dual system is i mean a lot of people yeah. like the single and and for off-road route and stuff like that you know you you don't you don't want to uh be able to yeah that damage that's exactly why i asked because i have a 17 250r and i put your guys a single uh single system on there and i love it so when i saw that i was like oh they're coming out with it so it's cool to hear he took it into his own hands and made <laughs> made one himself yeah yeah nice uh thanks for the call man appreciate yep. it yeah of course thanks man uh, let's go to some good questions tonight. Here's another one for you. Joe, what's up? You want to talk to Donnie Emmer Jr. about Ronnie Mack? Yeah. Hey, so I want to know, obviously you have one of the most controversial sponsored riders anywhere. And I want to know how much flack you guys get for sponsoring him. I love his shtick, uh, but I can see how some people may be offended by it. Oh, I, so do you get a lot of letters about that? It's a great question because I, I get letters for things I say and they're not anywhere near what Ronnie Mack says. So this is a great question. Yeah. What, what about that? Well, I mean, technically we don't sponsor him. The guy just kind of runs his mouth and, and uh, just acts like he, you know, he's stirred and, and claims his grandpa like started the flying machine factory and calls it Frederick Mack factory. You know, so <laughs> technically I don't really sponsor him. He right. just runs his mouth and I can't really help the fact that 
you know, this guy's slapping FMF and wearing jerseys and stuff. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it uh, does get a little controversial. Um, don't believe we've received too many letters, uh, but, um, you know, he's, he's his own person and I, I, you know, we don't have a contract with him. So I just kind of let him do his thing a bit and, um, it is I mean, it next is. time he holds up a bank, he's going to have an FMF, uh, you know, exhaust. <laughs> but what can you do about that? You can't control that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ronnie Mack yeah. doesn't give a shit about contract. No, no, Ronnie does not. <laughs> no. uh, exactly. Hey, Joe, do you want a F- uh, Fly Racing uh, F2 carbon helmet or a Roost set of graphics from Roost MX? You pick. Which one do you want? Dude, I would love, I would love, love, love a helmet. Okay. Fly That's Racing. A fly F2. F2 carbon helmet, same one as Pike and Canard, yeah. and these guys wear. So stay on the line, man. Thanks for the question. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. That's a good question. Give him a helmet. What? Yeah. I mean, why not? Sweet. Um, hey, we should every one of those guys that called in, we should give them an apparel package, too. So. Oh, now we can't. They're gone. So how do we do that? Uh, well, I don't know. They'll probably... Yeah, that's a good question. Well, we Give out your DMs. Let them let slide into your DMs. Yeah, okay, do that. All right, slide into the DMs, everybody, and we'll, we'll hook you up with an FMF apparel package, courtesy of the folks at FMF. Uh, Donnie, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. I'll get you all those info uh, when we get them from, the, from our callers, and thanks, people, for calling in. And thank you for your support of the show, man. Yeah. It's always, always good and uh, always a yeah. fun guy to talk to. I love to see what you guys are doing, and it's interesting. And keep it up, man. I appreciate it, guys, and show three. I'm stoked to be on it. Paul Weimer, I'll see you when you get home, buddy. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Later, see you All right, see you. Donnie Emmer Jr., everybody, uh, from FMF. Good guy. Always fun. I, I love the I love the Ronnie Mac stuff and the advertisements, and they have one now that uh, an Osborne ad that's really cool. It's like a red, white, and I forget what it says, but it was like a, a play on his war, on his name, and I can't remember. But it's really cool. I have a pretty good story about Donnie, actually. All right. Should, uh, should have brought him while he's on the air, but... Yeah, well... He, when I moved down there, um, I, it, it must have been like a Christmas party or something. Like, I don't know. This is a couple years ago or last year. I don't know. But, I don't know. I was driving home, and my chick wanted uh, Del Taco. Oh, mine does too. I so anyway, After anyway. some beverages, my wife right. is a... Right. Yes. So, well, she likes it always. But, okay. any, that's a whole nother <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, all right. Okay. But... So I'm like, whatever. So I pull in and I'm like sitting there and I'm looking and I'm like, that's little D in front of me. And it was late. It was yeah. like 11 or 12 or I don't or know. maybe later. No, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, I got out of my car and I just walked like he's waiting yeah. at the window with his window down. And I just walked up and like basically put my head in this window and it scared the hell out of it. I bet. I would scare the shit out of it. It was pretty funny. I mean, that's, that's the whole story, but it was pretty no, it was funny. was good. Uh, Vortex Racing, Chad Reed, Cooper Webb, Rundus Sprockets, Babbitts, Kawasaki, dominates Arena Cross with Vortex Racing bars, V3 bars in the Sprockets as well. And uh, email jake at vortexracing.com for a killer deal on a bars and Sprockets. They have EK Chains as well. Uh, we thank those guys for everything they do, and they're bringing us... Uh, Multi-time Supercross Motocross champion, now dirt track racer, Ryan Villapoto. What's up, buddy? You interrupted me brushing my teeth. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I don't know what to tell you. Jeez. Sorry. Um, hey, what's going on? How are you? Uh, I'm good. Just uh, cruising. Uh, kids are asleep, so it's uh, it's always good when they're asleep. Uh, yeah, really, right? Um, <laughs> uh, twi- twins. <laughs> twins, Weimer. 
<laughs> I can't yeah, imagine. He, he's, you've only got like, you've only got fucking four ugly basset hounds. So three. You can't, you three. Know. Oh, uh, what happened to the fourth one? Uh, we haven't had four for a long time. Yeah. Oh, what? you did have four though. Yeah, we did have four at one time. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, now we only got three, and much better than uh, much better than um, uh, French bulldogs. Much better. Uh, I, I I wouldn't go that far. Smarter, better looking. Everything. Oh my God! They're fucking terribly ugly. The French bulldogs? Yes, you're right. They are. No, the basset hounds. Weimer, come on, dude. The one down there when I walked in, it looks like it's got they're a basketball on its side. Yeah, she's got a oh tumor right now. Gosh, right now yeah, that thing's had yeah, to have been there for a right while. Now. It's 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 it, a tumor right now. That's and pretty he, rough. He, they were probably up on the up on the dinner room table eating food at a mattress's bowl. Uh, no, just the one kind of counter, kind of counter surf spot. That's about it. Um, uh, Hey, so listen, are you, are you into dirt tracking now? Because I saw the video and you've seen the video, right? What's it look like? I mean, it looks like your form needs a little bit of work. Well, I'm all right. Come on. Really? I, I, I looked fine to me. It looked like normal (laughs) sliding around. What Dude, it was it, that thing was tight. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's the best dirt tracker ever, right, Weimer? Right? I'm sure. I say that, but I'm pretty good at it. Are you, you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna do it again? Are you can do some more of it. I just called Scott today from Showa. I said, "Where's my shit at? Where's my suspension?" <laughs> what are you going testing it. now? Uh, well, he might have to come out and test with me. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, he goes. I said, "I'm gonna ride next week," and he goes, "All right, I'll have it done." So, okay. I think the last thing I'm missing is my steel shoe, my uh, yeah, yeah, my hot shoe. Um, the straps are getting sent to me right now. Uh, straps? What are straps for? I'm confused. What are the what, what are straps? Oh, for the for the hot shoe. Oh, okay. You strap know. it to the yeah, boot. yeah. Strap it to the boot. Yeah, Got strap it. to the boot. Um, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, so. Uh, the video American flat track, bro. Are you gonna just ride a Cowie, or do you ride one of the made-up bikes with Harley motors in them, or something, or Cowie motors in them, or something? They have no. So I, I, I a DTX bike, which is a which is a, you know 450 setup flat track style. Okay. Um, you know that's preferably what I would like to ride. I did ride a Framer one time, which okay. is a custom frame. Yep. It had a Cowie motor in it. Um, I'm sure you've seen the photos or the videos of that. Um, that was an interesting ride. Much different than what I was, have ever obviously rode, um, but it was still fun. But very, uh, I've, I rode a blue groove track, and I couldn't believe how how hooked up it was. I mean, it was just the, I don't think I felt the front wheel push one time. Really? Um, huh? Now I wasn't I wasn't riding it hard enough because it was a very unique and awkward feel for me because it was a because it was a you know custom kind of frame or a motorcycle. But the but um, yes, I'll be riding the DTX bikes. Uh, Wait, are often. are you going racing on this or what? <laughs> Am I missing uh, maybe, something? Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll ride a couple of local races. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe you know Paris milestone. Who okay, knows? okay. I mean, he didn't ride for after Australia. He didn't ride for eight months or something. So at least he's back on a bike. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, you've been. I mean. You've been riding actually a fair amount, no? What, no whether it's Cali flat photo, track Cali, or Cali photo shoot, flat track twice, and then uh, I rode one day at the track. Oh, okay, track. got it. Um, three times, four times. 
I flat tracked once back in the day up in Canada, and my groin was so sore from holding your foot out yeah. and going around. Like, it was an unbelievable. I sore. did it one time, too, when I was, like, 16 or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of gnarly. I talked to Ryan about it the other day, and that was, like, the first thing I said. Dude, how tired does your left leg get? <laughs> right? Just holding it up. I know. So, do you see yourself going into, like... Some big race, like down at the Orange County Fairgrounds. Are you going to Europe to do flat track <laughs> where the big bucks are? I'm just waiting for my phone to ring. All right. <laughs> well, now people will know you're putting it out there. Yeah, I'm putting it out there. No, I don't. Know. I mean, it's just fun. It's just, it's just a. To be honest, it's just a blast. So I just have it's. It's fun to slide around, and actually, I think most moto people should probably do it just to get comfortable with being loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, slide, uh, and then you can do a TT too, which has left. How is that any different than when you raced? Well, I mean, the flat track, I watch same was, thing. Maybe, no, that was good. <laughs> That's what we always talked about. There's nobody else I who know. steers with their back of their bike like RV. I I would have picked you more it to get into steering. I would have picked you it's more not to steer. Anyways, you're you're you're. You, Hold the phone. He up walked here. away from his phone. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, oh, okay. for sure. Right. No, no, I said I wasn't steering with the back of my bike. What were you doing? I steered. All right, what were you doing? I was, I was spinning. <laughs> spinning. <laughs> All right. Hey. <laughs> okay. The th- hey, who wins? There it is, folks. Now you can figure it out for yourself. Yeah, just which, spin. Yeah, just spin. Come on, Baggett and Tomac. Do you want to get as fast as RV? Just spin. Um, hey, who would win in a race right now, RV? MC or RC? Right now. Okay. Well, okay. What kind of race? Well, we never actually specified that. And I didn't get an answer on length of the race either. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just going to have to go with uh, RC because I, I mean, I've kind of rode with MC a little bit and I, you know, I know he's into the truck race and I, you know, he's, he's got, I mean, I'm sure we could, or I know Ricky's got other stuff going on too, but um, I do see that. I think he probably rides more than maybe MC. Okay. And maybe, and I just feel like Ricky, he, you know, I think he could, I think he could still turn it on to right. a certain extent. I mean, obviously he did the, that lap time challenge or whatever the hell it was in Australia two years ago and yeah, and was right there with Chad. So I'm going to go with RC. Okay. Uh, Weimer, what did you think of when you were reading Racer X and seeing this on social media? RV's good times at high point. I the, talked to him before. The Friday before. I talked to him. I knew he was doing it. Just come that. on out and hang with RV. Yeah. Yeah, just come on out. Let's drink some beers and hang, yeah. I yeah, mean, dude, I, Mathis, I, your, your email got blown up with how great I was. People's champ. People's champ. <laughs> oh, God. Well, actually, let's, let's oh, bring this God. up. Let's, let's, in fairness, let's bring this up from, from Jennifer. Mathis, I'm a fan of your work. I wanted to share with you my first encounter with RV2. I am 28 years old and involved in a sport since 99. I've never been a big fan of Illipoto. I always felt like he looked miserable and hated his job. So far, on point. Right? Weimer, right? Yeah. Weimer, so far, on point? Some would say. Okay. I am more of a Pastrana, Wyndham, Roxon fan. My dad and I traveled to uh, Jersey Supercross in 14. Uh, we saw an 8-foot by 4-foot wide poster in the train station of Villapoto that was advertising the race. My dad decided he wanted it, and since it would probably end up in a dumpster, he took it home on a train with us. And he knew, I knew he wanted to have it signed eventually, but didn't think we'd ever get that chance. Until 
I saw Villapoda was doing a happy hour at High Point. I bought VIP tickets for us, so we put this poster, this 8x4 <laughs> poster of RV uh, in the back of our Ford Explorer. In the back of a car. And we went, yep, to the, I remember it. we went to the track. We got there Friday, and it was raining, and no one at the front gate even knew who Ryan Villapoda was. <laughs> Like, oh, like, how do you not know him, bro? We drove past security, made our way to the pro pits, looking for the Cowie truck. The poster was way too big to carry, and it was raining, so we drove into the pits. <laughs> Ryan was outside the Cowie rig, and waited. we waited around for him to finish the interview. My dad asked him if he would sign an eight-foot poster for him, and he said, yeah, where is it? <laughs> My dad told him it was in the vehicle, and he told him to leave it there. He would be over in a moment. So he came over to the Explorer, signed the poster, took a photo with me. I was in awe at him, how nice of him it was to do that. Later that night, we watched a pit bike race, and we went to bed at 10.30. He was still hanging out with the fans. He was taking pictures, signing autographs, and talking to the fans. It was real cool to see Ryan Villapoto, the, ro- the person, not the racer. He seems like a very down-to-earth and likable guy, like he could be your neighbor. There we go, from Jennifer. Lovely. Yeah, I remember that. I remember it was. I think it was a big cardboard one. No, I think it was just me. Can't remember. Was it a? I think it was. It was a. I was on a bike. Yeah, I was on a bike. Why else? Like maybe a whip shot in the back of the guy's car. This big, big cardboard. Oh, this Jennifer oh, a was big ver- whip shot. This Jennifer was chick was very impressed with you and you the way you handled it and how nice you were. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I had fun there. <laughs> Are you gonna do it again? Are you gonna have RV to hang out again? I, uh, that all depends on MX Sports. Uh, you know, when my phone rings and we can we can talk about doing another one. But yeah, make a deal. Yeah, I mean we can. <laughs> um, I think it was good. I think it was the cool. Race, the Everybody race was a hit too. Uh, well, it was raining, right? So it kind of sucked, right? A little bit, or was it okay? No, 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 no. Because no, we ran it on the grass. Me okay. and us. We ran it on the grass. It was. It wasn't muddy at all. It was actually. It was. It, it was just enough to where it was slippery and a little bit sketchy, and mm-hmm. it made it interesting. Uh, if you have a Did question, you race okay. that? Or no? No, we thought about maybe getting me and a couple other of us out there from a couple of the teams and racing, but no, I never did. Oh, Gramps probably bummed he missed that one. That was his <laughs> he, yeah, program. He was. he was. Yeah, I'm he sure. Was. Yeah, he was. Um, well, yeah, maybe we'll see yeah. it again. I mean, you've always been known to be great with the fans. I mean. <laughs> uh it's good to see no it's I'm starting it, a new trend man um, a new trend. how's everything at uh at gray's harbor and the paula the rv cup coming up at paula everything going well with that yeah everything's going good for the for the new year's eve race at paula and then everything up home in washington state is um is good we're we're just uh running practices on the weekends that we're not racing or mm-hmm. have an event um, we're getting a little backlash from the four wheeler riders, but oh, you know, oh, we, we can't please everybody. What's the backlash? Um, well, because they they we've never actually ever told them that they couldn't be, ride the moto moto track, and they can rent the moto track too. But um, but you know, like as soon as you put one quad out onto the track, you gotta you pretty much gotta have their own practice. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm a believer that you don't put quads on with a, with any any dirt bike. I'm I'm with you um, on that. I agree. Yep. So, you know, and you got to think that there's 99% of our revenue is from dirt bikes, not four wheelers. So, yeah. um, you know, there is other places to ride. We have another track to ride to, to ride for. So we get a little bit of backlash. So it's it's nice to see the. It's good to see the comments. You know what mm-hmm. what people are saying. Right. Um, I always enjoy that because you know you can't ever you can't please everybody. 
No, no, you definitely can't. I, 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 in the media, that uh, the game that I'm in the media, I, I, I've learned this. <laughs> you really can't please everybody. I, I, I yeah, I, mean, I don't know about, yeah, you, you're, you're a different cat, though. Uh, well, some would say a, a great cat. Um, all right, question from Weimer here from Daniel. Uh, Daniel, what's up? What's your question for uh, Jumpin' Jake Weimer? <laughs> well, what about that nickname? Ah, I just made that up. Daniel, are you there? He's gone. A question about training. Surprised he didn't want to ask me. Yeah, Strava Steve. Right. Um, <laughs> How's that been going? It's not been going well. It's not been going well. I got I got to really. Have we lost any weight, Steve? Or uh, I I was told I had. Yeah. No. By somebody. No. I, I was told you're I had. Same. Okay. Well, I was told I had. No, you're saying. Okay. I may or may not have. I may. Whoa, 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 whoa. You were told you were you you had. See, like visually, you lost weight. Someone said, "Hey, man, you look like you've lost some weight." At uh, whatever race, where were we? Uh, Southwick. Same. Okay, thank you. I I may or may not though have touched base with uh, Alden Baker today about an exercise question. Oh God! An exercise question for who? For all for myself <laughs> through, through Alden Baker. Okay. So I'll just tell you guys that. Okay. Um, RV, uh, everything good at Atlas? Atlas Brace, uh, one of our sponsors, of course. Um, you still rocking it? Flat tracking? I rock and flat tracking when the tires are on the ground. Yeah, don't ride without it. Um, yeah, no, I think they uh, actually was just on the phone with Eddie Eddie Cole the other day. We, we yeah, you um, and Bob Hanna. You and Bob Hanna yeah, did something. Me, yeah, me and me and Hurricane Hanna, man. Huh? Uh, talking <laughs> yeah. to some sales reps. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, everything's going good, and <laughs> and um, you know, if we were just talking about the braces and mm-hmm. you know, sharing some stories and things like that, and. I uh, shared the story how I originally, you know, started wearing the brace um, to them, and it was, uh, you know, everybody seemed to, to like it. Yeah, RV and Hannah on a phone call. Who would have known? Right? A couple of known? greats of the sport. Yeah, Hurricane Hannah, man. Um, Hurricane likes well, RV, though. Oh, I bet. They're kind of the same. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, they, they, they're, they're, yeah, they're yeah. the same kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, oh, we are? Where are we at, RV, with your guy, J-Mart? Where are we at on that? Well, what do you mean? Like, should you be out maybe working with him again? I mean, you know, we kind of no. I don't know. Well, you just you were at Daytona helping him, so I'm just checking in. I was at Daytona for Kawasaki and and helping him. Okay, kind of. <laughs> um, your old your your replacement at Kawasaki, Eli Tomac, he's figured this thing out, huh? Um, yeah, I mean, he figured it out. I mean, I wouldn't say he figured it out. I mean, he figured it out last year. It's not like he just figured it out. Well, I mean, this season, um, like, just kind of, like, stopping making those mistakes, and he's now he's on a roll. Yeah, but he was good last year. You know, like, he started oh, off yeah. a little bit rough, but then, um, you know, figured it out. And then, um, now, yeah, I mean, shit, I don't know how many of the last races he won a Supercross, and, mm-hmm. you know, now holds red plate for, for, uh, for outdoors. So, um, I would say he's got a little bit more than figured out at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 been uh, it's no, been. He's riding, he's riding well. He's riding well. All of us in the media were talking about this little war of the words that Blake Baggett was having with him. Uh, yeah, you... I don't really. I, I I remember hearing something, so I don't. I didn't listen to that. Yeah, I, I, I missed all that to too. Show. Oh, great! Thanks. So, Both of you missed it all. I, I've never yet. Yeah. I just yeah, knew yeah, that so, something. So why don't was you said, uh, run, run, run us through? No, forget. It's old news. Who just cares? give us the short version. Uh, Baggett rode phenomenal at Lakewood. Yep. He caught and passed Eli, and then he came from 
dead last to third in the first moto and then caught past Eli in the second moto and just said that, you know, he he didn't have a famous father and that, you know, training is just he works hard and he broke he wanted to break Eli, you know, in the second moto, which I mean he did. He caught him past him and dropped him a little bit. And that, you know, he he's he, he knows kind of his own program and watch out. All right. <laughs> All well, right. I mean, it's, I mean yeah, it's, it's great. And I mean, I did see that he beat Eli the second moto and passed him, but it's, it's those are some pretty, those are some powerful words on a good day. But when you did it for the first time ever, um, that is some, those are some really, really, really big words when that wasn't like your normal track record of, you know, mm-hmm. doing that. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, w- I definitely wouldn't have probably gone there. It's interesting. You never, uh, yeah, you and Dunge were pretty good. Like nothing ever. Did you guys ever have controversy? No, I never. I mean, you me guys, and Dunge were pretty good. Yeah, the, the whole time. Yeah. Do you I remember? Mean, I think the only time that the only thing that I would say that we not me and Dunge, me and Dunge were good my on my whole career and his whole career. I'd say the only thing that. I dealt with was, or not dealt with, but I can remember Toronto one year. I just got totally blasted out of the turn by Stu one time. Um, I would say the most conflict that I had was probably with Stu and and maybe a little with Chad, but never really, I wouldn't call it really any conflict. No, not really. Just just minor, just minor stuff. But, like, you wouldn't even say anything on the podium. You kept it pretty, like, you are probably pissed back at the truck, but you always kind of. I don't know if you if you did that on purpose. Politically correct. Yeah, no. <laughs> and people hated it. Yeah, I feel like yeah, a lot. I mean, yeah. The problem is, is I mean, yeah, I mean, Jay, I mean, we we all know, all three on the phone, all know that you cannot, you can't be, you can't say what's on your mind because as soon as you please what the what the fans or what everybody, the media and everybody else wants to hear, the factories aren't going to be pumped on that. So if we all said what we really wanted to say on tv or whatever really happened or you know we're going to get our hand slapped back at the truck so yeah you know, I don't know. Like, you, you can say you can a little you can say a little bit but you're always like riding that line like dude i feel like roxon's not getting his hand his hand slapped for anything he does yeah but and he's yeah but he came honest, in like what, that though Steve, what the hell do you know about what honda's telling him what 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 not and what to do and what not to do and what he can and can't do or well, what he can't say. Because I've asked. And what the hell do you know? I've asked Dan at Honda. <laughs> what I've the asked, hell do you know? I've asked Dan at Honda, and I keep seeing Kenny say things, so I'm assuming no one has said anything to him, and they're allowing him to be himself and post what he wants and and everything. You know, that's all. That's it just, well, and I, and I and I okay, and I do agree to that, and I think that Honda's done. They've they haven't had the years that they've. I mean, the last time they had one was when was was Ricky. So yeah, um, you know, I think that they they, they did put their. Uh, you know, they they saved up. They got they got Kenny, which you know was the best guy. At the, you know, or was one of is one of the best guys currently. Um, and you know, their goal right now is to to keep him happy and to make him happy. Yeah. So at this point, until he doesn't produce, or until he, you know, I guess does something really bad, then then that time won't probably come. Yeah. Um, and you know, what are they going to tell a guy that's that's you know, um, you know, if yeah, he would have gotten what, hurt in, what are they in one te- sixteen rounds? What are they going to tell a guy like you? What are, what are they going to tell a guy like you that's won eight thousand races and eight eight thousand titles? Nothing. 
I think it all just depends on the team and who you are and and what they think that you, you know, how much leash they have on you or what their boundaries are with you and things like that. Every, everybody's a little bit different. Well, I think it's different too because Ryan didn't come in kind of real loud, you know, where right. Kenny's always been super outgoing and open speaking and you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just different. Like, you know what you're getting where if RV came in like that, then you're like, well, all right, I guess we got to deal with it. He wins, so we got to right. deal with it. But he didn't come in that way, so you can't all of a sudden just start piping off because you're pissed about something. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, Vortex Racing bringing you Ryan Villapoto on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, Vortex Racing email Jake at vortexracing.com. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb using the sprockets, and uh, Babbitt's Kawasaki uses the V3 bar and sprockets as well. So please check them out. Check out their website, and uh, like I said, get a killer deal if you email Jake uh, and uh, and mention Pulp Mech Show. Uh, RV, so what's next for you? What's what's on the calendar like coming up? Do you have any uh, anything going on? Uh, Loretta Lens, man. Oh uh, yeah, thirty first. Yeah, thirty first through the third, I'll be there. Um, will you be riding yeah, at there? Will you ride the new bikes or something? Do they still do that? I don't even know. I don't know if I, to be honest. Uh, well, did they say bring gear? Do they? I mean, <laughs> did they tell at you? At this point, I don't know. I know at this point, I don't. They they just, just said you know right. be here at this time or whatever. So. Okay. Um, no, at this point, no. Um, so Loretta's, and then we have another one of our our series races up home. That will be that will be at, and then we have the camp that me and Jake are going to be doing. Oh yeah, um, what? So, I saw yeah, that. so so anybody up Washington, Idaho, Oregon area, we're still accepting, you know, riders to to join in, and and should be a lot of fun. How did he rope you into that, Weimer? Called me. He's bored. I don't have a job. What am I doing? How's the money? Do you need to negotiate? I I, I I told him I told him that I had a uh, thirty-two pack of Coors Light on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Did you? Is it worth your? Do you need to negotiate this, Weimer? Because I'll step in and no, try to get you. No, we're good. Don't. I don't need your negotiating. I'll, I'll try to get you some extra cash out of this uh, guy for. Uh, and then take your cut of it. Right. So then I end up with less than <laughs> what I started with. Uh, is it Will Hahn too? Who is it? It's not a guy? Uh, no, actually, no, no. Actually, Will was going to do it. Okay. Um, but then um, I, the round before and the round after is like, a, I think it's Unadilla and then um, okay. a, uh, Bud's Creek. Yeah. So I said, dude, I said, I can't, I can't rely on you uh, maybe having a fire drill on Monday or right, you know, right. something like after the weekend, you know. Um, you know, so it was going to be Will. Um, but I ended up, uh, I believe getting hot sauce on, on the, oh. on the mic and he's going to, in, in, um, he should be coming out. I believe I just got to confirm him one last time, but Ivan will be there. And, and, uh, I think Nick also, oh, the two kind of, seven. That, we're, yeah, we're, we're playing with, you know, how many guys I need to bring in versus yeah. how many people I have. So, sure. you know, I'm, I, I don't want to bring in a bunch of guys and don't have enough people for them, oh. you know? So, um, but we're coming down to it. We're uh, I'll probably know here in the next two weeks what you know how, what guy who's going to actually be there. But we're going to have a bunch of good guys. Are you surprised, Weimer, at RV's post racing life and how active he is? A little bit. I kind of thought he would I've, disappear. But I just I've talked to him about it, and it, like it makes a little more sense now. But um, I just thought he'd disappear with his millions in the woods. You I know? thought there was a chance. Yeah. You just never hear from him again. Yeah, I thought that was. A- <laughs> possibility 
crushing beers with lumberjack jackets on. I mean, it's and, cool though. I'm happy for him. Yeah. That, that yeah. He's flat tracking, and I don't know. That's cool. <laughs> Owning track. You try it. It's fucking. It's badass. <laughs> Uh, all right, RV. Thanks for uh, thanks for the time tonight. Appreciate it. Good luck with the dirt track. Good luck with a uh, uh, Grace Harbor up there and your your cup, your race RV two race at Paula New Year's Eve. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it should be good. And Jake, call me when you get back into town. Yep, I will. All right, thanks, RV. All right, guys. All right, all right. see it. Vortex Racing bringing you Ryan Villapoto on the show. Always, always a good time. Dark side, what's up? What's up, man? I got a uh, fly question, and I know it's. There's an embargo on it, but yes, uh, big embargo. Um, can you talk about the color waves at all? Is there any green? I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking for some new color waves out of fly this year. Yeah. Um, no, we can. Um, yeah, like a flow green. I think. Are you looking for like a cowie green? Man, I emailed JT a few months ago. I really like to see some of that old school, like dark green. But he kind of said that's probably not going to happen. It, it didn't sell well. But just yeah, I'm, I'm asking you. I mean, what's out? What, what are they? What are the color waves? Which... <laughs> well, you're gonna have to wait, Dark Side. I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> the, well, that's the, what I was asking. I like the stuff. It looks really good. It's a lot of straight lines, a lot of bold colors, a lot of solids. Yeah. Um, I really like all the look they've done. Um, they still have the, they still have the kind of crazy looking stuff a little bit um, for you know younger people. But I like all. I think it looks really good. I think it's, it's an improvement for sure. So. Um, but I don't remember if there's any green, like cowie green. It's gotta be. I probably missed it. They would have to make one set that way. But I know there's like a like a viz high viz green ish, you know. Really? So think that look good with the with the Honda? Uh, no, no, I don't actually. No, 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 not at all. No, I don't think. I think if you ride a Honda, then I think uh, blue gear looks really good, and I think yeah. um, like uh, uh, high viz yellow a little bit looks okay with a Honda. I like just yellow. Just, yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Just yellow, so cool. Uh, yeah, pretty so much you're, you're all gonna, my stuff's red and black. You're gonna do a roundtable show with Marks one of these days. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm just waiting for the confirmation. I'm ready. There you go, Marks. There's your own podcast you've been yelling and screaming about. He wants his own show, <laughs> Weimer. He wants his own show. It's one of his demands. I'm in whenever he's ready. I don't. I don't remember demanding that ever. You said, "Am I gonna get my own show or what?" <laughs> when did I say that? On a text. Uh, you couldn't sense the sarcasm. No. No, it seems like a demand. I should. I should start demanding more. You got it, so maybe, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. you should. Yeah, just yeah, we're start, gonna, we're gonna start do, working we're on it. We're going to make this happen. Uh, all right, Dark Side, thanks, buddy. All right, see you. See you. All right, everybody, we're going to take a commercial break here. Jake Weimer, jumping Jake Weimer. We are going to talk training. We're going to talk 18 RMZ when we come back. I'm going to talk to you about the Nationals. I want to get your surprises and a little bit of your disappointments yep. for the Nationals. This is all stuff I was going to bring up if your cab driver didn't lead you to. Look at this, speaking of cab driver. What? <laughs> Why are you? Did you pay this? What do you mean did I pay it? Wouldn't you say you got me lost? He stopped the clock when he got me lost. Oh, hell no. $130. Oh, I've taken a cab. I it's, didn't know. I was in a hurry bucks. then. What am I going to argue with him? It's 60 that bucks. That was the cab ride from the airport? Yeah. yeah. Oh, bro. What it, was I going to do? Yeah, you can't The really show was already right. going on. You should have texted me, and I would have came downstairs live on the air and beat him down. Because, I would have followed you with the camera. That would have been Because, great. dude, that's a, that's a joke. I mean, I, I get it. it. I would call I a agree. cab company for An sure. Uber would have cost 15 bucks. I'm going to call the cab company. Do you pay cash? No. 
Yeah, it's like 65 bucks normally. Now, okay, there's a little bit of heavy traffic and all that, like whatever. You know, what It I mean? actually wasn't. Oh, yeah, 65 bucks all day long. Jeez. I mean, I was watching the meter, and I'm like, holy shit. Pulp MX, just pay it out. Why not? Who knows? The Las Vegas cab system, take it, <sighs> checking us out. I mean... All right, we're going to take a commercial Dad. break, and uh, we'll be right back. There's serious shit going on with those guys. So stick with us, please. Tony Lessie says so, and uh, we'll be right back after this messages. It's Chad Reed. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Flyracing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS. 
featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Race Tech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Race Tech products are made in the USA. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. 
For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit EKChainUSA.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, 
Rocky Mountain MCKTM. Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing. The leaders of seat technology has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. Pivotworks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, Pivotworks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, Pivotworks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And Pivotworks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to Pivotworks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride Pivotworks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. 
If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch, 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique Tack Hour Meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Quiet reservation to words once a nation place you in a 
back, everybody. Pop Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Jumping Jake Weimer in studio. What's up, Jumping Jake? You're really holding on to that nickname. I don't know that I really care for it. I think we've but, had this conversation. Uh, we right? have, yeah, yeah and, we have. and you don't like it or something. I mean, I don't really care. I guess it's better than Jake the Snake. Out of your mind, dude. Tony likes it. All right. Well, Tony likes it then. Uh, 702-586-7857. If it works, it pivots. If it pivots, it works. Jake Weimer, the 250 Supercross champion from 1998, uh, <laughs> is, is here in the studio. And he's brought to you by PivotWorks. They simplified your trip to the parts counter by creating a single simple solution when it comes time to replacing the worn-out chassis and suspension components on your dirt bike, PivotWorks, the premier aftermarket solution uh, for wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm shock. I've used these guys. It's great. Uh, it's 40 for 50% off what the OEMs charge. Email james at pivotworks.com. Uh, grab a PivotWorks kit. Do it right the first time and save some money. PivotWorks. BTOsports.com. Fly racing. NFAB Jeep and truck parts. Race tech suspension. Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, uh, great wheels uh, for your uh, Jeep truck and SUV. SoCal Super Trucks is a deal with those guys as well. Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Uh, I used to have a colored EK chain back in the Ty Birdwell days. It was great. What color? Green. Mexicali. I don't recommend that. Why? I it's just don't look. like it. Guts Racing. You ever used Guts Racing or anything? Yeah, Tedder? Uh, RCH? No. Yeah, RCH uses guts. Yeah. The Velcro yep. seat covers, yep, yep, seat foam, yep, yep, lightweight yep. foam, too. Mm-hmm. Folks at Guts Racing on board with us. Get Data, Ride Engineering, uh, great company for clamps and links. And, uh, I think JGR, pumps. maybe, too. Guts? Maybe the seat, I think. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. And uh, Grandstone Boots, uh, all on board with us tonight. Um Thanks to those guys as well for coming on board. The uh, the Grandstone guys have been great with us. We're giving away a privateer uh, uh, award, cash award every week, uh, courtesy of the folks at, at Grandstone. Uh, Jake, do you remember the good old days where people made products that were built to pass down to the next generation? Yes, sir. The type of mindset is what pushed the guys at Grandstone to make classic leather boots and shoes. I was going to ask you, what is, because uh, I don't know what that is. They're built the right way, Jake. That's the way you should build them. Coming from a motocross background, the Grandstone team also understands the importance of practicality. Whether you're at the office or traveling on the weekends, Jake, Grandstone has you covered. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook, or GrandstoneBoot.com to see the entire line. Are these like moto boots or work boots? No, they're classy boots. Oh. High-end, classy oh, okay. boots. I'm going to look like right JT now. Like JT wears them. Oh, okay. Yeah, check them out. Tell I'm me what you think. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Uh, thanks. And they also, they support the sport. They give me some cash to pass on to privateers every week. Fast Freddy Norman won it last week. It, do you pass it all on I, or a part of it? Uh, well, the part of it that we're supposed to. Um, Fast Freddy Norman won it last week. For what is it? Grandstone? Grant. Josh Grant. Grant. Grant Stone. Grant Stone. This is turning into a weekly thing, right? Pingree was like this also. It was. Grant Stone. I found it. Oh, wait. Hold on. What? The good Ole days. <laughs> the good Ole days. Ole. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, all right. Are you down with it? Yeah, I'm good with it. All right. J- Jumping Jake Weimer says Grandstone Boots, his boot of choice. I have a buddy that wears some boots like this. Is his name? Go fucking Jake Weimer. What a fucking legend. <laughs> That's awesome. I haven't heard that. Oh, yeah. We uh, got we have a few. You have, we have another drop of yours. We do. You're not going to. Which which one? Quiet down. I don't have that one over here. Oh, you don't? No, I took it off. 
Why'd you take it off? I needed oh. to make room for other. Quiet down. You have it, because that that, that's why I took it off. That ain't me. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's you. Oh, that's you. Quiet down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 702-586-757. <laughs> uh, give us, uh, want to win some Roost MX graphics? Give us a call right now. Third caller. Roost MX graphics. RoostMX.net. Uh, thanks to those guys as well. LL35 is the code to save money with those guys. Heath Harrison killing it on the uh, Rock Cycle Trader Rock River team, as well as Lorenzo Lucrucio as well. Uh, Jake Weimer in studio. So, Gear Ally cold call. Let's do that before it gets too late. It's 9.30. In association with the mutual sponsorship of the RM, ATV, MC, WPS, KTM team, Gear Ally has teamed up with SoCal Super Trucks to bring Publimex listeners a great deal on all Gear Ally wheels during the Supercross season. Go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com, enter promo code Publimex17 at checkout for serious savings and great prices on a wide selection of tires as well. So Gear Alloy, get your truck in gear. They sponsor the uh, RM R, Rocky Mountain ATV MC team with uh, Millsaps, Baggett, Dakota Alex, and, and Benny Bloss coming up, as well as the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team. Uh, those guys just won the last GNCC, I believe. Um, so thanks to those guys as well. And X Game athlete, of course, Jessica JP Money Patterson, uh, who can forget her. She ran Gear Alloy helmets and everything for a long time. And uh, so, yeah, Gear Alloy, uh, five, six, eight lug applications, 16 through 24 inch diameters. Gear Alloy wheels. Um, let's check in on some Loretta Lens prep with uh, Paul Perbinos, your old mechanic. No, never he's, my he's mechanic. Never your mechanic, huh? No. Just Dino and Baggett? Uh, yeah. Hanson at X Games Hansen? one year. Okay. I thought he worked for you for a little bit or somewhere. No, somewhere. I mean, I'm sure he helped me yeah, with something throughout the deal. It was like me saying I'm Reed's mechanic because I did actually help Reed out at a few, you know. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm not. I was never Chad Reed's mechanic. Right. Gear Ally, cold call. Mark's too busy with the intro music. That's okay, Marks. Don't worry about it, Marks. Don't worry. Yeah, you're fine. You got paid for the year last week, so it's okay. What? Paul Parabinos. Gear Ally Cold Call with Jake Weimer. He's in studio here. Yeah, I like Jake. (laughs) But okay, what about me? Yeah, you're all right. Are you mad because I I I was the number one fantasy player from Southwick? Seven hundred points. No, no. I'm actually I'm actually happy for you because I think it's uh, re re reignited your fantasy flame. I feel like you've uh, been yeah. Oh, I'm back. Hard on fantasy. I'm back. I'm back. Hey, so your name came up because Loretta Lynn's is coming up, and we want to know how the prep is. Uh, it's good. Yeah, I, I think it's good. I mean, I think I, I think everything's going um, to plan. Jake, will you be there to mentally coach Paul again? <sighs> I, as of today, no. But Possibly. I don't know that he needs it. Well, he did it once. But yeah, I mean, why not? You know, he can just. We have we have a we have a cell, uh, cellular device telephone communication. Okay. Um, right. That we will be utilizing this this Loretta Lynn's vet classes plus twenty five plus forty. Paul, you're plus not in thirty. Well, Paul's, Paul's not in the plus forty, but um, Chris Kiefer, Paul Parabinos, Lars. Mike Brown, Nathan Ramsey in the older classes, Buddy Antonez in the older classes. Is Mike Brown in plus 30? No, he's plus oh, 40. Oh, he can't be. No. Plus 30 is only... only no points, can, No right? points, right. You can never score a point. It's sportsmen. We have to we have to carry a rifle on our back, and we shoot a target every lap. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do the job. Uh, Seth Rarick, also, he's going to... he's gonna, He means business. In which class? Plus 25. Okay. 
Yeah, that one will be tough. And then, of course, the guys that just haul ass there and do good anyways that you never know about, like this, yeah. the dude from Michigan last year that won in the lumber jacket. Oh, what? he's from Michigan? Yeah. Eric Swan? Swan, yeah. He had no, a, he had a, I thought he was from like NorCal or something. I thought he was from Michigan. He, no, lives, in, wrong, he lives in California somewhere. Okay, that guy. He'll be there. <laughs> and, he, you know, he hauls ass there. He won. In a flannel. In a flannel. That's pretty badass. Yeah, um, his, pro- his program is, is unbelievable. <laughs> I'm quite jealous of it, actually. Right. And then uh, what about, like, uh, Renner? Renner. Yeah. Good there. Yeah. We don't even talk yeah. about guys like that. You know, we talk about our buddies and these ex-pros, but. Well, yeah, but we we. Listen to me. We. <laughs> I, I did something I said I'd never do. The focus is you go win 30-plus, and then you give it your effort in 25-plus, but you go for that one too. But if the big if, if focus, things go sideways, then yeah. you the, all the focus goes to. What if things go sideways in the plus 30? Do you then focus on – do you trash that, or do you always ride that no matter what? And then – uh, we haven't talked I'm, about that. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah, I plan on riding all six motos to as best as I can. There you go. Um, this is going to be great because we got a lot of mutual. Yeah, are, like, you com- are you coming or uh, no? You I'm, 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 I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. And, and who do get I win? over the fence. And who already. do I windmill if I do go? Everyone's going to get mad no matter who I windmill, you know? Why would anyone get mad? Because I'll, I'll forget to windmill somebody and then I'll get mad because I have all you guys, you know. I'm like, how do we oh, listen? Hey, so I just saw Lars's Instagram. You were out with him. How'd that go? How's that battle going? What battle? <laughs> you and Lars. We we were, we were practicing. Um, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't do any lap times on him, and he was he was uh, testing some things. So he was doing flywheel changes and spring changes. I was helping him set his sag. I mean, oh, this is that I serious, Steve. Oh, I trust me. Yeah, and and then you know, like yeah. Rarick figures that he's got the edge over all these. Pussy California guys because of the ruts. East Coast guy. <laughs> Somehow Paul sits on the back of the seat and can turn the shit and he out still of some go ruts. The ruts. Yes, <laughs> which oh, I, I'll I never understand. But stand. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that is true. Paul did grow up in Florida. Yeah. Um. So Rarex like, yeah, you know, I got the ruts covered. I'm East Coast guy. I'm East Coast. Loretta's East Coast. I got that key for high desert. Like, good luck with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, there's so much talking going on. A big part I, of Loretta's fun. too, especially when you get into these classes, is, I mean, is who's in shape because it's so damn hot. Yeah. And, you know, most of these guys have jobs, so it's who can be fit and go the distance. Because a lot of times at Loretta's, there'll be somebody there that's good, but you know their best and worst time could be ten seconds apart. Yeah. So, and Paul's definitely. When he decides he wants to get ready, he does it. Yeah, do you think Paul's taking the most serious out of everybody? I don't know. I don't know about those other guys, but I mean Paul's very serious. Pretty damn impressive. Right. With the training <laughs> side. Right. Like pretty gnarly. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's be great. I can't I can't wait. It's gonna be really, really fantastic racing. Uh Gary, Well yeah, if you're so excited you need to go. It is a good time. I think it's the, pretty fun. Well, I'll go with Jacob. Yeah, I mean, you can go to the beer tent. You can see some old lady take her top off on the one of the poles of the tent <laughs> late at night. I, uh, <laughs> like three years ago. Um, no, it was a longer ago than that. Way longer ago. But I heard some 
Ryder's mom was giving BJ's. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm just like, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, is that what yeah, happens? Like that? Is that what happens at Loretta's? Do you think the like, Ryder knew? Him out, huh? the kid knew? You think? No, or? no, not at all. Yeah, that'd probably rattle you. You just, you just, you just get in line and wait for your turn, bro. That's kind of what I like heard. Like you buy a ticket and then. <laughs> I don't think you buy anything. That's there, right. There was some woods, and that was going on in the woods, and like. So I'm like, what, what is this going on in Loretta's? Dude, there is some crazy wow. stories come out of Loretta's. That's what it's I mean. It's pretty nuts. There was another story Jake, of like did a... You tell, go ahead. Jake, did you tell Steve about, because um, Jake was with me there the last time I was there, and he came, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or something, but he went out Friday night to the beer tent, and I think he found, after the beer tent closed, wasn't there another bar that somebody has set up out in front Dude, of the Dude, yes. I was, with, I was with a couple of me and Paul's buddies... <laughs> One of Paul's competitors, actually. <laughs> was, it, was it Schman Schmuman? <laughs> it, it sounded something like well, it that. It sounded like Schman Schmuman? All right, okay. So we're like hanging out, and, the, and you know, everybody's hanging out together, and the oh, beer tent closes, so they're like, there's another, there's another bar in the B lot or whatever, and I'm like, what? What are you talking? About? Yeah, we got to take you. You got to check this out. So they, we drive a mile to so, the B lot. Schman schmuman. And, yeah. and there, there is full on somebody's got. It's literally like a full bar set up, like lights. There's there's taps. It was unbelievable. I was like, wow. I think I got this one topped a little bit. 98, the only time I was ever there, 1998, uh, Pastrana, Jessamine year or something. Yeah. Um, I was working at Honda Support. If you left the track and went left and then went up some hill, there was an old beat-up bar up there. And we went there and hung out <laughs> pool tables and everything, and we drank some beers and whatever. The next night, we're like, let's go to the bar again. We head to the bar. It's burnt down to the ground. It's burnt down the next day. One day later, it was gone. Was it you? It was still smoking. The, 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 the wood was still smoking. Oh, my god! I'm like, this bar was just here yesterday. You'll, so, you'll, you'll have to ask Randy, Steve, but Randy yeah. has a great story about um, a late night at Loretta's after the beer tent and the golf cart broke and they could only drive it in reverse and they're trying to outrun the cops. Oh, I've heard this. I have a story, actually. <laughs> What about my mom giving BJ story? That's pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's your story, Wimmer? Uh, one year I went there and I broke my thumb and tore my knee up at Ponca, but we're already in Oklahoma, so we're like, well, let's just go. Mm hmm. You know, see Jason, how it Jason, goes. Jason's just like, let's go. Yeah, but I was yeah. cool with it. Right. I don't got nothing else right. to do, so I was like, yeah, let's do it. Right. So I ride the first moto and I did all right. I think I got third or something. And then the second moto, I stalled my bike and I couldn't get it started. So I'd, I had a bad result. So I just stopped. I went to the hospital, got a cast put on my hand because mm -hmm. I, I knew my thumb was yeah. broke. And then, so I, we were just hung out the rest of the week because you got friends there and whatever. We're already there. So yeah. Um, one night I was hanging out. Uh, Josh Grant was there. He wasn't racing. He's riding nationals at this point. And so we're all hanging out. Me, Josh Grant, Kyle Cunningham, who was probably, I don't know, 14 at the time. I was 16. Um, and then what it was Cunningham's mechanic. I don't remember his name, but we're all just cruising around in a golf cart. Just, well, that's a dog doing nothing. 
Well, there's curfew. You got to be off your golf cart. Oh, there's a curfew? I didn't know that. Well, there was oh, this okay. year. I don't yeah, know about still. Right, but right. So they kept telling us, you need to go back to your pits. Go, yeah, 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 okay, whatever. Well, we just kept driving around. Well, then they started chasing us. But we just Who's thought they? it was like, like, the security. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, so then we just thought it was funny, and we yeah. just kept going, whatever. Right. Well, we started kind of getting cornered because they was, started gang up on us. <laughs> so we're mobbing through all over, through the woods and laughing, whatever. Well, at this point, we're like, we better, we better dodge the golf cart yeah. and hide somewhere. Yeah. So we, we kind of get a big enough lead that we turn a corner, and we just – basically yeah. bail out right. and we jump underneath a semi yep. and we're just laying under there. They're looking, looking, looking. And we're, you can hear some kids in, I don't know, a hundred yards away or something. Uh-huh. It wasn't us. And yep. they're, they're going pigs, pigs, you know, making okay. fun of them, whatever. Well, they found us and they drug us <laughs> out from underneath the semi. Mind you, my knees blown. And Your thumb's jacked. I got a cast on my hand. They take us out to the road. The cops show up at this point. They Jeez. grab JG and slam him on the ground. And the dude goes to grab the back of my hooded sweatshirt uh-huh. and basically throw me on the ground. Yep. And I'm like, whoa, 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 I'll sit down, dude. I'm hurt. <laughs> like, So it's, you know, whatever, midnight or I don't know. It's late. Uh-huh. And... They're like, I mean, they cuffed Grant. Jeez. And I'm thinking, like, this ain't good. They called Tim Cotter, who's in bed. Yeah. He comes down there. He's like, you guys will never race another AMA event in your whole life ever again. Jeez. Oh, gnarly. Hey, Factory Connection, Josh Grant's oh, yeah. out. Josh oh, Grant's yeah. out. <laughs> so then they start, we're kind of talking to him. They start, what's your name? What's your name? Oh, Josh Grant. And he's like, what the hell are you doing here? And then go to Jay Quimer, what are you guys doing? And we're like, dude, we're just, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm terrified. Like, yeah. I got to go back to my mo- – they escort us all back to – so JG gets escor- escorted to the Factory Connection RV with Ziggy's there. Yeah. And they got to explain that story. They take me back to my motorhome, wake my dad up. Oh, boy. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. It ended up oh, being boy. fine, but I guess they freaked out on us. Because originally they were really freaking out on us, and we kind of talked them down a little bit. Uh-huh. They, I guess, I don't know this to be fact, but apparently I heard the next day that some kids had broken into Loretta's house. Oh, okay. And they were maybe just assuming it was us. So I think that's initially why they were freaking out on us like that. But yeah, it definitely, you have Tim Cotter tell you you're never going to race another <laughs> AMA event again in your life. <laughs> And uh, you're thinking, huh, how am I going to explain this one? Yeah. So it ended up being fine, but, um, yeah, it scared us. Loretta's, God. Yeah. If, those, if the beer tent walls could speak. Well, yeah, I'd never, bring it in. I'd never bring obviously it. been there until I went with Paul. Right, right. And Bring your cargoes and your flip And Malcolm was in. there, <laughs> Stuart, and Roger Larson, and they had, like, a mule. Uh-huh. And they had a big cooler in the back. And I was like, hey, let me get something to drink. So I opened the cooler, and they have a rubber snake oh, yeah. taped to the lid. <laughs> and, dude, I did a backflip. Like, and people were doing it all night long. It was hilarious. Oh, man. Maybe, I don't know, Parabinos. I'd like to go. Maybe I'll look into it. Where do I go into? Nashville? Yeah. Where do you go into? Nashville? Yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, the last thing I feel like is getting on a plane, but, you know, another plane. It's but. only like 115, so it's oh, not that bad. The last time I went, I did Honda support, and no one rode Hondas because they didn't pay anymore. They didn't really have anything. Honda Houston was there, but yeah. there was, like, nobody riding a Honda, and I was so bored. I just sat on the bumper, and I had all these parts, and I remember one guy was on a CR250. He's like, hey, I, I'm hearing a noise, and I'm like, got split the cases. <laughs> split the cases. You get all new bearings because I was so bored. I'm like I'm just gonna tear, I'm gonna hook this guy up like I got nothing better to do I, I gave him basically every part for the bottom end that I could and I'm just like yeah good all right nice. see you later so um ah, I was bad so um well yeah Paul looking forward to it it should be fun so yeah how's everything at Pro Taper since we have you on and the show and everything? uh good yeah good um just there's always something to do or new project to work on or advertising or sponsorship or something there's always something emails reps sales there's always something so yeah so everything's good on that side though and uh the fly race and moto 60 show on thursdays uh, brought to you by pro taper so please check that out everybody yeah um yeah well maybe maybe jump and jake weimer and i'll go to loretta's be a good time yeah we, what, we, what we need to do is we got to find the class schedule the rv race schedule. will be there too <laughs> great <laughs> um we got to find the class <laughs> schedule of races and Bro, then, this dog. And then you can go, you can go, the dog, what? I mean, can we get it some help? We can't. No? Yeah, she doesn't want to talk about it. It's All very, right. sorry. You know? What's wrong? It's very with embarrassing. Him? What's wrong with it? Big old tumor on his on her she, side. She can't go under the knife to get it removed. Not a tumor. Removed. The tumor. She's too old to tumor. get it removed. So what do you do? <laughs> if it's not a tumor, then it's ride a volleyball. It you got to ride it out. You ride it out. Ride yeah. it out. She's, um,. Blondie. She's, she's too old to go under the knife, man. All right. Um yeah. so what okay, back to the show. Can we talk about Sorry. The, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh can we need to find the class schedule so I can like what the if I can hit the two modals in one day thing or something, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just so you can go in and out and get the most exposure. Yeah. You can do that, but one rainstorm throws the whole schedule off. True. Yeah, I guess, right? Which which also could happen very much so. Just commit to it. Usually does. Commit all week. Who pays for the well, flight in the hotel out there for me? Open uh, X. Ask, um, ask Pookie. Ask Pookie. Okay. Ask Pookie. I, can, I can ask Pookie. Pookie, come up here. <laughs> I, um, I, uh, Tim Carter did ask me about doing the, the pulp show from there. Really? Yeah. yeah from from Loretta's. He's like, yeah, bring all your equipment and everything. And I'm like, Maybe we can get some expenses Maybe. covered here. <laughs> yeah. Like a live pulp make a, show make a phone in call. the pits. Yeah. Yeah. But who's yeah. the sponsor for it? Is it parts or what is it? I don't know. Because you know, I, I gotta have fly why racing. Why don't you do your Why don't you do your Moto sixty show from from Loretta's? Yeah, I could. I could if there's a Wi Fi signal good enough. I'm good. I'm I, I can do it. Yeah, it's questionable. <laughs> All right, Paul. Thank you for picking up the gear alloy cold call. Appreciate it. Yeah, Loretta's All right, see Loretta's boy. battle. See you, bud. All Thanks, right, Paul Perbinos, everybody, national champion winning mechanic. I got one win, one national win to my name, and a summer cross win. Summer cross, and he's got a title. Yeah. Damn X it. Games gold. That doesn't matter. That's a summer cross. Yeah, that's true. Kinda right. Same. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Jake Weimer, uh, Donnie Emmer Jr., Ryan Villopoto, and uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti all on. Jason Wygant picked up as well. A couple times. Paul Barabino's picked up. Uh, Jason Thomas, of course, our great buddy Jason Thomas. So. Um, Okay, 2018 RMZ 450. I asked you about this a couple months ago. You denied everything. 
um, which is very good by you. If anybody's listening from Suzuki, you denied everything. Uh, but uh, it's coming out real soon. The intro is in a couple weeks. What's the bike like? I don't know. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Can I talk or? The first thing you say is, I don't know. I don't know how much I can say, but I. There I, we go. I, I asked them and I can talk about it. Wait, I, you asked them what? For the show? If I. Uh, when you text me, I asked like, Hey, I don't know. Can I talk about this? Or, okay. and they said, you can talk about it, but leave out it the, some details, but the yeah. testing I did, yeah. uh, I rode outdoors one day mm-hmm. and then I rode supercross four days. So I had some supercross suspension yep. and you know, that stuff, but, uh, chassis wise and all that, um, I was I was impressed. I really, legitimately, as soon as I got on it, I liked it. Because um, Suzuki's I, already turned good. They yep, they already stable yep, and turned good. Yep, and I would say it's improved. So I was on a very early, you know, it wasn't a prototype. It was the real thing. But you know, I was kind of the first one to yeah. go through those steps with it. So. And immediately, I liked it. So Lay- I, layout is good. Layout's like flatter. Looks like looks like yeah. A, like I a, loved it. It it is. It's it's flatter and um, just the the position of everything, pegs, bars. Yeah. I thought everything was awesome, and I definitely think it's going to be a great bike. Motor similar. <clears throat> I rode. It was a, not a stock motor, so it's being very evasive here, Mark. It's yeah. not a stock motor, yeah. so I can't right. I can't speak okay. on that. But right. waffle, from waffle, what waffle, I'm waffle. from what I'm told, it's improved. But I haven't rode a stock motor. Okay. But from what I was told, because I ha- I sat in on two meetings with Whoa. Japanese and Whoa, meetings, and we went over all of it. And like I said, I never rode a stock motor, but from everything I took from it was that it, it's improved. Okay, so, so I think I I I'm definitely a fan of it. I you know I think it looks so no awesome. bullshitting our listeners. You you liked it? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, if I if I didn't like it, I probably just would have told you before. Like, don't ask me the question because I don't want to talk about it. But no, legit, um, I liked it, and the thing looks badass. And no, I think uh, I think it's going to be a good bike. Um, what are you going to do next year? I don't know. What's he I don't gonna, know. What if you don't have a ride? We do the same thing you did this year, I guess. Just ride and have a bike from somebody and no, help you fill in. No, I I would like to race, um, but I I want to know ahead of time. It's yeah. The training part is so important um, that it's so hard to do it the right way. When like for me, like I I love to have that mental image you yeah, know in my yeah. head and you know it's just it's hard when you're at the track and there's you know a scary obstacle or something and you're like man i don't even know if i'm racing like do i really <laughs> yeah, want right. to yeah just ko myself right now and you know i might not even be on the line like i i would love to race but i i really need to be in a situation that i know i'm going so i can you yeah. know oh i can imagine that would help 100 yeah, percent. yeah for sure so i would love to race um, I don't know. We'll see. This year was tough though. I, it so, sucks. Cause I would have loved to be able to get those guys some better results, but 
by about the end of middle end of November, I was just frustrated and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I, I was just frustrated. So three days before Anaheim won, my phone rings and it's Jeremy Albrecht. Yeah. And I knew, cause I'd actually heard some rumors that Barsha had gotten injured. Right. And so I saw it and I knew, and it was literally, it was Wednesday evening. <laughs> so, you know, originally it was for four rounds. They told me, yep. you know, it might be five or six. And I'm like, well, that's fine. I knew they had talked to some other people and I knew there wasn't anybody better that they could get. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll do the first, you know, four or five yeah. rounds. And you're already on, you don't have to adapt to Suzuki so much. It's, no, it was, yeah. a, it was obviously a different bike with some different yeah. components, but yeah, yeah, you know, in general, it was the right. same chassis and, and that stuff. So, um, I agreed to do it and it, it ended up turning into the whole season with Weston getting hurt. Um, I mean, I had fun with all the guys and they're a great, great group of, of guys and do good work, but it was just, just really hard from my end. Cause I, you know, I wasn't prepared yeah. the way that I should have been. Um, I think it, they liked you and they liked the fact that you stayed healthy and on the track that counts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. It doesn't, it doesn't get you a ride, no. you know, it yeah. makes it difficult, you know, moving forward. But yeah, I mean, I think I did what I could at the time and it was just one of those situations, but I, I don't want to be in that situation again. Cause it just, I don't like going out there and right. getting bad results and that's not fun. I get frustrated and, um, it's just not the way, you know, if I'm going to risk injury or, you know, whatever else comes along with racing, I want to be able to at least, you know, be yeah. more competitive and have some, some better results. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit for your results. They weren't like on fire or anything, but you were getting in the top 10 here and there. And just I got, a, I got a handful yeah. of elevenths, and my best was seventh at Dallas. Right. Um, so, you know, so there was a, yeah, I mean, there was a couple things here and there, but in a span of January to May, um, there was plenty that wasn't good and it's just it's frustrating you know especially when you feel like you should be better and you know that you know you know that you have more than that but i'll tell you what i you know i I wrote this column about the 2vd supercross class and how i just think it's a joke and it's out of hand and the stars of the sport the bogles or malcolm stewart's that succeed that win get get fucked and Mm -hmm. i'm like what's that's wrong I, i whatever you wanted to say like maybe my idea of the 2vd class being broken and 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 stupid wasn't a smart idea uh and that's fine if you want to attack it from another direction but my general premise of winning the title is the worst thing you can do is absolutely mm. correct mm. it didn't really affect you because you went into the factory calorie ride but I, yeah the sport right now that where we sit in 2017 going into 2018 bogle is making basically no money malcolm's basically making no money brock tickle's making no money these guys are great riders, top 10 riders, and they succeeded in the 250 class, and this is where they're at. And so, however you want to fix it, it got to be fixed. And I don't, I, I just, people resisted me on saying the 250 class was, you know, broken. But, I mean, when you can just stay down and make your couple hundred thousand year after year after year, don't worry about it. And then if you actually happen to win, it's like the shittiest thing for your career. Right. Tells me all you need to know right there. Yeah, we've talked about this before, and, oh, for and sure, I yeah. don't, you know, I don't know the answer, but it it, it definitely is. Um, 
That's a tough deal. And I don't, like I said, I don't know the answer, but I, I agree. I don't, I, I would like to see it be better as far as that goes. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, people, if, if people knew the salaries of the dudes, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. If they knew what those guys are making, they'd be shocked. Yeah. I good think. chance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, these guys are yeah. in magazines. They're on these janky internet shows. They're got, they, they're in magazine ads and, and they're basically, you know, but, but then our elite guys, Dungey, Rocks, and Tomac, Dungeon used to be, um, they're making millions, four to five million dollars a year. Now they should get more money right. because they are the best riders. Right. They're better than you. Yeah. Sorry to break that to you. Eli Tomac's a better rider than you. Sorry. I mean, sorry, sorry, not sorry. Uh... Um, he should get paid more. But yes. should he get paid? 500 times <laughs> what the guy in 10th gets paid? Well, it's the age-old story. You know, we don't, we don't have enough money floating around. So it's like, yeah, do you want to take money away from those guys to, you know, create more rides for some people that, may ha- that, that should potentially have some rides? Well, that's not really fair either because those guys should probably make more than they do make for what they do, you know? Mm, no, if, I don't, I don't I, agree with that. I'm yeah. saying if you look at other sports – yeah, but and we're nothing. We're a small I, little blimp. You know? I I understand that, but it's a little bit weird to me that you know I get emails at the end of the year, and they give you all these stats on TV ratings and sales and ticket sales and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And every year, the future's bright. Oh, we yeah. we we our our view ratings, ratings are, are up twenty one percent. I know, and I'm like that is awesome, but. How is how am I not seeing it anywhere else other exactly. than this email that you're telling me exactly that we're growing? I say the same thing. I just got I just that. find that that's weird. I saw, I actually got an email not that long ago, right. and I'm pretty sure it said that the 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 viewer ratings were it was up 21 percent from last year 2016. Yeah. 2017 yeah. was up 21. No. And I and I got into it with the team owner a little while ago at the races because they're talking about the super costs expanding and maybe expanding over the nationals and this and that. And I was yeah. like, I'm like, look, I don't have a dog in the fight. Supercross is more popular than motocross. There's no doubt in my mind. But if you just think that the nationals are just going to roll over and say, all right, Supercross, go ahead. I'm like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And he, and this guy was telling me about how popular Supercross is. And I'm like, who told you that? Fell did. Mm. I'm like, ah. Oh. All right, cool. Right on. That's that's really awesome. Because I look at the ratings. I have access to some TV ratings. And it's basically flat from one year to another. I don't really know where they're coming up with this. There are numbers. It's like accounting. You can find some raise somewhere yep. if you do something. you know. And, and and then I hear all these jerk-off agents for years tell me about X Games and the millions of people that watch X Games. And how it's going to flood our sport. And I'm, all, and I'm always like, all right, I'm waiting. Yeah. Let me know when Taco Bell and Verizon <laughs> come in. Yeah. Let me know. I haven't seen it yet. Right. A lot of these outside deals are, are buddies of buddies that come in that like the sport or they're monster energy drinks or their energy drinks or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So spare me the ratings, spare me the X games, spare me this and that. Let me see it. Let me see riders making good livings, risking their lives. I yeah. don't see that yet. Yeah. I see in the 450 class, Six to eight guys that are legitimately making good money. Right, right, right. Roxon, Tomac, Marv, Anderson, 
probably Canard now, you know, still. Yeah. Um, Sealy does pretty Seeley, well, I think. Yep, Sealy's probably doing well. Uh, None of the Suzuki guys. Well, Barsha. Barsha. Barsha's yeah. killing it. There's seven. You know. I'm so, sure there's a few yeah, more that no, are I'm doing sure. pretty well. But you but... think Dean Wilson, Brock Tickle, Justin Bogle, Christian Craig, J- Josh Grant, they're, you'd be shocked to find out what they're making. Yeah, I mean, I have a good idea on a couple of those, yeah. but... Um... Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, it's a tough deal too that there's a handful of guys that are really kind of the same guy. Yeah. So, you know, I'll do it for four hundred. <laughs> well, I'll do it for three hundred. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll do it for two. You right, know, right. and I think that creates a little bit of a problem too. Yep. Um, and I know that that happens. So I, I mean. Maybe not so much with the guys that are one, two, three, no, you know, no, four, yeah, or whatever. Further down. But further down, seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it. I definitely think that that happens. So I think that's another issue, and I don't know how you would ever get around that. You know. Mark, so we got our graphics winner. Yes. Okay. Roostermax.net. Yes. We yes, got our graphics winner. Thanks to those guys for giving away. Uh, you know what? I don't know how you'd get around without a Honda vehicle from the folks at Honda World Downey. 30 minutes anywhere from an L.A., uh, 1,000 new Hondas in stock, 100 used cars, uh, where the 5 and the 605 meet. These guys are motocrossers down there, mm-hmm. Downey Honda, Weimer. And uh, they'll give anybody from Pulp MX show a free first-time oil change if they drive a Honda. Just go down there and mention Pulp MX. Great deals on used and new uh, Honda vehicles. We thank the folks at Honda World Downey for coming on the show. Please check them out. Mention Pulp MX. Get a hell of a deal. They'll meet or, bre- or beat any deal out there. Honda World. Just threw that in there. Huh. Uh, Jake Weimer brought to you by Pivot Works, by the way. If it works at Pivots, Pivots, it works. <laughs> okay. Uh, Truck Hero question of the day. We yeah. don't sell out here, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> Truck Hero question of the day. Truck-Hero.com. Proud sponsor of the Auto Trader JGR Suzuki team. They're also a parent company of the folks at NFAB. Uh, Truck Hero is comprised of worldwide renowned brands, uh, brands including Back Industries, Undercover, NFAB, Bedrug, Husky Liners, the Truck Hero people are great. They uh, support the sport like the folks from NFAB. And uh, this is the Truck Hero question of the day for Jake Weimer. So, you train with Alden Baker for – we don't have an intro, right? Okay. You train with Alden Baker for three years? Four years? Uh, three. Three years under Alden Baker. Yep. Super trainer. Yep. Uh, we just saw Ryan Dungey retired uh, after two years of work with Alden Baker. Our buddy RV there hung it up pretty early after years of training with Alden Baker. The question, truck hero question of the day for you. Is Alden Baker a career killer, Jake Weimer? No. No. No, that's a stupid... That's, that's truck hero question of the day, everybody. Truck-hero.com. Yeah, that's that's not a good question. Okay, I didn't mean it that way. I was I was joking. But um, it's, it's not a coincidence that Dungy and RV hung it up early after being in Alden Baker's program. It's not a coincidence, or are right. you asking me if it yeah, is? Yeah, I'm asking you. It's not a, uh, I'm saying it's not a coincidence, right? No, but I think it's – this doesn't really have anything to do with me, unfortunately. You wish you could hang it up early. Well, no, I wish I would win. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you could then hang it up early because you'd have millions in the bank. <sighs> no, it's, it's – that's not – what, what I'm saying is, nice. is to, to – what? Uh, uh, We're both confused at you. 
Well, I'm going to tell you okay. if you just let me. Jump in Jake Lime, everybody. <laughs> it ta- it's really uh, difficult to win, as we all know. Yes, and it I is. think yep. mentally it takes a lot out of you. It's a lot different to show up at a race and be like, man, I want to crush it tonight and win tonight, or I want to crush it and get on the podium tonight, than to have to show up, um, you know, 17 rounds in a row in Supercross, and then two weeks off, and then you got to do it 12, and the whole time is to fight for a title. You have to, you you cannot have bad nights. Um, And I think when you start talking multiple championships like that, I think that it just takes a lot out of you. Maybe some can handle it better than others, but, you know, I've fought for one title. Well, kind of two. I lost the other one. Um, but it's it's a different world fighting for a title than it is to show up and race. Uh, I think just mentally, it's it definitely wears on you. Um, and I think that's more the reason for um, the the early retirements. So do you think, okay, so this goes back to Alden Baker. Say Eli Tomac goes on this run. He looks like he will. He, I don't know what Roxon, I don't know if Roxon's coming back at 100% or, you know, that's a big question mark. Right. So to me, I think Eli Tomac's going to go on a spree here. Do you think like, he hangs it up early from all that stuff that you just talked about. And again, you, we don't know. We're just theorizing. Right, 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 right. But my point is, he's, he's not an Alden Baker's program. He does his own deal with, with John Tomac. Because of the reasons that you just talked about and not the Bake, Baker workload, that I Tomac you, hangs it up early. I guarantee you Eli Tomac trains hard. Absolutely. Like, no, no, I know that. So, no, no. so what I'm think... saying is, are we in this new generation where dudes are in and out and they're they're counting their money and they're cashing I mean, out. Carmichael did it like 10 years ago. Same same deal. And he was, what, 28? Yeah, same he, as RV? Um, RV's 29 now. So well, he would have up 26? No. He, well, RV, it's gone three years now. Two. Right? two. 16, it was, 15? 14? He raced in 15. No, he's 14 Supercross title. 14 yeah. Supercross yeah. title, yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah. it's it's around there. Yeah. Right at the same thing. So what's your question now? Is it a new Is, are thing? Are we just gonna see the top guys cutting it a bit short because of the workload needed? I think it's possible. Um because of all the stuff you talked about, going in every week, knowing that you gotta win and I think it's possible, but I I, I really think it depends on the guy too. Um Wow, really oh, sharp stance there. Huh? Nothing. Well, what do you think? I think so. Yep. You think it is a new Yep, thing. I think I think cuz there's so much money involved. Look, uh at the end of RV's career, do you think he had 20 million in the bank? Yeah. Okay. 30 million? Du- yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. Dunge? Ish. You sound like yeah. you may know more than you're No, I I okay, I haven't logged on to RV's <laughs> bank account, but I can ask him if, if I you could can. maybe. If yeah. you log on, can you transfer something yeah. to me? I have a B of A account. I'll give you the number. <laughs> uh so Dunge probably the same. Correct? Yeah, yeah. similar. You're yeah. in the same ballpark. And, and Ricky probably more, even though he was paid less than those guys, I think, but maybe not near the end, but whatever. So, back to your question. I think yeah, these guys are looking at their bank account and there's like 
that is too good to walk away from. I mean, McGrath, well, McGrath the, just finished telling me in 1996, he won 14 out of 15 Supercrosses. Yep. And made, uh, I don't know what he made. The next year, he went to Suzuki in 96. He won two races or three races out of 14. He won yeah. 14 the year before. He made almost the same amount at Suzuki winning three races because of his bonuses. So I don't think MC was in that kind of range. I'm pointing out the, how bad the money was. Mm-hmm. And then MC had, you know, 98, 99. He was almost out of it by then. This yeah. was near the end of the 90s. Yeah. So Ricky hits. Money goes crazy. Money's crazy for Dunge. Money's crazy for RV. Money's crazy for Tomac. Roxon. So now, starting now with Ricky, with the salaries, I think that these guys are going to check out. I think part of it, too, is, uh, I mean, I'm not in that position, but if you have that much success and then financially you are in a, you know, a really good situation. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? At some point, you know, I'm sure it's like, man, I've done everything I've wanted to do. Yeah. I've won all the titles I wanted to win. Financially, I'm in, you know, couldn't really ask for more. I'm healthy. Thank you. Yep. I'll Chances s- are you have a hot wife, you know, because you're a, a yeah. supercross racer. So yeah. you're like, I got this hot wife. Yeah, right. I have $30 million in the bank. Right. Thank you. Yeah. I'm done. So I'm sure it's a lot of right. things that go into that. Um, how and how funny is it, Jake, that we just had RV on the phone and you and I were around Cowie a lot. You rode for them, and I was around, I was in there all the time getting coffee and food, oh, as yeah. you know. Oh, I know. Um, he's such a different guy now. Yeah, he was not happy near the end. At the end, yeah, he definitely yep. was. And you listen to him now; he's dirt tracking. Oh yeah, good times with RV on. Friday yeah, I mean, night. at the yeah. end, it was like, man, this guy might. <laughs> look at a motorcycle after this and punch someone but no I, I, yeah. which is I'm happy for him and that's really cool that you know he's but I think it gives you and I and you more so than me a look into the pressures and the, the payoffs that these guys I mean I've seen it firsthand, and I've dealt with it on a smaller level yeah. you know I I race for a regional title yeah um, which is half the races you know yeah. and I know how tough that was. Right. So it's, you know, I mean, it sounds stupid. We all know it's tough. But, man, it, I think, you know, it could, it could be physically if, you know, R- RV had some pretty serious injuries um, yeah. that I'm, I I think took a toll on him. I think when he broke his leg real bad, I think that bothered him a little bit. In 2010? Yep. Uh, yep. yep. But I think he had like three surgeries or something. It was pretty serious. And then he had a couple knees after yep. that. And, yeah. Um, you know, so I think there's a lot of things that go into it. But I think mentally it's just, it's really. It's, I don't think guys like that in the corner or me understand that, that sacrifice, that work. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's big. It's huge. And, and I can vouch for it for you, Jake. You may deny it, but. I went to RV's house every year with, with Baker, and your last year there, you were so miserable. You hated it. Mm. You could tell. Yeah, I'm, like, was... I'm like, this guy is oh, he's either going to quit or he's leaving this place. Like, he doesn't want to be here. It wasn't really to do with the place or, you know, well, I think... where I was so much. It was just, I was just so frustrated with myself, and yep. my results sucked. And, and you're working so hard. Oh, I was busting my ass. Right. And I legitimately <laughs> was trying, and it just, it was really frustrating time for me. And, you know, when 
I think the time you're talking about was 2000. It was either it was 13 when you came there for Supercross. I went there three or four years in a row. So yeah, I don't know. Mm. Last year you were there. I think it was last year. 13, and next year yeah. you went with with Randy. I think 13. So and then at that point, you know, I kept having these random stupid injuries that were getting in my way and you know i was i was just really really frustrated and i wasn't happy with my results and you know i was busting my ass seven days a week and i was and i just i don't know i was in a rut and i i couldn't get out of it and it just it was uh you weren't even making fun of ac like everybody else was he needed a break he's (laughs) taking some heat at that point so poor guy no, it's. It, I think everybody goes through it, and yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the strong survive. It's tough. Yeah. So, truck hero question of the day: Jake Weimer says Alden Baker is a career killer. False. Tweet <laughs> fake news. Fake news. Uh, Jake Weimer, everybody on the Pulp Mix show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Seven zero two five eight six seventy five seven. Call anytime. Leave a voicemail. These are the best of the best that was. Don't blame me. Crazy lady still call? No. No? No. She's over you? Um, yeah, I don't know what happened. So, huh. Steve, what's going on? It's 480 Phil, East Hampton, Connecticut. Went to the Wick for, I don't know, my 30-something straight in a row. Okay, wait a second. Wait. This guy sounds cool. He really likes the show. But tell me if you don't think this guy's a little bit of a jerk. All right. Attendance. And I parked my ass right at the fucking first turn. So <clears throat> putting up my fucking tent at six in the fucking morning, they're giving me a ration of shit. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not taking the motherfucker down. <clears throat> so, so we sure- have a we have a you know, rebel against authority already starting. So all right. Sure as shit I didn't have to. Cool. Uh, they're like, yeah, you're supposed to be 40 feet off the fucking fence and everything. Fuck all these goddamn sponsors. Jesus Christ, I was drinking fucking keg beers with fucking a buddy of mine, Jimmy Ellis. You might have heard his name once in a while. Anyway, I get the, I get my fucking tent up and everything, and you know what? I fucking forgot my fucking caution tape. My daughter's like, oh, you should have brought the caution tape. Because what do you got? You got fucking cockroach fucking encroachment. It's like, look. You get here at 5 fucking 30, and you can have this fucking front row fucking perfect fucking place to be. Anyway. I mean, so I anyway. like the guy, but he seems angry. It's pretty aggressive. He's aggressive. That's pretty aggressive. Just wait. It gets worse. Really? Oh, yeah. By these fucking douchebags start fucking encroaching on my fucking space, right? So okay. I guess he's got an easy up. They want him to take it down. He says, no. It's right by the side of the track. Now these douchebags are getting underneath his easy up, I guess. That's what I'm gathering. So he gets a four by eight space by himself because he got there at 5 a.m. And his daughter forgot the caution tape. I don't know if I like this guy or I don't like, I like his ballsiness, but I mean, I feel like, I mean, I understand a little bit like it's his canopy. Like he got there at five in the morning. I mean, yeah, he made a commitment, but um, the aggression is pretty heavy. Just wait, just wait. 
Because I'm fucking standing up, that doesn't mean at 59 I don't want to fucking sit my ass down once in a while. So I say to this fucking Ecuadorian, uh, Honduras, fucking Puerto Rican, whatever the fuck you are, and he races NESC and so do I at the ripe age of 59. So I'm in the fucking way, but I'm paying my kids fucking to race, and I'm racing too. Fuck them. Anyway, douchebag. I have to tell the fucker, you're going to move your fucking fat ass because I'm going to sit down. And I'm not fucking going to fucking tolerate this bullshit. The guy's like, well, you show me respect, I'll show you respect. You didn't show me no fucking respect as soon as you stood in fucking front of me, motherfucker. So anyway, I hope you fucking listen to this. You where, where do we stand on this guy? Anger management, possibly. <laughs> um, I mean, I get where he's coming from, but wow. Like, whew. Fucking douchebag. But uh, anyway... So, and, and then guess what happens? Oh, then it starts to fucking rain. Then I've got fucking 40 fucking people under, like, one of the few fucking tents that are at this fucking race nowadays. I remember doing fucking kegs and tripping and shit at this fucking... Motherfucker, I'm so pissed. Anyway, these motherfuckers, I go, all right, all you cocksuckers, you're going to give me a dollar. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, nobody wants to fucking dig in their pockets. Well, guess what? I go, Sarah, Brian, and Robbie DeBrew, get your fucking <laughs> corner, and we're closing down shop. Just close it down. Close down fucking shop. And one other fucking thing, I bleed yellow, too. Raining yellow. I bleed yellow. But anyway, what the fuck, Suzuki? How many fucking times do you have to fucking run out of gas? Are you fucking kidding me? You use a lot more fucking gasoline at Southwick. Wake the fuck up. All right, guys. Great fucking show. Love you. Later. Bye. I mean, he, great show. He loves us. You know? He's just really, really mad at that. I mean, he he said, Robbie, Robbie, Sarah, Billy, grab a corner. <laughs> shut her down. And he shut down his easy up. Damn. Because they wouldn't give him a dollar. Huh. I mean, I, I mean, not I, a lot to ask for. <laughs> I kind of see all sides. Yeah. But he's aggressive. Yeah, he is. But isn't that kind of like a, that area? Like, those yeah. people are pretty gnarly Ma- now. Massholes. Yeah. Uh, is that what they're yeah. called? Yeah, massholes. They're pretty gnarly. I mean, Marks, can I get a ruling? I got nothing. I just don't want to stand under his easy up. <laughs> Or I'm gonna bring a dollar. Yeah, I'm, gonna I'm gonna give that guy. I'm gonna give that guy a T-shirt if he calls in back again. You're gonna All have right. ten people call in claiming to be that guy. Uh, that guy's got a voice. <laughs> yeah, I'll know. He's 59 fucking years old, raising NESC at the right age. Right age. All right. Hi, my name is Jeremy. I just had a question for you guys as far as bike setup goes for my little guy. Uh, we transitioned from PW50s uh, to 65s before he was comfortable, just based on his size. And then before we got comfortable on the SX50, he outgrew it, and we had to go to 65s. And I'm having a really hard time getting him to where he's comfortable with the horsepower on it. And I was just wondering if you guys had any, any ideas for me how I could tune that 65 down for him. You know. Uh, thanks. Get some PVC piping. PCP. PCP piping. PVC piping. Cut it down. Throttle stop. Slide stop. There you go. What? Cut it down. I tweeted it. They already make the. They already make it in aluminum. Who makes it? I don't know. Some company makes throttle stops. You put it in the top of your slide. So you can't pull right. it all the way. Yeah, you're only going so fast. That's it. There you go. Somebody tweeted me and said, "Why didn't you talk talk about gearing it, gearing it up?" Well, okay, you need to gear it up like ten teeth. Yeah. So I mean, to make a difference. 
You could smash the pipe. PVC piping. A buddy of mine said he did that and it worked. I hate to say it. But. It does. I, I know it works because it's an old school trick. Just it's like using a it's like using a piece of film to go between your fork uh, your fork seal to get a little if you got a little weeping fork seal. You'll have to explain that to me later because I don't what? I can't explain picture what? it in my head. What? What do you do with the PVC? You cut. It's round. Yeah. I, same I, same as a slide. Right. So you cut a little piece off, however deep you want it, so the slide hits the PVC and only goes so high, so throttle stops. Where do you put this? In the carburetor. There you go. I'm thinking on the throttle body. I'm oh, like, okay. What? Right. Got it. Carburetor. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. All right. Great radio. Hey, Steve. I had a, I had a question about James Stewart. I also had a trivia question about uh, Van Halen. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> that was it. Huh. No number or nothing? <laughs> nothing. I mean, I needed. I, you know what I was thinking, Marks? Was he was? Remember, our lines were really busy last week, so maybe he got. You know, like if they're full, six lines are full. You get bumped to voicemail. <laughs> he was hoping we'd call him back. I, I would call. I want to know his question about James Stewart and the trivia question. Stop it! No, you don't. For Van Halen. You know. No, you, you know, it's funny. The quick, quick little funny story because okay. he left a voicemail and no phone number. Uh huh. I get a text a month ago or something. Someone texts me. I don't have this number in my phone. It says, hey, this is my new number. Oh, I know who that was. I text back and I said, okay, cool, thanks. And then it hits me up like a few days later. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I was so confused. And I'm like, RV. You realize you text me and said, hey, this is my new number. You know, I don't have that number. I had no idea who it was. He laughs. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Wait. Well, how did that work for me then? Because I got the same text. Well, how did it work for you then? Well, actually, wait. I can't. No. My text says, hey, it's RV. Here's my new number. Let me show you mine. Yeah, mine says, hey, it's RV. Here's my new number. (laughs) (laughs) This is my new number. And I text back, cool, thanks. And then he texts me a couple a week later or whatever, and he sent me the picture of the flyer for the camp. For the school, and yeah. he's like, hey, will you post this, write something, blah, 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 you know, and put in there to contact Brent Davis. And I'm like, well, maybe this is Brent Davis. And oh. then I was like, uh, yeah. So yeah. then I called him. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. This is Sam Casal, Texas, about 302. I say about this whole who to put on the KTM bike next year debate, you need to put Chad Reed riding Supercross and then put Henry Miller riding outdoors on the same bike. And then you take whatever you'd be paying Ryan Dungey, split it in half or even less, and give Henry Miller some and then pay Chad whatever he's making right now. Thanks. Listen, I love Henry Miller. He's a good dude. And he killed it at Southwick. But if you think the coster is going to sign him to an outdoor-only deal, and check, like these guys love these privateers, and I love them too. I, I give them tons of publicity. But you've got to do a little more than one national. Yeah. Are you kidding me? To get this factory KTM ride. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Now, I'm not opposed to the indoor 
one guy does indoor, one guy does outdoor. Although I've run that by teams before, and they're like, it's too much in bikes and parts to keep everybody riding and happy. Oh, because they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They're all going to be training. Yeah. I would absolutely think that's not a bad idea. Mm. Like Justin Braden never never got great outdoor results. I was always telling J-Bone, get Phil in outdoors and Brayton indoors, and there you go. It's too too many parts. So mechanics, testing, not a bad idea, though. Hey, Steve, this is Peel Out. Um, I've got two things to say. First of all, long time, first time. I don't want to take up too much of my time. I'll get on your nuts. But the first thing that I would like to say is, you know, I like to show a lot. And you seem like a pretty cool guy. You seem reasonable. I like all your perspectives at first. You know, I didn't know you didn't listen to the show before what I heard. You know, it seemed like you were kind of a stooge. But But again, I'm not taking up too much time on that. So what I want to get to is is my main concern. Um, Steve, you hang around athletes all the time. You see trainers. You're evaluating trainers based on, you know, how you think they do for the writer. Generally, you're just around people that are at really high fitness and I am concerned about your own personal fitness. <laughs> you know, it's it's obvious that you're a little bit overweight, maybe more than a little bit overweight. I'm not trying to be offensive here. But we're gonna have to start thinking about you, the Basset Hounds, Pookie, and more importantly the longevity of the show. Um yeah, your your current health it Please notice he's more concerned with the longevity of the show than me. My, my, like, Don't take this personally, Steve. Yeah. He just cares about right, you. Right, right. You know, you know, 25 years from now, are you still going to be doing the Pulp Show like we all want? No, I'm not. Or no, I'm not going to. I'm going to be uh, somewhere else. So I'm just going to try to start this campaign here to uh, see if we can maybe motivate you to focus on your health because it seems like you've been – you know, maybe letting yourself go for a while. And for a person that just knows better, you know, you see what these kids do to stay in shape, you know better. You've got the access to information. Uh, I think you should really take advantage of it and then start trying to drop those LBs. I would, but I'm too busy doing my fucking show for you, peel out. (laughs) I'm providing you with all this content. Uh, Uh, He's got a point. (laughs) Whatever. It's a, it's a constant battle. Make Strava Steve great again. It's so hot right now. I know. I mean, I hot. could theoretically get up at 7 and hit the road, you know, be yeah. back by 8, yeah. and that's fine. It's not hot, but... How long are rides do you go on? I usually a minimum an hour. So right. then then just make a commitment and be like, get up at seven? I'm going to be consistent, and I'm going to do 30 or 45 minutes, and then once you can do it and be consistent with it, to where it's just routine, then you, you'll stick with it. No, I don't have that. I, I'm saying I got to get up at early. Problem. I got to say I got to get up super early to do it. It's so yeah. hot here. Yeah. But yeah. what if I got, um, no, that seems like I'm going to work too. Never mind. I mean, it is, it is work. It's all work. It is work. It's all work. Regardless. Listen, people, here, how about this? How about this, motherfuckers? I'll shut down all these shows. Okay, and I will just start training. Keep paying you. Yeah, everyone needs to keep paying me. Coombs at Racer X and Fly and BTO. Everybody keep the checks rolling in. Maybe you just need like six months to really get a boot camp. And and, and then no shows and no content. Would you like that? Is that what you want? 
Because I'll do that. I'll shut everything down. And then I'll just get in shape. You decide. All right. Done? Yeah. This is peel out. Stay sick, bro. Dave Whitey. Hey, I haven't called in a long time because, quite frankly, the show has really gotten better and better and better. You've done an unbelievable job. To say, you need to get off of uh, Avalos. He's a mm-hmm. good guy. I'm listening. Doing what okay. anybody well, would do. He's 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 got yeah. he's got a good yeah. contract and he's made money. Yeah. If he moves up, mm-hmm. he might not make anything. Mm-hmm. I've heard you mm-hmm. bitch about. Yep. You know what's happening right now? You know what's happening right now? The motocross gods are not letting Whitey finish his thought because they know I'm right. They're jacking up his cell phone signal. He could not get his point across because the motocross gods are like, Mathis, you are right. With Marty's rides this year, including fifth overall at Southwick on a 450, Mathis, you are right about his potential in the 450 class. That's what the motocross gods are telling me. And they're telling Whitey that by fucking up his cell phone. Whitey might not know, though, till now. Now he will know. Whitey, you've been shut down by the motocross gods on your stupid cell phone. So I heard Pingree talking about Marx's girlfriend, wife, whatever she is, being smoking hot. Brings me to this. Holy shit. Pingree's wife. I would love to lay my head on her melon all night long. He's a lucky man. Good for you, Ping. Sounds like Keeper's wife. Mm. Sounds like she's a firecracker. Get that up. Come on. Yeah, you like that? Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, he's called it, uh, you're married. That's not your girlfriend. You're, you're married. That is factual. Travis is out of his league with his wife. Oh, you got a smoke show? Out of his league. Much like someone else in this room. <laughs> yeah, Weimer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. look at him. Glasses. See him. He did a backflip, though. Huh? He oh, at Pastrana's, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Into the foam? No. To dirt, bro. On dirt, bro. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. On what? On his 250. Shut. Stop. You don't know any of this? No. It was big news in the pulp world uh, for a while. Weimer. No way. Yeah, Can you bro. pull the video up? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see this. Pull the, pull the video up, like right now. That's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> badass. Play the voicemail on the right. video. Mathis. So I'm listening to show 301 with the fly embargo, and I'm with you, bud. I'm kind of wondering why you wouldn't show gear when it's only four weeks away from getting released. Like, would you think? About the people that, like, maybe their gear's, like, old and raggedy or they just had a crash, maybe ripped the pants and would maybe wait a month if they saw the gear and liked it and would go buy it instead of going to their local shop this weekend and just, say, maybe getting some Fox gear or something Mm -hmm. when they could have seen the fly gear and said, hey, I like that stuff, maybe I'll wait the four weeks. I don't know. Just seems like Star Wars wouldn't release a trailer for their brand new movie a day before it's going to come out. It's all about hype, build up. Boom. I don't know. Boom. Maybe that's why they're a billion dollar industry and we're not. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. my thoughts. Peace out. There you go. Town and Canard in a ten minute span. I'm gonna go back to work and have a cry now. 
All right, cut that off, I guess. Right. What's up, Paul Max? Just listened to your last show. Loved it. Hey, I was wondering, uh, the video who is it that doesn't like Ping? I heard him say uh, he doesn't get along with one of the co-hosts. Just wondering. People seem to either love Ping or hate him. Uh, just let me know. All right, thanks, guys. Favorite Ping, everybody, last week's favorite co-host. This week, Jake Weimer, everybody's favorite co-host. Next week, Seven Deuce Deuce. Everybody's favorite co-host <laughs> will be sitting in that chair. So it's funny how that works out. Um, Mark's pulling up the backflip video here. Uh, BTOsports.com, fly racing, NFAB, Jeep and truck parts, race tech suspension, Vortex racing, gear alloy, Roost MX, pivot works, X-Brand goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, works connection, FMF, Atlas neck brace, W wheels, EK chains, guts racing, get data, ride engineering, Grant Stone boots all on board with us. We thank everybody for listening. Is that the just the? I forgot that you were the Dune Goon too. <laughs> oh yeah. What do you? Is it just on the jump right now? Yep. Okay. Just, uh-huh. Holy shit! So what was the thought process behind this? Do a backflip. Like you wanted to do this? He bragged on the show that he could do it, and then I lined it all up, and then he w- went for it. He did it. Hurt his ankle. He only did it once though. But I bef- don't care. Bef- before that video. They show some into the foam pit, and they are perfect. Perfect. Well, I would the assume pit. there's a little bit of fear that goes into doing it. You know how long that took him? That that took him a day, probably, to learn. Right, Marks? Because you got there late that one night, and it really didn't do much. It's like half a day. Half a day. I'm not, wow. one, to, not one to brag, but... That's... Right? That's pretty cool. So that's why he's got his pulled his chick. Because we weren't married before that. <laughs> and then that was it. Uh, she, it was the Dune Goon video. That's what did it. That's she a, knew she's I, like, she, man, this dude's tough. She's <laughs> like, oh, he sends it. He bragged about how he would do a backflip. And I'm like, really? And he's like, and I'm like, the only thing I've ever seen you ride is that Dune Goon crash video. I'm like, there's zero chance you could do a backflip. And he was so irrationally confident that he could do it. Randy Richardson from Michelin lined it up with Pastrana. I flew him and Swiss Core out there. <laughs> taught him how to backflip. That's badass. Huh. I'm just gonna send it. Just gonna send it. <laughs> um, hmm. What the fuck are you doing? That's what I said to him. Like, before. were you worried that you might get him hurt or something? Yes. They were hoping they got me. No, hurt. not <laughs> hoping. But I was like, we could get some cool video. But I was getting texts from people, like mutual friends and stuff, that are like, "You killed him! You killed him! Like, he may sue you." <laughs> people were like, "Did you have him? Did you have him sign anything?" And I'm like, "No." And they're like, dude, he could totally pin this on you. Take take over everything. I'm like, oh, geez. So. I'm still taking over everything. So <laughs> you you know, are. Yes, you are. Uh, Weimer, thank you for coming in. Appreciate Absolutely, it. yeah. I'm going to dock your pay appropriately for the uh, 40 minutes minutes. I should get paid more because that was some bullshit that I had uh, to. This and the plane was hot. $130 cab ride. Yeah. That's nuts. I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. You left me at the airport. I did because you were so delayed in Bullhead or whatever. Uh, we probably still would have made it if, had you just picked me up. Yeah, probably. It would have yeah. been real close. Or Pookie. Yeah, it would have been close. Or I could have sent him. Yeah. Doon Goon. Uh, thank you, though, coming in. Always fun. Yeah. Interesting guy. Thoughtful guy with your answers. Uh, no matter where you ride next year, the Pulp MX sticker deal. Are we on? We could be. You, you're so <laughs> mad this year. I wasn't. You kept saying that. I I mean, how many fans came up to you and asked you about it? More than you would think. Right? Yeah. It's actually 
quite a alarming. little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's it's like a little cult. I sign autographs at the races. I pose for photos. You and do I, what? Yes, I do. And I pose for photos, and people stop me all the time. And I'm like, this is really weird. It's cool, but it's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It is cool, though. I mean, honestly, like the people like they're into the show. So I much. like the show. I, yeah. I mean, I don't listen every time, no. <clears throat> but. You know, if there's someone on that I want to hear or whatever, I'll go back and listen show to 300, it. Show 300. You got to hit up show 300. The, is that the um, Villaman yeah. Ferry? Re- yeah, yeah. I, I want to I listen to that one. But no, it's cool. And it's, you know, do a good job. So oh, people well, enjoy uh, it and appreciate cut it, I that think. drop, please. Cut that drop right there. You do a good job. You know, instead at of... This. Quiet down. At this. <laughs> I was much better spinning the wrenches, to be honest. Taking riders to the top. Uh. But yeah. I am a shitty media guy, no doubt about it. See, right there. Yeah, but this isn't media, really. We're what just is- bullshitting here. I haven't even been recording the whole time. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Have Dr- you ever done a show and like done something like that? Like, didn't push yeah. record? Yeah, I uh, I did a podcast with John Michelle Bale, not a live show. Podcast with John Michelle Bale, who never talked to the media and was never doing any interviews. And thirty minutes in, something happened. And the computer froze or something to, you know, I was recording it just like this Yeah. computer froze or something. And I don't know why, but he's still talking and I'm like doing stuff. I could have just hit a simple stop yeah. and restart the program. Yeah. Instead, I just X'd the program out, which deleted the whole interview. And I said, and so it was gone instead of me just stopping it and then starting like, then I could have just pieced yeah, them together. Pieced it back together. Right. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, uh, can we start over? I'm like, can we start over? He's like, you're kidding me. I'm like, no, like 30 <laughs> minutes in. So he redid the whole thing. No. He was cool enough to do the whole thing with me again. Oh, wow. That's the only time it ever happened. Wow. But it was like the most elusive guest ever. He was staying here in Vegas at LeBig's house. And oh, so he, did he come here? No, no, he was on, he was on the phone, but he was here in okay. Vegas, but yeah. he didn't do any interviews. He never did a lot. Right. And I'm right. like, oh. But I totally panicked. Like I hit the like, oh, I doing yeah. the X. Like we probably panicked because it wasn't recording. Right. And you're like, oh, oh shit. So yeah, wow. That's it though. Yeah, right. that. and we've had a few shows crash. Uh, the dog with the tumor right here. Yeah. Uh, sat her ass on the power strip over here. Her ass sh- or the tumor? Her ass then, <laughs> and shut everything down on the power strip. Yeah. Uh, so that's why there's like a guard there now, kind of. Got it. Um, there's kind of like a black little guard oh, over yeah. top of it. Yeah, I see it. Uh, um, actually, no, it, there's not. Well, it might have fell over. Yeah, I got to put yeah, it back. Yeah, there's nothing uh, there. So that happened one time. Another time we had a power outage. Oh, yeah. So everything shut down. But yeah, yeah nothing, nothing we can control, that. right? Yeah. So, um, All right, Jake Weimer, everybody. JGR Suzuki's Jake Weimer? Jake Weimer. Jake Weimer. Jumping Jake Weimer. Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks to Pookie. Oh, by the way, I meant to bring this up with RV. Uh, thoughts out to Hedgie. The, uh, yeah, absolutely. The Oakley man. goggle guy I should have brought that up with RV. Uh, I'm an idiot, but uh, I talked to him about it the other day too. Yeah. But so, as have you heard anything new on that? Uh, he was talking or kind of talking. You know, he had carbon monoxide poisoning. People yep. who don't know, he's a longtime Oakley gear, uh, goggle guy at the race. He's a really good dude. Yep. Uh, his dog passed away. You know, one of those carbon monoxide uh, yeah. things. So, uh, thoughts with Hedgy for sure. Absolutely. Pull out. Pull it through, buddy. Um, thanks to Pookie. Thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. JT. RV. Filthy Phil, Donnie Elmer Jr., Wygant. Most of all, thanks to Jake Weimer. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back next Monday night. Talk some Millville and uh, much more. The 7 Deuce Deuce. See ya. Jake Weimer, what a fucking legend.
There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude. and It was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. I am the sword inside your flame. 